broadcasting from the gateway to the west in collaboration with Give That Some Thought and The Hango Show. Welcome to Megacast 2. Welcome to Give That Some Thought. This is not your Draft Pub Broadcasting's no, 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 no. flagship show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Hango Show. It's your host, Hango. Broadcasting live from the four corners of Flat Earth. <laughs> and consuming more base 4chan threads than... than hey, uh, uh, yeah. Fucked it up. Welcome to the Hango Show, the pirate ship of Tripod Broadcasting. The pirate ship. That's <laughs> what I am. If you're the flagship, I'm the pirate ship for sure. That's fair, yeah. Flagship, yeah. pirate ship. Yeah. Makes sense. How about that? And then well, we, Once again, you being... You know, Mr. Corporate, you know, want to be the, nah. the pirate ship? We do things our own way. <laughs> like Matt and I don't. Have <laughs> you listened to any one of our 300 and some odd episodes? Because believe me, if it wasn't clear, we don't give a shit. <laughs> you did for like the first 200, and then it all kind of went I, down. See, I don't, I don't think we did. You kind of did. Well, maybe. Kind of. But if you look at the timeline of things too, now everything's all screwed. Like, what are we going to do? Be like, oh, who should we vote for? Like, like what do you get? Like nobody. Yeah, exactly. It, all that shit's over. So, Jay, how, oh yeah, Jay's here also. How you doing, Jay? Doing good, man. Awesome. I'm we, just taking it all in. We got it. <laughs> That's what she said. Watching how the sausage gets made. <laughs> it ain't pretty, but it gets the job done. I'm on something. No, I'm good. All right, so yeah. Back oh, to is that the power cable for the board that's across? Ah, yeah. uh, don't be kicking that. That's why I, well, it screws in, mm. so you can't yeah, unplug so does, it. Yeah, yeah, that's why I put the chair. As here. soon as the task came down, I was like, I was like, oh, that be handy. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we were setting up, I was like, I'm gonna put this chair here so Addison don't come in barreling over it. And sure enough, you're like, hey, what's going on? Have to move the chair? I'm like, don't touch it. <laughs> I set my bag down on the chair. Was I not was about not, to move it, Jay? I was not. Yeah, I saw, I saw it coming. <laughs> See so anyway, what? Yeah, our trip up here today made record time. Oh. Even with the rain, it. Now how I gotta ask, how, does it hurt to drive that Jeep, or does it get pretty good mileage now that they're? I was getting really good mileage until I hit uh, the foothills here. Mm. Oh, up um, and down and all that. Like from from home, like I go right up the Mississippi River Delta. Yeah. It's, it's all just delta land. It's all flat farmland through Arkansas and stuff. Right. So and the majority of Missouri. <clears throat> so call that Ozarkia. <laughs> so they uh nothing but whites. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure, buddy. Did you see who's sitting over to our to my left? <laughs> well, he's he's an honorary white. He's a happy. He's an he's an honorary white. Um, <laughs> everything was fine. I started hitting those hills, and I lost maybe like a mile per gallon in the hills. But when I left, I was averaging right at eighteen. Oh, that's not and by the time I got to the hills, I was averaging twenty one. Oh, and I'd probably been averaging better <laughs> if I hadn't done eighty all the way up here. Yeah, <laughs> but I was. And see, now I'll book it in, in our CRV for trips and stuff, and I still get about twenty three. Is it a but four cylinder or is it a six? It's four cylinder, twenty eleven CRV, yeah. just family car. Um, but I will also watch it. Like I, I'm, I'm looking at that gauge. Like fuck my speed, everything else. Yeah. I'm watching that gauge and I'm just maximizing it. And there are also times I get at the top of a hill. We're going to neutral, baby. Well, we're do we're rolling down. Don't do that. Why not? The money you're going to save mm-hmm. on your gas rolling down the hills, mm-hmm. you better save every penny of it because you're going to need it for a new transmission. Is it, it? Will that screw up the transmission? It will screw up the transmission. Oh, wow. Well. Let's not do that. It's easier with a stick. It is. It really is. 
you don't have to worry about like transmission fluid and stuff in a stick. So now, no, but, uh, there is a bearing going on in my transmission of my truck though. (laughs) There's in, in three, uh, what is it? Yeah. Three. (laughs) And, uh, I called it already in, in, in three and five. Well, I bought it this way in, in, it's like in, in three and five, there's kind of a, a little bit of a higher pitch whine. And I asked, I asked my mechanic, I said, now, do I have to be worried about this? Like how screwed am I? And he was like, honestly, it is like, they will make that noise for years. And, and he's like, when it goes out, yes, you're going to have to, you know, and then, and then I asked him, I was like, okay, well, if it goes out, when it goes out, I was like, what are we looking at? And he was like, well, we could do this. this, this. He's like, you'd be about 600 bucks. So when it happens, well, yeah, I'll have to eat it. But it's still not rebuilding the whole transmission for 1500 or anything. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now that Challenger, I would on a highway, mm. I'd get 26, 27 miles. That was a V6, 26, yeah. 27 miles to the gallon. But this Jeep, where Jeep's got bigger, bigger tires and everything, which these guys who put like, 38s on their Jeep. Dude, Jeep then, then culture go, well, is I'm only weird. getting eight miles a gallon. Well, you're, you're rolling on damn Dragon old drums. What you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeep culture is, it could, it could be a lot of fun. It can be very toxic. Well, I, so I, I was never, I mean, I knew it was kind of like a thing, yeah. but, you know, just because the stickers and whatever else. Uh, but her, uh, my wife's aunt and uncle have recently, like, it's... <laughs> I joke with her about it, but it's like, it seems like all they care about is their jeeps. Are they doing like rock crawling and stuff? No, but they're just, he, he, we went over there for Christmas and he, he had this big Jeep catalog that he looks through mm-hmm. and just buys all this extra shit for it. And it is, when I say shit, it is shit. I mean, it's just, I'm sure Both you know. Shit. I mean, yeah, you can uh, swap this out, swap that out. Here's a new color of that. Here's a new fender, like just all this yeah. stuff. And I'm like, this is insanity. We call those people mall crawlers. Because well, they they build they build these jeeps that they're gonna go out and hit the trail. Yeah, and never. And all I do is go to like Mid Rivers and take them through the, take them through the drive through <laughs> to, to climb over like a median or something at the mall. Right. No, they'll they'll go and they'll get like a fender delete kit to take yeah. the fenders off for like six hundred dollars, and then put like fender reinforcement in the whales yeah. for like a thousand dollars, and all this wild shit, and they never get near a dirt road, much less a trail. Now I, f- I flipped through it, and that that was I, w- I was horrified. I was like, people. Oh, there are people that buy this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like it's. Now, I, I knew a girl when I was in college, and her family built built rock crawlers. Mm. Um, where they go out on these big like boulders, and they make the jeeps where they'll flex even yeah. more to get over these. One way or the yeah, yeah, that's a lot of fun. If that's your hobby, great. Sure, but what you're going, your daily driver. Mm-hmm. You're going to do all this shit to it, and, and that's the thing they, about jeeps, man. It's like those Harley. Like ninety percent of people <laughs> buy them. <clears throat> Just want it so they have this cool looking Jeep. Yeah, yeah. I'll never buy anything for that reason. I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I, don't, I just it, don't. I wanted. Well, I was looking at pickup trucks to begin with because mm. I wanted something in a four wheel drive. You join the truck bros. All, now, three, all three of us. Yeah. Um, Dude, but, about about once a week, I'll be hauling something in my truck, and I'll take just take a picture of it in the back, and I'll send it to Matt, and I'll say only truck bros will understand. <laughs> well, he's hauling around his fifty pound bag of rice. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I was looking at trucks, but trucks, I mean, cars nowadays are just retarded pricing. Yeah. Trucks, double that. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody wants them. I don't believe we can afford them. They don't need them. That's, that's why I snagged. He's like, it's like, yeah, five speed. I've rebuilt the engine. It's a 93. I don't know how many miles are on it, but Good I've luck. rebuilt the engine. Yeah. And he's like, it's, it was under two grand. I was like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I wanted something for wheel drive. So in the event that we get 
our our once a once a decade terrible snow, I can still get to work. Yeah. That challenger we're gonna cut it. No. It's so light in the rear end, you got a little bit oh, of be all over the place. A lot of the wishy washy going on. Now. Um so I wanted something that if it did snow, I could still make it to work. And if I if I got to work and something did happen, I would just deliver it in my truck instead of taking one of those yeah. light ass vans that are built on the the new Wrangler chassis. Oh, are they? It's a Wrangler chassis with a van sat on top of it. Yeah. And it's all front wheel drive. Yeah. Let's say gonna get me through any you kind can't of stuff. Anywhere, yeah. Yeah. So I wanted something for wheel drive and I got it. I got tired of dragging my ass on the ground. I had a Jeep before I got the Challenger. Oh, uh, did you? Yes. Oh. And I had that thing for almost 10 years. No kidding. And I was like, I need to get back in that. So <laughs> That's your thing. Huh? So I, I, I got me. And you out. traded the Challenger to get that, right? Mm-hmm. Or no? no? Yeah. What and year was the Challenger? <clears throat> 15. Oh, was it? They gave me 15 grand for it. Jeez, trade-in. See, that's, the trade-in prices are nuts right yeah, now. They're, they're, paying for, they're paying for a lot. Well, of, you know better yeah. than anybody. They're trying to get inventory on the on yep. the lot. And it's it's something to do, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe you guys don't know either, but it's it's something to do with a lot of the, in some of the newer cars that they're trying to buy back, it's something to do with like the computer parts because they're having so much hard time, Taiwan. such a hard time getting them that it's cheaper to literally pay out the ass to get your old quote unquote one that you had on a lease or whatever. And then, and then take the parts out and do what they need. With well, you're seeing a ton. I'm right? sure. How many, how many, how many car loans do you think I'll go through a day? Well, we go through a lot of used car loans. Oh, but, really? Yeah. Dealerships usually win on the, on the uh, brand new stuff because people want to drive it off the lot, <clears throat> you know, and uh, the finance. I guy, never have and I never will. <laughs> the, the finance guy at the dealership, that's how he makes his money. Right. Yeah. And if you, if you try to get a deal before you get there, they give you a hassle. You know what I mean? So, Really, the the used car market is what we see. In fact, it's been so difficult. I you see a lot of people uh, spending their own cash right now, and uh, just buying just buying car, not buying you know fleets of cars, but just buying cars, even if it's not time to buy a car because mm-hmm. they want to get the price now. Is it the interest rate thing? That's what I'd heard. That well, they're, they're afraid interest rates are going to go up, and people are trying to lock it in one yeah, now. That that's one of the reasons. I mean, in the. Uh, Based on what the the news is, as far as what the uh, what people think is going to happen, is the Fed's going to raise rates six times this year. God, do you, do you not? You don't have Hava Nagila. See, that's why I should have brought the mixed gas. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. No, 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 no. It's um, true, man. No, well, what I was going to say was, I think part of that is, and maybe I'm you know putting on my tinfoil hat here, but I I think people are trying to buy now not only for the price, but because. All of these manufacturers are like, yeah, gas. We're, we're gonna stop working with that. Stop working with that. I mean, uh, the, like Matt and I noted, every single car commercial at the Super Bowl was electric. Every one of them. Yeah, now, I mean, they make an electric Wrangler now. That's disgusting. That's that's a. They're selling the shit out of them. I bet. I bet. When you're when you're dealing with electric, you raise know. prices only make electric. Hey, look, people buy them. <laughs> well, you know the other thing you guys, <laughs> you guys might have talked about this is that you know they were threatening turning off the cars. You know, telling yeah. Tesla turn. You know, if you have gas, they can't turn you off. They can probably turn you off. You know, with the uh, electrical stuff that's in there now. But the old school cars, people want those because they're gas. There, there's nothing in there they can turn off. That's and, why it's like my Ranger ain't got no computer yeah. in it, bro. Mm-hmm. When we're when it's time to go. We can throw whatever we need in the back. And my wife actually said that as soon as I got it, it was like two days after I got it, we were just talking about it because she was kind of, you know, because it was a lot of money, you yeah. know, for us. And, and well, 1500 bucks I had to sneeze at. I mean. Right. And, 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 but she was like, you know, it does kind of make me feel good that if, if, you know, shit does get weird, like we have that and it, it'll go no matter what. All we got to do is find gas for it. Like, 
I was like, yeah. I thought out of some uh, lawnmowers. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I was, went up to mow yesterday and I was shocked there was still gas in, in my gas tank on the carport. I figured somebody had already came by and picked it up. No, it was still full of gas from yeah. last summer. Uh, I talked about it on the show uh, about Becker Pass out in um, Nevada. This is up in northern Nevada. We're talking about lithium and how much lithium ion it takes to make batteries for all these electric cars because all these countries are out are getting rid of electric cars mm-hmm. england's done it iceland's do it, done it i think canada's already did a mandate for like 2030 no more combustible cars will be sold yeah that's but, such bullshit but man. They, they can't keep up with the demand for lithium ion for all these electric no. cars and they won't be able to and it takes diesel fuel for the uh, excavators to take out right. the lithium yep and so or slaves they they found <laughs> they found this huge deposit of lithium in, in this place called Thacker Pass up in northern Nevada. And it's just like a bunch of ranches and some Native American land. And they're like, you know, what's it? You have to have so much water to pump in these lithium mines to mine it. Are we going to take all these people off their land and destroy their ranches and everything for this element? Or are we going to go find it somewhere else? Yeah. What's, what's the... Progress is always cost something. Mm-hmm. They love Indians until they have lithium on them. <laughs> exactly. But they, they found a big deposit underneath the around the Salton Sea in California. Okay. And it's the land's already destroyed yeah. from, from poisoning, from irrigation from years ago. But they found a big lithium ion deposit underneath it. So they're hoping that maybe they can get that out. There's plenty of water there from that right. saltwater sea. Now, who is, is is Elon trying to do this? Or is he? No, that's just mining companies. Just everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, man, I just don't. I like the smell of burning gasoline. Call me crazy. <laughs> no, you know, I mean with the motorcycles and everything. Here's that. Yeah, you know, and and riding under an overpass and hitting the gas and making it blow everybody's ears out. That's fun. Well, I used to be really into uh, Teslas. You know, yeah, because the oh, technology. I, and I, was just I like, listened to all the shows from yeah, back in the day. Yeah, I mean these are they're slick cars, slick technologically advanced and cars. Now they're pretty drive themselves. Already grand for yeah, a new it's one. Not, it's not too bad. Um, and so that was my whole thing. And then, and then, yeah, when I, when I woke up to industrial society and its future, I, uh, I realized that, oh yeah, that, that, that was <laughs> if the, the car could drive itself, it's driving you motherfucker. <laughs> Where do you want to go? Which is why I told, oh man, hang on a second. I'd be getting like these dizzy spells. Really? Like I'll look one way. Mm-hmm. But nothing shifts with my eyes. Like, oh, really? It happened yesterday. Wow. I don't know what's what's going on. Hmm. I'm just getting old. Well, I'm CPR certified, so in case you, <laughs> I am too. Can do it on myself. <laughs> it's complicated, <laughs> like Dwight said. Yeah, it's complicated. Um, you know, I, I, I like I like stuff that's on the cutting edge. Yeah, you know, for things, sure. things that that are more efficient and do a better job than the old stuff. That's great, but. And you'll start outlawing what I can drive. Yeah. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. You know? Right. And luckily I live in, I live in an area of the U S it's probably gonna be one of the last ones to adopt this shit. Cause they yeah. just don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I heard on the somewhere that there's 235,000 gas stations in the United States and only 15 or 2000 of them, uh, have mixed ethanol. Oil. Mm-hmm. So I guess there was in the news that, that, uh, really? Cause it seems like it's everywhere. They're allowing it's probably the big change. a higher percentage of ethanol because of the shortage or whatever. Or yeah. I, I don't know the exact reason, but I'm like, if you've got 235,000 stations, you're going to put that many people out of work. 
Right. You're going to, that's a lot of infrastructure. Yeah. And in the business where, that I'm in, you can't retrofit gas stations for other types of industry very it's well. It's very difficult. Because of the EPA stuff and all that. So, I mean, what are you going to do with all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then secondly, you're not going to be able to pow- put enough power stations to power everybody's cars up at that rate. You oh, know, yeah. If you look at a gas station, if you were to sit across from a gas station, how many people are filtering through there on a busy day, right? Right, to fill up because it takes it, that quick. Right, because yeah. you can do you can do 20 gallons in, what, two minutes, three minutes? Yeah. How long does it take you to charge something up? And how many stations? What's the grid going to look like? You can't power everybody, so maybe they're not going to let everybody have a car. No, I, I, I think it's going to be a lot of that, yeah. You know, I had a science teacher in, in sixth grade, and he said that he was probably – in his 50s or 60s mm-hmm. when I was in his class in sixth grade. And he said, I believe in my life. He passed away two years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. He said, I believe in my lifetime. Um, if you go out to ride or go, go to go somewhere, the police will be able to pull you over and ask you where you're going yeah. because you're wasting fuel yeah. if you're not going somewhere in particular. Mm-hmm. Now, he, no, don't I, sound, he don't sound too crazy. There, I believe there's a – is there not a country in Europe that does that? I wouldn't be surprised. Because I think they have – either it's an idea and it, they haven't fully done it yet or they just started doing it, um, gasless Sundays. Hmm. You know, same thing where it's like, okay, Sunday, you see a car on the road, yeah, you can stop them. Well, see, even like a lot of a lot of countries in Europe – Because the climate, bro. Have a very – yeah, okay. Got to save the penguins' <laughs> place to mate or something. Um, Europe, most of their countries are pretty bike-friendly anyway, especially the cities. Uh, got a friend from the Netherlands and. I don't even know if she's ever driven a car. She's always had yep. a bike. Last year, she locked her bike up, and she went to leave wherever she was at. She pulled her keys out, and they fell in one of the canals. Oh, man. And it was it was the key not only to her bike lock, but to her house and everything, and her post office box. And, everything. and it's just down and it's there in now. the bottom of a canal in, in, in uh, Amsterdam now. Oh, now. my God. And she had a bad day. She started crying, and a cop stopped and helped her. <laughs> so, see, in America, they just pulled, they just pulled over and shot you. They yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just save you all the trouble. That's never going to help you. We're going to put yeah. you out of your misery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what's been happening this week? Anything else good happen that you hadn't already told me? Ah, uh, good. Do good things happen? The weed business <laughs> is always popping off. So, weed business is always popping off. Actually, I'm putting a lot of thought right now into um, my 420 sales. Oh yeah, for Black Friday. So, uh, or for Black Friday for four twenty today. We're releasing this episode on four twenty. So we are. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> I don't know what they're going to be yet, but they're going to be sick. Hey, if you're so, if you're uh, listening to this right now on the day it's, it's released, please go by mydelta dot com. Check it out. Check yeah. out what all's on sale. Go yeah. by. And- I think I'm gonna. I think for that for that day, I'm actually going to do a deals page because I'm going to do a bunch of different ones where it's like okay, you it's buy like one get Black one, Friday. Get, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's a weed Black Friday. It's uh, great. It's gonna be Green Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun because awesome. I've, I've I've talked to a couple manufacturers that are gonna work with me as well. Because that's the only reason that I don't do crazy deals a, a lot of times is that the margins are so exactly. Yeah. I, you know, I gotta. I mean, I mean, I'd like to eat. I mean, I'm willing to break even in order to get some sales, whatever. But kids need shoes. Exactly. What about the kids? <laughs> the politicians can use it. We can too. What about the kids? What about Addison's kids? But a lot of times, you know, especially on some products, it's re- you know I just can't do Razor it. It's can. real close, yeah. Um, but I, I've talked to a couple of manufacturers um, that are that are going to work with me. So awesome, dude! Should That's be great. exciting, yeah. Bro, and what's funny is so the software that I use to send those emails, it lets me see everything. So it, like, it's, it, if your email is well, registered, 
I didn't know that until you said it was an episode that I wrote back to you one night, one night like at 1 a.m. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, you did. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so it lets me see everything. So if your email is in my system, like I can see like what products you look at and what products you added to the cart but didn't purchase. The last time you purchased, pro- like, I can see every bit of data about everything you've pretty much done on my site. Nice. And uh, which is funny because uh, all you haters out there that keep unsubscribing can lick my salty balls. <laughs> um, there we go. I'm just saying, man, because I see it and I'm like, nigger, you are my friend. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But anyway, anyways, the, the software is really advanced. And so, yeah, I can see when people add to cart and all that kind of stuff, unsubscribe, subscribe, all of it. No. Awesome. No. I know, was it about a year ago that the Chinese attacked the, your, your server? Well, a little it, over a year it ago. was, I, I guess it was. Um, and it was, it was only, I think it was right before I it was, started. It was mainly tripod broadcasting. Oh, just and that one. Yeah. Well, that's, that's where it all started. And then it hit a bunch of other stuff. Cause I was on a different server that was a lot cheaper. And it was just like, thanks, Uncle Jeff. <laughs> well, the thing was, I was, I, it was, it was, it was a lot, there was a lot, it was a lot cheaper and I'd had it for many years. And it, so I was like, this is working, you know, why fix what ain't broken? But I knew in the back of my head, I'm like, I got to get to cloud hosting. I got to get to cloud hosting. I got to get to cloud hosting. And then, yeah, one day like shit started not working. And then there was all kinds of crazy code injected into to many of my sites. It was, it was evils and tripod broadcasting. What you said, I, I went to get something. Maybe some freeze gel or something. Yeah, and I was and uh, I, I said, "Do you have any freeze gel?" You're like, "I do," but the site's down. Yeah, I'm like, "What happened?" Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, "Some guy emailed me he's like, man, I can't get on your website." Yeah, it, was it was it just all just Chinese writing all over it? It it wasn't and Chinese writing. It was it was it was broken because <sighs> they tried to inject some stuff that would like collect like malicious user data. Stuff. Yeah, malicious stuff. Yeah, is is my understanding. But so yeah, that, but now yeah, we're that all was better. a nightmare. Yes, yeah. And I have been in, and the new the the new site and the new server that I'm using for everything is super secure. I yeah. love it, dude. Like I I honestly I deal with customer service on you know the two ecom sites, Evils and my Delta Eight, uh, with people getting locked out because the security is so good. And so then I'll have to go reset their password for them and all that kind of stuff. So how many times have I put something in the cart and taken it off? I don't know, but I could look it up right now and tell you. <laughs> I literally could. It's funny because I'll see people doing that and I'll be like, oh, okay, just do it, man, or don't stop looking. <laughs> Well, you know, but, but but then I've noticed now, and and so because recently, as you know, because um, for the longest time I just carried, and that was really it. And then and then about a year ago, then it was when I had that AR built, and then I was like, okay, I, I need to start getting some guns. Also because the way things started looking geopolitically, and uh, but so I'm the same way, dude. Like this AK sling, I actually just finally got it. Like it showed up because, but I had added it to my cart and I waited because I'm like, well, if I add it to my cart and don't buy it, they might send me a coupon because a lot of people do that. So, but they didn't send me a coupon. I'm like, okay. And then finally, my buddy, because he's the one that sent me the link, he sent me a coupon code for the site and he was like, hey, they're running a deal right now because I'm on their emails. If you didn't get the AK sling, I was like, boom, get the AK sling. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to look at people and be like, you idiots. And now I'm like, I do that shit all the time. Playing the system. <laughs> I know your games. It's only gun stuff, dude. Games. It's only gun stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> you would if my wife if my wife had any idea the amount of like gun stuff <laughs> I look at. Well, it's okay to look. Is it like when a strip club, man? Yeah, no, that well, that's different. <laughs> look, no, it's not looky no touchy. <clears throat> that's not how that works, man. It is. No, because Jesus said if you if you lust after her with your eyes. <sighs> 
It's you're committing adultery. Then I can't even go to the Piggly Wiggly then. <laughs> those, Did you see those, those honey buns? Those rump roasts do something to me. You know, I saw uh, that video of me slapping that pork loin. Yeah, that's me going through Piggly Wiggly every that's Sunday. Smack, yeah. smack, 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 smack. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, I'd be like that at a barbecue place. Holy shit, dude! I'd, I hadn't told you yet. You know, I was planning on bringing a bunch of barbecue. Oh, that's right, you were. Did you bring any barbecue? No. I guess it's I guess it's where you get Papa John's. I was so, yeah, this episode of Make a Cast Two is sponsored by Papa John's. That's right. The only racist piece of place there is in the country. We were bought from there. So thanks, Papa. I mean it um, fits since I'm on the show. Are you gonna are you gonna uh hook up your phone to the board? Oh yeah, I guess yeah. I can. Uh fuck 'em. Anyway, I was gonna get I was gonna get those, those belly buttons. I mean think about it. Plus if Matt's gonna be here later, we got I mean slow your roll, brothers. You know, we got, we got he, all night. He gets here so he can really stir, really stir the pot up. Get, <laughs> get Matt cranked to get a stag in him. That's, that's what you got to do after. I work. got two, so we're going to shotgun him. There you go. Go for it. I'll take a video. I'll do it. Yeah. Well, you won't either. Not of me. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's true. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. It's true. Esther, I'm looking at him right here in front. He, he looks great. You look great. I got honestly, on my, I got on my, my first Baptist church. You do? Yeah. Yeah. I think you've lost some weight since I've seen you, right? about 20 pounds. Yeah. So yeah. Back in, I'm, I'm just, dude, it's. It's a struggle. Anyway, the barbecue. It looks great, Esther. You have no idea. It looks. It's fantastic. <laughs> I've even got on my long shorts tonight. So my that. short shorts. <laughs> I gotta keep the boys at bay. Um, I called yesterday. I got out and mowed the yard like a man with a push mower. Uh, rolled my ankle. Fun. Yeah, you did tell me that. Armadillo hole. Yeah, and then I pulled my back. That was even more fun. I'm like, fuck this. I'm gonna go inside. I'm done. I'm gonna shower. I'm gonna order the barbecue. Go over and get it. I was gonna order four pounds of belly buttons. Which is little bite-sized pieces of, of pork belly. It's like candy. <laughs> we split a half. I believe it. He told me about it, and I was like, dude. They're so good. Oh. I was going to get four pounds of belly buttons. Are they closed or what? They started closing at 2 o'clock. Those bastards. They usually open like to 6 or 7. Yeah. And I was going to get like Just because of the flu, huh? Or whatever? I think it's just staff. Yeah. It's a problem. Yeah. Um, but I was going to get like a couple pounds of pulled pork. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and maybe some slaw or See, something. See, you right say there. that. I think he just wanted to come up here and describe it and convince me no, that, I want, that, I want that much you more so it. I could come down and enjoy it. <laughs> no, I wanted to use it to lure you down there. Exactly. Yeah. Let you, have a, you have this every fucking day if you come south. <laughs> and you'll love it. So we're looking We're looking at northern Arkansas. Boo. And south, southern Missouri. Gay. And I'm looking at a little bit of, of the, right, right at the top of Oklahoma. But I want to try and get. I want to try and get. Territory. That's a man, toll, there's a toll road there, man. Yeah, but they're. <laughs> Are you not familiar with Oklahoma's marijuana laws? <laughs> Are you not familiar with what happens in the South? We have good food. We have free guns. Yeah, and you also have a governor that thinks CBD is crack cocaine. <laughs> so let's be serious here. You're not wrong. <laughs> I run a business, okay? There's things to think about. I plan on growing my own hey, at some point Jay came and making my own products. Jay wants to move down and see me. He's looking for a place to retire. I don't blame you. It's a great place. I don't blame you. Got a couple houses for sale. It's I t- super quiet. I, believe me, I would think about it. A lot more if if it, if the climate was a little different towards oh, cannabis. Got a good homeschooling. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, well, that was what my wife told me. She's like, we should probably look at Missouri because apparently Arkansas is not not too not too really with the homeschool. I know, which I'm like, really? I'm a, How's I, that I figured like most southern states had a had a, some kind of coalition, right? Or some kind right. of group. Yeah. No. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. And I don't know if they. Ju- I, I think they they actually require stuff like you have to send stuff into the state and weird. Yeah. Yeah. Which and Missouri is really good about that. They don't do anything here. Uh. And so yeah, I'd really like to get like right in the Ozark Mountains. I don't think Mississippi or Alabama either one. I, I don't know because yeah. I have I never had experience with homeschooling a child. Yeah. But I, I knew a lot of people who were homeschooled. Yeah. 
you know, and they're just as weird as you were. So it's <laughs> it's gotten a lot better. <laughs> Has it? I think so. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> going deeper down the hole. Um, no, I don't think oh, we can go way back if you want. I don't think they have anything. Really You're not even familiar with Pillar Foundation. That's a whole culture around. <laughs> I don't here. even want to know. It's a it's a it's a homeschool. It, it's, Cult? It's, it, no, it's it, well. <laughs> Phyllis Schlafly's folks are heavily involved with it. Who is it? Phyllis Schlafly's folks. Phyllis Schlafly. You know Phyllis Schlafly? Eagle is, Forum? That must be like a Women, local, she, Schlafly is some, report. Is that some kind of the Schlafly like, report? Like, he, see, he knows the Schlafly report from here on the radio probably. Some kind of like Christian radio type thing. I'm surprised you don't know who Phyllis Schlafly is. She made a huge name for herself by writing books and going nuts the against, against, the, against the women's equality stuff. It, she was one of the first one that was like, "Hey, women, check out the big brain on Brad." I'll give that to her. She's a very smart woman. <laughs> she she was real hot on that stuff. But then later on, and and I believe she was from here. Dude, these are the people that I grew up with. Like okay. you know, you know who Todd Aiken is, right? Legitimate rape, Todd Aiken. Come again? That's what Didn't she said. See, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he he famously made the comment that if it's a legitimate rape. uh the woman's body has ways of oh, yeah, shutting I've that heard down. That shit, yeah, yeah, yeah Tony. So I, I spent a week at his house when I was a kid. How was the rape? <laughs> and did your body shut it down? <laughs> no, and I'll tell you this: they they are good people. They really are. Um, it sounds lovely. Well, I, no, I was so pissed off after that interview because what was funny it was it, it was on Charles Jaco. I know you know that name. No, I don't. Don't defend the rapist, please. <laughs> I, he's 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 not a rapist, but he said that comment. I'm sorry, pro rapist. Charles Charles Jaco pushed him into a corner on that whole thing. Who's Charles Jaco? Who, who are these people? You keep you're making these names up, aren't you? I, you know who Charles Jaco is, right? Have Cam, no clue. He was a Camo X broadcaster for years. No, he's not, he's not from here, though. I'm not from here. Did, okay, all right. Well, yeah. you can go back to talking about drugs if you want. <laughs> sorry, about- sorry with all my St. St. Louis references. Here's one: black people. No. <laughs> God, come on! I'm just saying. How dare you? Well, so you spent you spent a week with a rapist. How did they? <laughs> what was the? What was the? Uh, how were the parting gifts? Was this overnight? How'd you know what time it was when the little hand touched the baby? <sighs> They're good people. But anyways, show me on Jay where, where the where the man touched you. <laughs> Jay's like, no, please don't. Um, no, but the, but the homeschooling community here in Missouri is super active and involved like there's there's homeschool groups everywhere like that kind of thing and i know it's not like that all what does that mean by active like they have they have meetings there's Play homeschool co-ops and- like yeah yeah i mean there's if to my knowledge i think i think there are several homeschool groups that do um because what they'll do is like a co-op where it's like okay you know how to teach science hango mm-hmm. so me and jay are going to send our kids every thursday so you they can go to hango science class now you're real hot on science but jay's real hot on uh, uh you know ethnic whatever. ethnic affairs and and <laughs> finance <laughs> okay finance yeah say so, hello to my little friend <laughs> speaking of rape um so y- you and i hango would send our kids to go to to jay's class and uh are you closing it i was just keeping it shut She's got her AirPods that she can't hear shit anyway. Oh, okay. She tells me out, but you're so damn loud. It's kind of the Jews did 9-11. All right. Anyways, um, <laughs> you better send me the raw file, too. Yeah, I will. I, I want to I put the racist stuff on my feed. I, I know I know you guys over at the Hango Show try and cut all that out. Um, you're, you're the boss, boss. I'm just, <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> I will tell you this. As, as shameful as it is, this is so shameful. <laughs> but, <laughs> the episodes of yours that I listen to all the way through, it's it's not the ones of the boys. They're good episodes. I just and, I, and I've told you this, and you understand it. I think um, 
I, I kind of have a, I have a big catalog of stuff I listen to, yeah. like other podcasts. Yeah. And so it's like, I, it's I, cool I don't show, expect but anybody I, to listen to my shit. <laughs> yeah, neither do me and Matt. I think I'm just talking out to the ether there. I didn't know. What but the ones on. I listen all the way through is like when, when I was on, when my wife was on, when Matt was on. Because I'm like, what did one of these bitches say? <laughs> Keeping tabs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm the no, network head. I, you know. The whole cooperative thing. I got ha- Jews that are on my back about, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that happened uh, when they shut down schools for COVID. I love um, the co-ops. Yeah. A, a, lot of, a lot of parents were like, okay, you know. Um, well, because in a small town, you even well, know the, the actual yeah. science teacher. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And a lot. Um, you don't have to cast lots like, and say, who's going to teach our kids about sex? <laughs> like, <laughs> for, for PE, they had like one of the sergeants. One of the guys who's a sergeant for the National Guard mm. ran PE for the kids. We have a huge walking track along the canal. Yep. Running the kids up and down the walking track at the canal. Mm-hmm. You know, take them back to the house. Or the parents going to pick them up or whatever. You yeah. Know? And then this parent's going to do history. And this parent's going to – or they took their kids, like, to actual historical places to look at. And I would trust that over, well, every public school. Right. And and 90% of other – any kind of education you'd give K through 12. K through now, now college is different, and that's a whole different ball game and animal, depending on how you look at it, whatever. But K through twelve, you should be learning life skills, mm-hmm. absolutely. And, and I mean, I, I would say K through nine. That's what we were discussing before you got yeah, over here. Yeah, definitely. I think if a, I'll shorten it up. Look if, at this guy. A, well, my idea is, you should, why don't you move up here? Because I've lived here before. And it is cold. And I went back south. Yeah. We get a lot more. Your whole than you gun do. registration shit. I know. Mm, I know. Shit. I know, bud. Yeah. Uh, None of my guys you have to have my them registered. Name. I didn't know that. Supposedly, that may have been a Springfield thing. <laughs> By the way, Jay lost all his guns in a boating accident yeah, right there on the river. <laughs> it's, uh, I saw it go down myself. The, the, Mr. Whole, the ATF. Boat, boat and all went off the bridge. Exactly. Going, back, going to St. Louis. Couldn't it's believe it. Yeah, um, it had a Mexican flag. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe it was maybe it was Green County in Springfield. Uh, one of the guys we went to school with, he he bought a gun. And he had to go to the sheriff's office and like register it. Really, but that may have just been Green County. That's got to be county we or city. Do one of the two. Or we don't do that. We don't do I that. I didn't know because private sales are still legal here, which they're is which, legal which, there which, too. St. Louis, you know the St. Louis shit libs. You know that's that's their number one thing. They're like, oh my god, private sale, private sale, stop it, Missouri, stop it, Missouri. Dude, Why? there's a gun. There's a gun show right down here at the convention center, well, two I minutes mean, away. So five times a year, legally, <laughs> Mister ATF. Big quotes. Legally, according to the ATF. You're Shout spo- out to my glow niggers. You're supposed to only do three or four private sales a year. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that's what Legally. my guy has told me about. Because 90% of what I have is in his name because well, he's either bought it or built it for me. And so he told me, he's like, he's like, believe me, like if, if there is a list, which, you know, we all know there is, but he's like, if there is a list and they start coming, I'm, I'm, very high up on the list because I think he builds guns for a few people. Well, I'll tell you, there was a, there was a guy. Um, <laughs> and it was like when I used to, when I used to sell guns. Yeah. We had a guy who would come in um, all the time, and if it was just a a cheap shotgun, like a hundred and twenty five dollars shotgun that was just like a single shot, then put through the ringer, had a broken stock. I kept all those in the back just for him. He'd come through. Sh- show me, show me what you got that you want to get rid of. Because then he would polish it he up, take it harder to put a new stock on, and make it, himself five hundred bucks, fix a little something, mm-hmm. and he'd buy it for one hundred twenty-five and sell it for two twenty-five or two fifty. Yeah, at one point apparently, and that's what Biden's trying to take away from us. No, they were legal; they were all serialized and everything. Um, the problem was he had done almost two hundred Nix checks in two months. 
and the ATF showed up, wouldn't see his guns. He'd say, he said, come back with a warrant. Oh, wow. And so they came back with a warrant. No kidding. Wow. He's like, here they are. Why do you need these? He goes, that's none of your damn business. Now. They ain't got no right to ask you why you need guns. No, not at all. Not at not all. Not a damn bit. Mm-hmm. They were trying to catch him in the middle of a private cell, yeah. what they're setting up for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so but, ATF, go fuck themselves. Yeah, 100%. DEA can go fuck yourself. That's it, it, As Hango and I don't see eye to eye on many religious or socioeconomic That's one thing issues, we can agree on. That's one thing. Get the hell out of my gun cabinet. <laughs> and get out of my pants. <laughs> Your shit lives. <laughs> No, we should have degeneracy laws. That's another issue. We can get into that when no, Matt gets here. No. Uh, so we have the Constitution for my friend. Yeah, uh, well. Bill of Rice, baby. Yeah, and now we have men who get pregnant. A. So you can, you can let yeah. me know. It, quite frankly, it appears as though it all went wrong. It's <laughs> always time to turn around, man. See, is there? You're the eternal, is there? You're the eternal pessimist, and I'm in the eternal optimist. Isn't that weird, though? Because I used to be the, the opposite. I don't know. You hung around Matt too much, I guess. I don't know. Is that See, it? I can talk, my family thinks it is. I can talk shit about my, Matt. My brother said I have it. a theology of Matt one time. He's like, he's like, you hold to the doctrine of Matt. Well, common sense. <laughs> exactly. I was like, well, no, no. Sorry. You had a little of that, a little reading the Bible, and da-da. <laughs> What's been going on, Jake? Anything good at the at the banking? How's houses going? Well, mortgages are going up. Can you help my, my COVID loan get forgiven? I cannot. <laughs> Damn it. Who'd you get your, who'd you go through? Directly SBA. Don't they have a portal where you can apply for We were just talking about this before we you were, got here. We were actually I, talking about this before you got here. Were I, you? I was telling him that. So I didn't mean to derail you. Sorry, no, no, no. no. <laughs> it was great information. It's was, finance, yeah. I was telling him, I was like, we've got uh, <clears throat> several people that just are too lazy to go apply. Uh-huh. And they're going to end up owing that money. Yeah. You know, they just, I'm like. You need to go here and apply. I mean, it's, it's very. I don't know if I have one of the forgivable ones. It's though. very. What do you have? In, I'm not. I'm not positive. It, it was. It was whatever I could. Was get it at the payment time. protection or was it EIDL? I believe it was EIDL. Yeah, the EIDL is not forgivable. I don't. Well, some of the people were uh, rolling their EIDL into their PPP loan. Uh huh. Like so, for example, if if you had an EIDL, See, I didn't get that. If you if you had an EIDL and then you got a PPP for loan, sure. you could literally. Roll them together. Roll them together. Right. Well, I don't know about roll. Them, I don't know if that's a technical term, but the, you know, that's what happened. Basically, yeah. yeah. But uh, I think you could get you, you were able to get up to ten thousand, depending on what your situation was for the EIDL, right? But PPP was unlimited because it was payment. It was paycheck. Well, then maybe protection. it is PPP, PPP because I got. Were you protecting your? I got like twenty three. Dude, it it. I didn't want to get it. Obviously, I mean, you know, yeah, it's Kango. He's listening to all my episodes. He knows my. My Struggle. my doctrine of Matt about usury and that sort of thing. I really didn't want to um, keep but, the government out of your shit unless it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and the banks. No offense, Jay. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about. You got a bank exactly. smart. What it boils down to. Anyway, I don't know, ahead. man. I I think we need to stop. You got to use the system that you have. Yeah. Let's get back to bartering. Um, but I, I I came I came up against it because the Amazon. I was I selling on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah, selling yeah. on Amazon at the time, and I had gotten suspended for along with and your cash was locked. Many up. other thousands of sellers because of price gouging because we were selling big quotes. Acetaminophen from only the government Walmart. can price gouge, man. Exactly, You're not allowed to. Yeah, yeah. But they suspended my account. It took a really long time to get it back on, 
And during that period, I had a smaller loan. Uh, I think it was like 15 with Amazon, which would take out of your, your pending payments. Just automatically, you wouldn't see it, and I'd still get a deposit, and that's what it was doing. It, it, it was going fine. Um, well, when you get suspended, <laughs> you don't have any cash coming in because Amazon's locked everything. But that doesn't keep them, of course, from uh, still taking your payments. And so I was like, this is this is going to overdraft my bank account by thousands of dollars or make it to where the account, the Amazon account is never going to come back on again because they won't do it with a negative balance. Um, or I got to get this loan to cover it. And so I, and so I got the loan that, that was cause I really got into a corner. Yeah. Well, at, um, least, at least you weren't out there buying like Ferraris and crap. No, you know, those people got busted pretty <laughs> I, bad, but I drive a 93 Ford Ranger. Right. It's <laughs> no, but I mean, some people were applying for track, multiple loans. Oh yeah. I heard about, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's, that's that you're going to get that in every, any kind of free or uh, any type of situation. You're going to get crap like that. It's but open season on Monday. You need to go to the uh, YouTube channel called Vin Wiki, like Vin, like vehicle identification number, Wiki, mm-hmm. W-I-K-A, W-I-K-I, um, Ed Bolian. He's from Atlanta. It's his channel. And he started this thing called Vin Wiki, where you can go and put in the Vin number of any car. And it'll give you posts that car has been in on that app. Okay. And they use it. he started his he started his business of renting exotic cars out of his dorm room at Georgia Tech when he was twenty. And he buys like these salvage titles, Lambos and Ferraris gotcha. and stuff, and then rents them. Exotic car rental. There's there's a lot of guys that are doing that. Right. Now. He started his out of his dorm. Yeah. You know, I mean he's very and now, and then he worked for Lamborghini of Atlanta for a long time as a salesman. <clears throat> He's a, a very entrepreneurial mind stuff. He started VinWiki so people would track like these, especially exotic cars. You kind of want to know their history. If you're going to drop $200,000 on a, a Ventador. A McLaren. You yeah. want to know where it comes from you know, or what, what happened to it. And uh, he was talking on one of their, he has different people on there that's in the car zeitgeist, car industries, different different race or their salesmen or their valets, you know, and they had one guy there talking. It may have been him talking about the absolute <clears throat> retarded amount of cars that got sold when they started the PPP. Uh, that's that's the video you shared with me. Is it, did I send it to you? Yeah. You sent was it to that me. crazy? And they started vetting who was making the purchase based. Like they go to a database and see if they had taken out a PPP loan. Yeah, and if they took out a PPP loan, they would force them to prove that they could pay for pay this vehicle. I feel like this was shared to the channel. I don't, I don't know if I want to use that. I don't know if I shared it the channel. I, know I, I may have even shared you. something about it. And I didn't yeah, there were a bunch of people because it, it made news headlines and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. it, it was a big deal. Yeah, I think a couple of guys are going to prison. Oh, I yeah, think. definitely. Well, they should. It's yeah. fraud. It's yeah. fraud, and, and it's fraud against us because we're the ones paying for right. it. We're the ones toting the bill. That's what such bullshit. but I mean, twenty three men. Don't feel bad about that. I mean, that's those. I had people that were clawing for three grand. I mean, they're like, if I don't get this three grand, I'm closing. My shop. kids, my kids aren't going to eat. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So every time I did a, every I mean, time, I, I thank God I was never there. Yeah. I just, um, I was just happy that we were able to help people out because it's the common guy that that I got to see. You know, the fifty six yeah. loans that I did, and and uh, it just kept people alive. But most of those people contributed to society. In a big way. Their, their business, there's a small businesses, mom and pop stuff. And 
it wasn't just the business because the, the PPP loan was to protect people's paychecks. And the, the worker has nothing to do with, you know, whether the or flu, not. Yeah. yeah, the flu. So, I mean, they, they're, you know, you had to protect their, uh, their paycheck, you know. Yeah. Still a lot of money out there. You are, are you about to say something, but are no, we I was still in the finance section. I will say that the whole thing's a finance section, man. Come on. Uh, well, no, we got the master here. Come that's, on. That's mammon, bro. Let me get uh, into that. But we got to have it to live. I mean, it's just. <laughs> do we, though? Well, unless you want to live like Jesus, put on your sandals, walk the earth like Cain. I'm getting ready to, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm, I'm dead serious. This, What's the name of your cult going to be? He'd be welcome at Barnes & Noble. <laughs> I don't, oh, yes, you I would. Don't, I don't know. Ask ask Chris. <laughs> He'd be in there with his dashiki. That's it. Um, no, I was going to say, it, it's. He's going to handle esoteric matters for us. Him and Matt together. What am I going to do? Well, uh, you're way down there. I can't do it down there, bro. It's got to be in Missouri. It ain't got to be. Well. I mean, I, I, you got a cabin full of guns. Sweeten the deal, bro. Man, I'm like Pitbull, <laughs> man. I'm worldwide. Mr. Worldwide over here. Um, now, you really but, want me down there? I mean, I'm sure there's a barrack. I want to have a use for her. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that we've got a very big army surplus store next to us, and they sell decommissioned jeeps. And nice. I actually jeeps uh, use firepower. I'll, I'll have to ask if you want me to cut this out. Producer Eric of our show, mm-hmm. he's in the group, rarely says anything. I believe he's listening to your show. Or, oh, or I'm d- sorry. D- yeah. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> Wasted your time. Whole hour and a half out the, out the door. You'll never get it back. Uh, well, no, because he had sent us some. He sent us Liquid Death. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and so it, that's when I made the comment that I've we, GTSD has found their niche in terms of fans because he works overnight too. Oh like yeah, he's, he's like a weird. He's like he's like, dude, it, it would just help me get through the night. You yeah. know, a lot like you said when yeah. you first started sucking my dick over DM. Oh please. Uh, <laughs> I worked at Walmart then. Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> you did? Yeah. That was that long ago, huh? That's wild. It was right when Trump got elected. I was working at That's when Pizzagate happened. Right after Trump got elected. Ah, because you searched for that. That's right. Yeah. Because that's when, yeah. And that's it was still, like the first week of December, I guess, when they all came out. It really, 4chan kind of hit it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were you Googling that when you found his? No. I, I, <laughs> well, I found his dick. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking for that. No, no sign. <laughs> it's like a baby's arm holding an apple. Shit. Um, the baby's finger. <laughs> um, that, that that's how I found it. Cause I was I was I got up that morning, and went to work. I had to get there early. We had some asshole kept stealing fucking crab meat and steaks overnight. Genius. And so you know, I used to work at Walmart too, yeah. bro. You and I could swap stories about the shit people walk out with. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So we we got there. Like at four I saw an iPod stuffed down a black chick's pants, and they tackled her and pulled it out. It's, Why do you I'm have just, crab legs in your vagina? Asked Jameis Winston. You remember, you remember when Jameis Winston got busted at Florida State for stealing crab legs? That was at Walmart, by the way, where I worked. And his friend's the one that threw him under the bus. His friend told him that he could come over there and get the – his friend was working in the department. Oh, no. Said, hey, man, we, you can come get some crab. And when he got caught, he's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So that's actually what happened. Damn. Anyway. Threw him under the bus, man. We got there early because – this crab meat and steak had been missing between like like four and six in the morning, and so we clocked in early that day. And on the way to work, or I got to work. I was waiting to go in and clock in. I was scrolling through Twitter when I still use that, and uh, it, was, it was everything was like hashtag PizzaGate, hashtag PizzaGate. I'm like, what the fuck is PizzaGate? Oh, when hashtags were allowed to be organic, right? Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is ancient history. And yeah, before it was all just let us tell you how returns. it was, Zoomers. <laughs> Back in my day when you tweeted something, you got the truth. <laughs> you got to see it. Um, Bro, I tweeted by SMS. Yikes. No, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I was there, too. I got, I, got on, I got on Twitter when it was by invite. Oh, no. I got I, I got there in 08. We talked about that when the first time you came on. Yeah. That yeah. Was, I was 
texted my tweets. Yeah, yeah. exactly. On my Pantex slider. Yeah. Um, before we had apps. And back in my day, we didn't have apps. <laughs> exactly, dude. So, do that shit via SMS. That morning, I was I got to work and I was scrolling through Twitter. It was mm. hashtag PizzaGate, hashtag PizzaGate. I'm like, what the fuck is PizzaGate? So I just opened up like the podcast app and typed in PizzaGate. Now, how long had you been listening to podcasts before then? Oh, I was listening to podcasts. 2000, 2008, 2007, okay. 2008. Okay. Well, I worked at Barnes and Noble. Okay. Um, I used to listen to Adam Carolla's show. Me and the guy, me and the oh, guy who worked, ran the, Carolla, who ran the warehouse. Yeah. You Back. used to probably hate cause, cause I used to always talk about how I liked Adam Carolla and, and Matt would make fun of it. <laughs> he would. Yeah. Yeah. I still but, like Adam Carolla. He's, he's I like okay. Some, well, no. I, I dragged Matt to go see him live. Yeah. I remember that show too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell the no, but like we, I got there and I, I pulled up the app, the podcast app, and typed in Pizza Gate, and yeah. it was like, okay, whack job, whack job, <laughs> shithead, dudes covered in tin foil. Give that some thought, and y'all eased into it. Like you talked about like regular stuff, regular stuff, and you said, hey, you gonna get the Pizza Gate? Matt started laying it out, and you were the only ones who didn't sound absolutely batshit crazy. I see now that I was duped. <laughs> Now they were going along with Now we're actually crazy. Now they're actually um, batshit crazy. Yeah. Now Hango's like, he's texting his Fed buddies. Like, look, they, they mentioned a cult again. I don't think they're doing it yet. <laughs> We've got to roll now. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to get away. What you don't know. The most, I'm telling you, these fuckers will go off grid. What you don't know is next door. They're, they're listening to us. Yeah. Are they? Are they? Shout out to my glow niggers. Well, well I had to, I had to take some away up here. I'm like, this motherfucker's raising chickens now and shit. We got to do something. Shut him do down. Something. Yeah. He's buying guns. Raising, he bought it's, a fucking Ford Ranger. He's, <laughs> he's gone off the deep end. It's not looking good guys. He hates cash. I, <laughs> he wouldn't even use Bitcoin anymore. What, what do we do? What do we do? Get a lot on the phone. Dude, I said, I'll push. number three on the way. Let's go, baby. I was like, you want to talk about a red pill? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If you were, you ever, uh, <laughs> You ever uh, like heard a of woman s- that's red pilled is attractive? It's okay, facts. Um, I keep mine no pilled. <laughs> well, that's another yeah. Keep her. No, I, women think it is a problem. Keep I know. Her satiated. Don't no. don't get don't give them the brain scramblies if you get them all fired up. Just leave them alone. Um, you ever heard of Sam Hyde? Yes. Okay. If you're watching these videos, I don't know exactly who he is. <laughs> I don't know him, well, no. but I've heard of. Him. Well, here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. He he, as you are probably aware, and maybe we're going to mention this or whatever. I, I don't know, but um, the memes of him on like Telegram. Yeah, it's always he was the school shooter. He He's was the all guy kinds that, yeah. of yeah, and so he was the ghost of Kiev at one point. He, did you see that one? <laughs> yes, yes. But that but, made it on Tucker. I, I, I said all that to say, like, I really enjoy the memes, and so I know of him. But I don't know who he is or what he does, so it's kind of a mythos, and I hope you're not going to ruin it for me. No, you would love his content. Okay, oh, would I? Okay, yeah. he signed a deal with um, Adult Swim, Cartoon Network. Oh, okay. And he had a show called Million Dollar Extreme. Okay. Uh, Millions Million Dollar Extreme presents World Peace. Okay. And it was like total Adult Swim stuff, very trippy, stony, stonery, very funny. It was him and this guy named uh, Nick Rochecroft. Roach- Rorch Fort. Go, go, you know the thing. <laughs> this is why I should have brought the mix gas. My drops are better. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Um, that, Biden, ooh, tell, that Biden one's awesome. It, it's, it's funny. It's pretty funny. Uh, I was trying to, well, we get tongue tied because, you know, weed. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I'm like, I got to add that. I got to add it. And what's funny is Matt always used to hate the drop thing. But now that I've changed them up 
and they're they're kind of poignant like that. Like he, I can tell. Like as soon as I play that one, because it'll get tongue tied. He wants to hate it immediately, but it's right? Perfect. But then he just starts chuckling yeah. because it's perfect. <laughs> so Sam signed this deal to start this show on uh, Adult Swim, Cartoon William Street, I think, is who was producing out of Atlanta. Okay, um, the guys who did Tim and Eric. Uh, it's another one of these trippy shows that comes on late okay. on Cartoon Network. Yeah, they're it was part of like their their deal. They're going to bring them in. It got canceled like halfway through the first season because Sam got sick of it. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm I'm losing all control now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been <laughs> on banned. network TV. Yeah. yeah, you don't say. Um, but it was it was <laughs> super edgy shit. Yeah, it's like you know, much like GTST. Very very edgy. Hang on one second. Uh, <laughs> Performance art, we call it. Right. Yeah. I, I actually told somebody that the other day. No, uh, he was. Oh, Matt's here. Oh, is he? What time is it? Keep talking. I'll oh, just throw it. I can't talk if your face isn't here. Oh, shit, talk. Uh. Are you going to leave the door open like that? I know. It really kind of sucks that your door's there. You're not staying here over a weekend, though, are you? Have fun. You're going to hear people stomping down that hall drunk as fuck. I used to work at a country inn. It was the one on Main Street. Uh, I, was the, I was the overnight auditor. Are they all the same build? Roughly. This is the newer one, though. Um, but they all try and do the stairs in the lobby. And they used to all do, I don't know if they got them down there, Hango, but they used to do fresh baked cookies. That was part of my job overnight. I would bake the cookies. Made a lot of fucking cookies. <laughs> Sounds amazing. It was, <laughs> it was not a bad gig because once everybody got checked in, you know, then I just kind of had to balance the books. And So what does the night auditor do? It's just what I just described. Making cookies and balancing the books. And then, and then later on they added to my job that I was, that I would be doing um, uh, like setting up breakfast. I got you. Because they didn't want to pay a breakfast person anymore because, you know, well, why not have the night auditor who's been there, you know, 97% of his shift. Why not make him try and stay Hello. awake and do it? Matthew, what to do? Shut the door down. Shut it all the way. What's that? There's a tremendous amount of black people here now. It's <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing, man? Pretty good. All right. There's Alba and Edwin. So we got some friends. Oh, we got gifts. Nifty gifties. Smoked apple butter. Oh. I get the big one. That's I what, oh. what Tink tells me every night. Look at me. I don't know if you drink Wait, bullet, man, but there's a there's a whole thing of bullet over here. We've got bullet bourbon yeah. over there. Uh, there's some also, there's some hard seltzers in there. There's pizza back here. I don't think you guys are speaking his language. Matt, I got some new Nano Delta 9 gummies. <laughs> they're over there. <laughs> they're about six milligrams per. They're in the orange bag. Knock yourself out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said, oof. <laughs> yeah, I can, um, <laughs> My girls are very happy. Wait, are, Jay, by the way, I would recommend it, if you guys have much of a huh? backyard. Kid proof? What's, what's going on? Yeah, it is. Get some chickens back there. <laughs> Gotta, gotta I've it. asked to get some chicken, but my just, wife won't let me get it just right, right way. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, wanna, I, I want a miniature. Were, I thought you were the man of the house. I want a have miniature. Have you read the Bible? Go. Get the chickens if you want them. Hey, I like to have sex, okay? 
I do something that you're not really familiar with. I, I guess Addison. No comment. <laughs> I like to have it. I like to have it frequently and loudly. And the chickens don't help. See, <laughs> take a couple of them home with you. Take one now. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. She. Uh, take one. These are Delta Nine. Oh. You're okay. <laughs> no. We got a black couch over there. I, I bit into it and just like. <laughs> oh no! It's a soft like gel. A gusher. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you did fit into a soft gel. It's Matt, adult gushers. Women. I tell you, and Matt. <laughs> it probably Did it taste really humpy? Hashtag all Matt's. It did taste a little humpy. but Okay, yeah, because I'm curious because, I mean, that's the advantage of soft gels. That's why I launch them on Ebels. People love them because, like, now it's like, well, if you, oh, don't, yeah. if you don't want the mint flavor, get the soft gels. Like, And it's especially if you're taking a bunch of, like, supplements or vitamins in the morning anyway. Just throw it in the rotation. You just right yeah. in your mouth. Yeah. Well, it would have been here about twenty minutes ago, but uh, what what happened I today? Got delayed. I didn't even realize what time I was doing. So, no, it's it's quarter past seven. Oh, God. Just been tarding so, around. Coming out out of the rack house, Jay. I don't want to be rude, but if you're up, will you grab me a water? Yeah, I'd like one also, please. <laughs> Look oh, at no, I want one of those uh, the pineapple hard seltzer. Look at us. We're having, having the Mexican get ready. Hey, 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 look at that. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? What color Not am me. I? Oh yeah, brown. <laughs> well, you're more of a beige. <laughs> so I'm coming out of the rack house and. Uh, <laughs> Walking towards my truck, and I hear this crunch. I look, I look up up there, and there's this this uh, SUV that's backed up into another car. It's parked there. So I was like, "Okay." And uh, she starts backing up. Look like she's gonna park in the spot next to it. No, since she just takes off. Oh no! So I was like, "Well, fuck." I could just go. I gotta be the good guy, but like they're parked close enough to the restaurant that's across the, the way from us, the Mexican restaurant. That there's probably somebody in there. Then that's that's their car. So I was like, "Well, fine." So I went in there, got one of the waitresses, and was like, "Hey, listen, talk to your tables." It's just Grace Sonata, and sure enough, there's one of the ladies in there. So I waited around with her till the cop showed up and gave my statement and everything, and yeah. Took an extra 20 minutes, but... Well, if she's riding with Sonata, she probably deserves it. <laughs> Tink drives a Hyundai, so, uh, so I can say it to her. So I hated that. We drove it up here last time. Ugh. Yeah. Little cars and big guys don't, don't mix. Oh, okay. I was yeah. going to say, because it's good mileage and reliable well, as hell, no, bro. But they're... Number one, they come from Korea. Mon. Exactly. N- number Americans two. don't tiny. make good cars. They're tiny. They're, Americans don't make good cars. They, but they make big cars. For big people to fit in. When I when I bought my truck a couple years True. ago, a real truck, not yeah. a Ranger, like yeah. an actual F one fifty, an adult truck, not like a, a Mexican truck. Matt, Matt, since I got that thing, how many times over Mexican under? How many times have I texted you just like a picture of something in the back of the truck and said, "Only truck bros will understand." I hope you asked him how many trips that take you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, it's a fucking great truck. The guy, well, buddy of mine, the guy I bought the the truck from, was trying to get me into this um, uh, diesel. Like like a Jetta, this VW, oh. and he's like, I got, we got like a dozen of them, man. They're they're really great cars. They got great warranties on them because I guess they've been recalled and then they brought them, like fixed them, and then yeah. Anyway, sell them for real cheap. And I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not getting in a <laughs> I fucking bet that Jetta. Was back during the whole Dieselgate thing that Volkswagen had, Do you remember yeah, that? Mm-hmm. yeah, the emissions Big, thing or yeah. whatever. Yeah, they were cheating on their emissions. They were with trying their to diesel. unload those motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, they, the warranties were all fucked up and everything. Want pizza? I'll get some in a little bit. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I got the good stuff. Tink ordered us meat lovers because Addison was here. Yeah. And um, the boy loves the meat. And 
uh, Supreme, Philly cheesesteak, and pepperoni, maybe? I don't know. I, I, stopped, I stopped at cheesesteak. Oh. <laughs> I might get some of that cheesesteak later. But yeah. So how was your day, Matthew? We, we talked about the Jews and the blacks long enough. So Oh, I missed it? <laughs> I missed bro, the main topic? Bro, I saved the best for last. Come on. Okay. All right. Hispanics. Oh, you guys <laughs> be going for almost an hour, huh? Well, the, the, only, the only way you can judge a truck is how many Mexicans can fit in there. It's very true. <laughs> That's true. Does that include the bed or just the cab? Uh, <laughs> the bed, bed the hood. I tried to say, it's complicated. The bumper. Is there, a mattress, the is there a mattress in the bed? That's yeah, exactly. But it's the, that metric is switching, though. It's not, no longer Mexicans in the truck. and Indians okay. on the train car. Oh, you know? my gosh. Dots or no dots? Dots. Okay. Have you seen those pictures of, of them? Mm-hmm. Of, they stack like, them Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just on top. Just riding, hanging out. Did you see the video uh, of them trying to unload one of the trains the other day? Uh-uh. Uh-huh. And it was like the the whole landing of people waiting to get on the train. The doors open, and the people on the train couldn't get off the train. Everybody waiting to get on the train started running onto the train. Yeah. And it was just this. Yeah. Mm. It was like two dicks together. Just. <laughs> I've never seen that. How nothing, do you know about that? Nothing was getting. <laughs> I went to college. <laughs> You were there. I told, hey, don't I implicate told you me in that. I told you college is fake and gay. Do not implicate me. I'll learn that, <sighs> especially especially seminaries. <laughs> very fake, very gay. It's true. Yeah, they did shower true. all together. It was open shower. It was the nasty. Well, no, at least we uh, the year I got there, they put stalls in. So that oh, was there nice. was no Look stalls. At that. The year Look I was at that. Yeah. I'm like all these missionaries out here about to see each other's junk. <laughs> <laughs> so what else happened to the rec house? The way God anything good? Uh, just getting ready for Easter. Easter uh, yeah. brunch, yeah. That's this My weekend. son is yeah. begging me to go. We got about two. You don't have a whole lot of spots left. I, I we're not going. <laughs> I was just letting you know he was begging to go. Oh, uh, well, I have no intention of. Doing Sorry, that. buddy. <laughs> What's on the menu? Um, bourbon oh, glazed salmon. Hang on a second. Get my pants off first. Hang on. Go ahead. Eggs Benedict. Mm. Um, doing some biscuits and gravy. Uh, bacon sausage. We'll have an omelet station. Um, I'm getting local ha- bone in hams. And I'll have a big carving station. Nice. Um, I'm doing my mom's recipe for monkey bread oh, uh, for the dessert table. Hold Cheesecake. My hand, Jay. Hold my hand while I'm doing this. <laughs> Cookies, brownies. Someone's getting hard. And then uh, uh, we're do- I'm doing about 300 red pepper deviled eggs. Nice. So I can put a- I can put away some deviled eggs. Man. I'm going to stay extra. They're extra- so good. Extra. They're nice. so good. <laughs> We're leaving Sunday so morning. You're, so. you're going to eat some Friday night when like, you come in. You see, do you see my reservation? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> that that uh, The deviled eggs he's talking about are amazing. Let me tell you how private I am. I even use Hango when I put in a reservation at the restaurant. Yeah. Hango Wood is in the reservation. <laughs> yeah. No one knows my name. I figured you'd be coming in, so no, I was looking for you. Yeah, it's really weird whenever list. your order, whenever your orders come in, like you know, for whatever or, or whenever you send me money, it's it you know it shows your real name on some of those you know, finance and things, and I'm always like, who? Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's that dude. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, Mango. unmasked. So, what's the secret to the deviled eggs? What's the the red pepper part? Or? Uh, so I use like a chili lime, like a, a um, I call it kaiju sauce. Okay. But it's gaoju chang or something like that. I think it's how you say it. It's just a, a red pepper chili sauce and put that in there with it. Um, red pepper flake. And then I'll take um, red peppers, throw them on the gas burners until they're black all over. Throw them in a plastic bag into the uh, cooler for about an hour or two. And then you just peel that off. And you got that, that waxy part of the skin that comes off. And then just 
add that in there. But you got the fire roasted peppers, which are always a great way to do them. Sounds amazing. Um, in there. It's, and I'll dude, mix that so in good. with the with It's like the a, it's like a smooth, egg eggy like bite of spice, like but not overpowering. It's, it's not your grandmother's deviled egg. But they're yeah. the tits. They're so and good. then I'll finish with some chive and some red pepper flake over the top Damn. of them. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, order a party player. I'm glad that underneath this table. That's all I'm saying. But I, I had one of my prep cook do a, a whole case of eggs yesterday, which is 180 eggs. So that's, what, 360 deviled eggs themselves. And I plan I plan to eat at least a dozen myself. So, the day <laughs> you got to te- taste them, test them. Yeah. You do. You do. You have to. Oh, you I do. Yeah. So at, least, at least a half a dozen. <clears throat> Deviled eggs are one of those of those foods that you don't. I don't know. I I grew up with them, so to me, it's like. No, the question they're, is, they're do you not t- foreign, but like, it's just one of those one of those foods where like other people. <clears throat> there are people in this world who don't know about deviled eggs. That's so yeah. sad. Now, do you chew on them and let them let them hit your palate, or do you slide them down like a like an <laughs> like oyster? <an> oyster? <laughs> like an oyster. <laughs> It de- see now my my answer to this is is it depends on which one you're on. First one, chewing it up. Let's get the flavor. Let's understand what we're working with. Second one, a little bit more of a slide. By four, five, six, you know, on down the road. By that, so that second boom, boom, dozen, he's like a like a damn rat snake, just it, sucking them down. It's, if it's, you're it's, drinking, like, they're just really good. Exactly. <laughs> and the worst thing about deviled eggs is that you almost almost always eat them. It's like feeding penguins <laughs> on a day where you're like it's a big meal. Yeah. Thanksgiving, you know. Yeah. Easter. So you fill up on everything else, and you're like, man, man, I really want to just pound 12 deviled eggs. And then you do. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to ask the person making them to make you a dozen so nobody else gets those ones. Yeah. Well, my mom always asked me, how how many do you want? Yeah. Because I'm really the only one. I mean, like Pop might have a a couple halves. Tank hates eggs. Oh, God. Uh, Hates eggs? Yeah. She used to work at a grocery store. She used to try my eggs. And the cooler went out. So they came in one morning to a cooler full of rotten milk and oh, rotten eggs. No, hell no. And like she don't even drink. She'll rarely drink milk. Like it'll be like Oreos and milk for her to actually drink milk. Wow, oh, gotcha. Um, but like I'm really the only one that likes deviled eggs. I'm yeah. Like, just do a dozen. That way there's 24, and I'm going to get 20 of them. So just just do that. <laughs> just just to be sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't, oh, our new segment now. Baseball cast. All right. Yeah. I'm ready. So All right. Good. So I meant to ask you, you know about the whole baseball conspiracy right now? Um, you know, they had the lockout and everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The players union has filed a grievance two years ago with MLB. Did you know about that? Hmm. Okay. So Aaron was telling me about some of this. Yeah. So get it, get it from the real source right here. Uh, somebody, actually, somebody actually produces stuff for the network. Um, okay, first off, what's your team? Okay. I wasn't into baseball that much in my early 20s, mm-hmm. and then I moved to Boston. Okay. And this is a baseball town. Yeah. So I pulled for them, but over the last probably three or four years, and they went, Boston won a champion. A yeah, champions, I started pulling for them. 2006 right? or 2004? Three and six, I think. Okay. Or four and six, one of the two. And then beat the Cardinals in four. Yeah, oh four. Yeah, they beat the Cardinals twice in 06. Too. No, in thirteen. In thirteen, uh, maybe thirteen. Oh four and thirteen. Yeah. I know the two times they played the Cardinals, they, Sorry, they the Cardinals lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about two or three years ago, I was like, you know, I really started pulling for the Braves. I'm so close. Braves won the championship. So I'm just saying, 
I'll pull from the Cardinals if you want a championship. <laughs> it's going to cost you. No, but what's going on with the conspiracy? I don't know if you heard about it either. Um, All I heard about was the Bose headphones. At the, no, at the, have you heard about the balls? No. Cut that. That's going to be one of the drops. Have you heard about the balls? <laughs> um, like th- There was a bunch of pitchers. There were a bunch of pitchers who were coming up for free agency two or three years ago. You know, and MLB bought Rawlings. MLB owns Rawlings, who makes all the baseballs for professional baseball. Yeah, they got a they got a site over on Outer Forty. My in laws work for Rawlings. It's because they wanted to have consistency, supposedly, in the balls. So there are a bunch of pitchers who were coming up for free agency. All of a sudden that year, it was like record numbers of home runs being hit. Uh-huh. Okay, well then, like the year after that, there's a ton of heavy hitters who were coming up for free agency. All of a sudden, the balls were less aerodynamic. And so pitchers were just eating it up that year. Hmm. And those hitters had a hard time getting more free agents. The, the, they've done this number, number, owners have done this a number of times of having like an inside agreement that they're not, they're not going to offer anybody these big free agents mm-hmm. a big contract yep. and whatnot. So, question is should baseball die? No. <laughs> no. Matt looks so. Just, just disgusted. I think all professional sports are fixed to a certain degree. I agree. Um, I, if you look at the NFL with it being, you know, it's a, basically a country club with the ownership. You know, they decide who gets to own a team and who doesn't. It's not just who can or, you know, who should. But they they decide as a group um, who to keep in, who to let in, who to keep out. Um, yeah, the NBA is definitely fixed. Uh, baseball, I think, to a certain extent, is fixed as well. There was, there's just been some bad call in baseball over the past years, and I, I remember uh, I was watching the game, the home opener for the Cardinals, the other day on Thursday, and there was a, a call at second base that definitely should have gone. Um, who they're who they're playing? The who they're playing they? the Pirates. The Pirates, yeah, definitely should have gone the Pirates' way. He was safe, right? He was safe. Uh, I mean, you're not. You, mm-hmm. you remember the play? Yeah, he was and, throwing him out. Yep, and mm-hmm. yeah, they, they and no, like and he was totally. It was safe. it was a tie. A tie goes to the runner. Mm-hmm. At the very best, it was a tie, but no, because it was Cardinals home opener in front of fifty thousand fans. Pujols is back. Pujols, Wayno, Yachty storyline that we're gonna get shoved down our throat all year. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. I love those guys. Me too. Right. I've been the entire time I've been an adult. Those three on that team, but he was safe. So, yeah, the um, and the, it wasn't even like the umpires even thought about it, or, or and neither team went to go. I don't know if the pirate. I don't can't remember if the pirates went to. No, nope, um, they didn't check it. it out. Yeah, exactly. Like, why would you? Why would you do that? So that you can go with the narrative of Cardinals, Albert's back, opening day, and let let's make that money. Let's sell those jerseys. You know. Do you think Albert? You think the Cardinals will win this year just to send Albert out on a high note? I you think, think so. If you if you really think it's fixed, do you think that's going to be the storyline for all of MLB this year? Is this get this get pool holes one more for the road? I think very well, maybe because they really want the franchise that not just for they need another like all time great Mickey Mantle type. I think they they want that as somebody to trot out. You know, well, Pujols is kind of a like a redemption arc, not not in a bad way. Yeah, but he had ups and downs in in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, last couple of years have been kind of rough for him. I mean, yeah. he's hitting good right now. He's, yeah. I mean, yeah, he is. And, and they might bring those balls back that you're talking about because um, they're trying to get to that 700 mark. 
for the they home are. run. So, I mean, they've got to let him hit, you know. They definitely want him to, to hit 700 because I think a lot of that is that, too, is they they want to take a little bit of the shame of Barry Bonds away, too. McGuire. McGuire, yep. Of, it was a tarnish on, on this fair town. Yeah. St. Louis is a big – it's always been a big baseball town. Huge, yeah. I would put it right there with, with – Boston. Boston's a huge baseball team. And even if you go down into Arkansas, Mississippi. It's the oh, yeah. worst thing about this town. It's, 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 <laughs> it's Al- I, Alabama, if you're, follow, if you're a baseball guy, you're either Braves fan or Cardinals no, fan. And that's with the weather and all the black people. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, my, what takes the cake. This is not your part of the show. <laughs> well, I was um, quiet for a long time. I just, just I gotta there, say. Look at pictures of your chickens and your Ford. You'll be happy. All those people. Five minutes. So hard. Time. They're the worst. What don't you like about baseball, man? It's, it has nothing to do with baseball. It's the fans and the way that they are. The culture. It's yeah. Well, if you're from St. Louis or you like St. Louis baseball, St. Louis can do nothing wrong. Right. With, That's okay with, though, because I with him, it's the expectation of everyone else that oh, you are a baseball fan. That, oh, it's that you're you're expected to know about having, the game last having night. born here. Yep, yeah. all the time. It's that way with college football back home. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it is that way. I mean, it's that way with high school sports in some places. It's that way, you know, but Texas high school, high, school, <laughs> high school football in Texas is it's like that. It's like yeah. baseball here. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, even like our junior college football now back home. Yeah, East Mississippi Community College has won the national championship seven times in the last ten years. Yeah, and you look at all these big NFL players who had trouble in college, but they get kicked out of Penn State or Florida State or Alabama. They transfer to East Mississippi Community College, play a year, get their shit together. All of a sudden, they're getting re-signed to Auburn, to Arkansas. Hmm. They're getting signed to USC. You know, that all of junior college football now is built around getting trouble players out of D1 schools as a, ju- a freshman or a junior, mm-hmm. a freshman or, or sophomore, who have stolen crab legs or who got caught with pot or who robbed a convenience store. <laughs> And they bring them to these community colleges in these small are there, towns. Are there a lot of blacks in these sports? No. Football? <laughs> Running backs? No. No. Please. Now, Chad Kelly. Look at Chad <coughs> Kelly. Chad <coughs> Kelly played at Clemson <coughs> and gotten all kinds of shit at Clemson. You remember, you remember how many episodes you know I made why? that joke in hey, a row? The men are talking over here. Hang on a second. Where I said, when are we going to watch ballers? <laughs> <laughs> That's an OG joke because I, I made that joke so much because what show were we watching that it was on right after? True Detective. Yep. Yeah. And so we would see we we'd sit together and watch True Detective, and then there'd be forty seven ads yeah. for ballers, and I'd be like, Matt, when are we going to watch ballers? <laughs> anyway, Chad Kelly played at Clemson, mm-hmm. and then slapped a bouncer or smacked a woman, something <laughs> insignificant. Anyway, and he got kicked out of Clemson, went to East Mississippi Community College, got his shit together. Played at Ole Miss, put up record numbers, got drafted by the Denver Broncos, and then got cut. But he got away with all this shit because his name is Chad Kelly. You know who, who his who his uncle was? Oh. Jim Kelly played for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> and all those Super Bowl runs, they all ended up losing. Right. Yeah. He got away with that shit because he was a Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. But back to baseball. I just like the I like the feel of baseball. I like the sounds, the smells of baseball. Mm-hmm. I like the way it gets me through my summer into into fall. You know, I mm-hmm. love I love that. The green of the grass. You're outside. You're out. Uh, you're, nice out and warm. you're outside. You're drinking. You're drinking Bud Light. You're drinking Budweiser. They whatever. are not sponsors of the show. No. Okay. No. You're drinking a beer. A beer. Sorry. 
high noon. What is this? High noon seltzer. hard seltzer. No, but the bottom line is, man, you, you go to a ballpark. You can go to any ballpark. I've been to ballparks in California. It's not the same as Oh, St. for Louis. sure, no. I mean, it's just the atmosphere. And I do know that about this town. Yeah. yeah. It's just the way it makes you feel. Yeah. I don't know. I love baseball, man. I grew, but I grew up playing baseball. Yeah. So I love baseball. See, I did too. But, I, like, I would rather do that. Like, my wife is really – or I, I texted Aaron the other night because I played baseball with my kids. We were the, – the in-laws got them these bats and gloves because they work for Rawlings. So they got them bats and gloves and all this shit. I'm like, oh, great. And then the other night, it's the first warm night. I'm out there, like, throwing the ball. They're throwing it to me. I'm hitting it over the fence. Dad hit three home runs that night, by the way, I guess. Um, 100 and, feet. And, <laughs> no, actually, actually, the one – the one, the one went way into our neighbor's yard, and the kids started cheering. I was like, okay, just please just go get it. Did you send the kids for it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Go grab no, that. I'm not going over there. Uh, no, it was like right in front of their house. Um, it's a softball. But anyways, uh, and he was, he was like, oh, you played baseball? And I was like, I have nothing wrong with the game itself and, and the fun and the camaraderie. All and the, the bullshit. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. Well, I hate all these red-clad faggots everywhere. <laughs> that, that hey, Matt. Easy. Oh, what color is your hoodie, Matt? <laughs> Bright that, cardinal red. Well, that, Matt, you, that could, you could attest to the, the mystique of the stickball in New York when the kids are coming up playing with mm-hmm. the major league players. That's what made baseball what it was. Now it's oh, – it's very it, true. It's, it's a business now. It's, I, it's, it's the corporate. It's, that I it's like. corporate. But yeah. if you bring it back to the old school, it's, you know, it's, it's the it's – the, Big players of those times hanging out with the street kids playing stickball. That's how the mystique happened. Drinking beer in the dugout. And smoking even, cigarettes. Yes. Even now, it's still like, like, um, you know, you watch the game. If you were allowed baseball in your house, watch the game. And then he, and the next day, he's outside pretending he's Albert Pujols, you know? Right. Yeah. And Absolutely. That, I mean, that, that to me is the mystique you're talking about because yes. that was me when I was 10. Right. Yeah, you give know? him a hero from the television. Great plan. No, uh, well, you were talking about earlier about the Cardinals fans, how my uncle grew up listening to the Cardinals on his AM radio mm-hmm. under the covers. It's a different experience, you know? yeah. Yeah. So he has that. He never misses a Cardinals game. Yeah. Still to this day, never misses a Cardinals game. I Matt, was, did, did you ever turn the, the TV volume down, turn the radio on, watch the game, listen mm-hmm. to the radio? Yeah, that's no. a thing in St. Louis. I still I did that on Thursday. Yeah. I had the the I had the game streaming. Okay, on I'm on my your laptop. side now, Addison. I'm I'm done. I'm out. No, I had the game streaming on my laptop, no, and dude, then I had KMOX coming through a Bluetooth speaker. Absolutely, that's the way that's, it's done. That's here. what they do here, yeah. and it's it's yeah, it's utter faggotry. Because no, because <laughs> Jack Buck, because <laughs> Mike Shannon, oh, Mike Shannon retired last year, you and I, I I choked up on his last game listening to him in his last <laughs> because like, there's a I grew up shitty non heroes in this town because I of this. grew up. Falling asleep listening to that man's voice. Absolutely. On my little my little AM radio that I had. Well, it was AM, that, FM. Which buck but, is this? No, Mike Shannon. Oh. Yeah, I heard yeah. a buck in there. Joe Buck. <sighs> or not, John Joe, Jack Buck. God, Jack Buck. Buck yeah. Which, I met him one time. Where um, my grandpa took me to a game. I was probably, I, was, I think I was 15. Um, Andy Bennis was playing because I know he was walking from the player exit onto the bus, and I saw him. He's one of my favorites. I'm like, Andy! He looks at me. He's like, keeps, keeps walking. I'm like, man, all I wanted was a signature, you know? Anyway, so I had my, my um, the game catalog, which is like the monthly magazine to sell at the stadium my grandpa bought me. Had Gary Gaetti on the on the front with that glorious mullet mm-hmm. he had. And we're walking, uh, you know, we didn't, I didn't get any signatures. We're walking back to my grandpa's uh, SUV, and there's a uh, a maroon 
Lincoln, big-bodied Lincoln, sitting there with the window down. And there's this old man inside. As we pass kind of behind and then walk past, I look and it's Jack Buck sitting in his giant Lincoln. He's by himself underneath a shade tree, sunny day. I'm like, okay, he's just sitting there by himself. I don't know if he's waiting on somebody or what or maybe trying to wait until he sobered up. <laughs> they, that he was, was suck him back. That was, that was ninety eight. You know, Mike Shannon was still drinking in the in the booth at the time. Uh, and oh, dude, Mike Shannon would be lit sometimes. Oh, like yeah. Harry Carey, they would suck him back too. Harry yeah. Carey would be blasted up in the in the booth. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Ridiculous. I, I was like, Grandpa, do you think I should get his autograph? He's like, beer's back full. <laughs> and so I was like, Mister Buck, you know, like uh, ten feet away. He looks over. He's like, "Yeah." Um, I'm like, "Glug glug glug glug." <laughs> he's like, "Mr. Buck, I'm a fan of of your. Can I get your autograph?" And he's like, "Sure." And real shaky, like just super shaky, um, autograph. That's what we call it. DTS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, man, maybe he was coming down. Um, or maybe he was going up. Even though 911 was fake and gay, I mean, his speech right after that man tore mm-hmm. me up, man. Yeah. Uh, a great broadcaster. I, I remember the, uh, his funeral. Like it was a huge deal in this mm-hmm. town. Huge. So wait, yeah. look, at Mississippi State, they had uh, uh, his name was Jack Crystal, the voice of Mississippi State football for as long as I could remember. And when he retired, it wasn't long after he passed away, and that town sh- startful shut down for for him for, for Jack Crystal's. Funeral. Mm-hmm. It was a huge thing. So I can only imagine what it'd be like in a town, yeah. a city like St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Starkville's like, you know, maybe 70,000 people when the students are there. Yeah. You know? That, people that, people drive so far to come to Cardinals games, man. Yeah. It's nuts. Well, my uncle does. You know how far we live from here? You know, and he, at, at least once a year he comes to a Cardinals. Or he used to. I don't know if he still does after he's retired or not. Right. But yeah, when he, when he worked for the power company, he was a lineman. So he just kind of rode the roads all day long. He would take his lunch for, th- for three and a half hours, watch a Cardinals game at home. You know, <laughs> if he got a call, he'd go do it and he'd come back and watch the rest of the game. Yeah, he planned like his whole day around and nights around Cardinals games. If, if there, was, there was something going on at the lodge, he was like, mm-hmm, "Which one do I do?" You know, yeah. I had to make a plan to, to well, make sure that, that I don't Cardinals spend game. every day this summer planning my days around Cardinals baseball because I got shit to do. Yeah, you know, yeah, same. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I always make a point to watch, you know, opening day. And then uh, last year when they were on their run at the end. You that know, was awesome, wasn't it? Oh, man. It was that. that guns that'll up. never be done again. I don't know how. That was amazing. And, and I don't know how they fired that coach, but, man, it's crazy. I think it was I think it was policy. I, actually, I think it was Pujols. Who's, I, who's a manager for the Cardinals now? Um, some 35-year-old Ollie, guy. Ollie Marmol. Yeah, yeah. Who? He, Ollie Marmol. I don't believe he's ever played in the majors, played in the minors, but he see brown for a few skin. Years. He looks like he would speak Spanish, but he speak. Well, he probably does speak Spanish, but uh, his English is pretty good. Yeah, um, but he managed in the minors for the past ten years. Mexican. Um, ah, he's had. But they kept all the bench coaches and stuff. Yeah, but I think the plan really was for him to to manage. But I think the reason why they they fired what was the last guy Schilt. 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 yeah Mike Schilt who I liked he seemed like old school Mr. Baseball wouldn't Schilt like at Atlanta for a while <clears throat> yeah I believe so yeah and he was a, a he was a fellow down there he was good I liked him yeah. a lot yeah um 
I think it was the fact the over Pujols. I yeah. think that the front office always knew they were going to try and bring Pujols back for this last year and have the season be around that storyline. Wayno, Yachty, Pujols last season. Is and Yachty leaving too after this, this year? Is, this He's is, already been named a coach in the Venezuelan league. Oh really? really? He got a head coaching job already. How old is he? He's got to be close to forty. Trader. Yeah, yeah. His knees are probably like glass right now. After catching oh, sure. but he's gained, did you notice he gained some weight back? I mean, he was he looking did. really fit before, but now it looks like he said, "What the? I'm out hey, of here. hey, COVID affects us all differently, right? <laughs> some of us eat our feelings. But I think the Cardinals this year, they're always to me. Dewitt's plan is they want 92 wins, second place finish, a couple games in the playoffs, and they're totally fine with that. Even just hey, we almost made it. Into October, but not quite. We'll get them next year. You know, we, we we got a good team. We got you know our core players. We got some great talent coming up out of the minors. Just next year, we'll get them. They, they want to live that Cubs life now. Enough, maybe, maybe next year. Maybe next year for eighty five years. Yes. Yeah. They, and and every once in a while, they'll they'll actually make a play at it. But I think there's a lot of teams like that, though. You know. Yeah. They got they got us hanging on their dick, man. Yeah, they do, and because they know that we'll come out because the baseball town, and you know people like me will you know tear up at. Jack Buck and <laughs> man, Mike Shannon's last game. I I, I cried. I'm 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 in enough to win it. I admit it. He I almost cried. didn't make it on that chair, man. I know, I know that last I, part of the season. My wife and I were like, "Damn, that guy! They got to hold him up." Yeah, damn. He doesn't. Ha- he's not going to be there next year. I don't think. No, I don't think he'll make it, man. I think he's looking like yeah, this. which Biden speech? What, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> the one last week. <laughs> I did that, bro. When corn pop it's, showed up, it's, I'm like, can we should take a second Who? to appreciate how like lost that. Whole no, thing that's, is. The end of, that's the end of baseball cast, by the way. Sorry, all right. Okay. Well, I feel all good right. now. One, I feel one good. more thing. Who who is the what? one more thing? One more thing. Who well, was you? You should have brought it him. up because these two fuckers are apparently like Shannon was hanging to the Cardinals, but there's somebody who's older than him. Standing right next to him, man, I can't remember now. But, but I, I, who I was standing remember. right there and is like, look, just just, just fine. fine. Yeah. yeah. But when that happened to uh, the black guy, what's his name? Um, Lou Brock. Lou Brock. Yeah. And I saw him at the boathouse one time. Got to sit down and talk to him at breakfast. It was pretty cool. Oh, but nice. I, but pretty. But, but anyway, I knew that he wasn't going to make it to the next year. And when the last time he was there, and this guy's not going to make it to the next year. He looks like he's about to pass out and die. I I think so. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry like a baby when he does. I, I met him once too. We're talking about that mystique awesome. of baseball with the players and the kids. It was, again, me and my grandpa leaving a game. And uh, there's outside the player exit, there's this huge black uh, Lincoln Navigator. And there's this group of like 12 to 15-year-old boys all around him. Are you even recording? Yeah. You shut me out for it. All around him. And he's just standing there at the door of his SUV and he's laughing. Looks like he had he's had a couple. And he's joking with the kids. And he's telling stories. He's signing balls. Who's this? Mike Shannon. Okay. Signing balls, signing uh, game stuff, signing jersey. And he's just I stood there for like twenty minutes listening to him tell stories. With my grandpa standing just, you know, a couple feet behind me. Yep. And it's like a, a half a dozen teenage boys just in awe. And that was back when, you know, he he was, you know, Six four, big guy. You know this is twenty years ago, um, but yeah, just that interaction with the f- people who remember that for the rest of life, like me. You know, yeah, and be like, that's baseball to me. And it's not not the players necessarily, but those two meeting Jack Buck and Mike Shannon, listening to for them for so long on the radio, and and 
yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's trivial. It's baseball. It's it's bread and circuses. But at the same time, man, and everybody has a tie to baseball. My father in law is he grew up as a, I mean as a barber, right? He was at the ballpark every day in the summertime cutting cutting hair for all the players for like Whitey and stuff like that. And then when people would come in, like Tommy Lasorda and stuff like that, come in, I tell him they'd ask him to come down and cut his hair. I mean, he's got a Danny Cox bat. Danny Cox gave him a bat and uh, used to cut Danny Cox's hair. It's just incredible ties to baseball, right? And just this town, everything is looped into baseball. Mm-hmm. Everything is. And so my parents met at Johnny Bench's last game. This is why you hate baseball. I don't think so. And then things kind of went down, you said, after McGuire got outed, right? <laughs> so your parents, your parents' entire marriage <laughs> was, based on, the was Cardinals. based on Cardinals baseball. <laughs> God. Uh, no. That, but that, I don't think that's the reason, though. But, yeah, but I, to, I, I said that to add on to your point of everything's tied into baseball. Now, now me and Matt are going to go to some games together, man. Yeah. I want to go. Yeah, take your pants off. Hey, Sounds great. Could I go? Go. Go. <laughs> I enjoy going to the I've been to a game with Matt. We've been to a couple yeah. games. I How think. hot is it yeah. during the game days? Is it, is, it, is it rough? It depends. Like once you get in July and August, if you're out in the sun, yeah. yeah. I, took my mom, like, I took my mom to a game at the and we sat in the bleachers. I was like, hey, we're going to sit in the bleachers. It, no, was, it's direct it was midsummer, direct sun. We have these snap towels where you dip them in water mm-hmm. to keep you cool. She's asking the beer guy, this person from Alaska about to die. She's like, sir, can I dip my towel in your beer bin? <laughs> She yeah. bought every water. Mom, she bought every water in the stadium. I'm like, oh how gosh. much water did you buy? She's like, I got no money left. <laughs> like a camel. <laughs> oh, so she had three waters then, right? Yeah. I think something Atlanta has done is that. But to answer your question, that is, it'll, it'll be brutal in the summertime. Well, I, said, no, I mean, I know, like, if we go to like to a, a minor league game in Memphis, yeah. like in June, prepare to bake. No, yeah. that's what I want to do is come down there and see, go yeah, to the, the Redbirds. Redbirds Red Birds are mm-hmm. Memphis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, but I you can get. That's what I tell my wife every time she wants to go to the Muni. She says, "Babe, can we go see this at the Muni?" I'm like, "Oh, did they put a roof on?" What's a Muni? What's a Muni? Oh, <laughs> municipal <laughs> center. I'm guessing. No, it's 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 a giant theater here in St. Louis, but it's outdoors. Oh, like, like it's, an amphitheater. It's, it's a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your ball sweat will be dripping in the first five minutes. So they'll, they'll do like full like Broadway shows. We call that April. But that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll be sitting there when it starts, and and every time she asks, I'm like, "Yeah, when the, when they put a fucking roof on, because that's." That's horrible. That's at, awful. At, I don't care. I told her. I told her this. I was like, at the time, I was really into Louis C.K. I was like, Louis C.K. could do a three-hour show at the Muni for a dollar, and I'm not fucking going. Yeah, you would. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. It's. I'm telling you, man. Fuck you, you would. It's. I was so sweaty. I he went would. one time with her, and I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever done. So what you're saying is you don't like to get laid. I, <laughs> bro, that ain't how it works at my house. I'm telling you. No, the Redbirds, Redbirds <laughs> games, I know at least like. Five or six years ago, mm-hmm. you get a ticket there for fifteen dollars, and you sit like on the lawn. Yeah, they have like a big hill. You bring a blanket or yeah. a chair or whatever. Yeah. Fifteen bucks, you get in, sit on the lawn. Now, of course, you can buy seats or whatever. But if you want to get in cheap, bring a blanket. Yeah, and then you got a picnic you're out, of it. out there in the outfield, and you know, any any balls go over the fence. You know, the shitty part is you're in Memphis. Yeah, <laughs> and not just in Memphis, you're in. Like mid, they put the park in mid city. It's two. Hood bl- it's, no, it's two blocks from Bill Street. Is Bill Street the open air drug market down there? No, that's like the bar district. Ah. Yeah, the you can throw a rock literally from the stadium and hit the Peabody Hotel. It's like right down next to the river, so mm-hmm. it looks good down there. It's beautiful because they've integrated, they use that stadium to gentrify everything else around that area. Okay, there's like apartments along like along the out outfield stadium, mm-hmm. outfield stands, apartments going around. 
five grand a month for those apartments. Damn. You know, but you can watch the game from your window in those apartments. They're trying to make it like Wrigley Field. Yeah. You know. Uh, but yeah, I, I, if I'm going to go watch a game, I'd rather, I'd rather go watch a, a college game. I'd rather go watch a minor league game if I had a chance. People were freaking out over the, the possible strike and everything. It's like, man, NCAA baseball's on right now. There's tons of great college baseball you can watch. Of course, they use aluminum bats, but still, it's great college baseball. Yeah. You anything while I'm up? I'm water. Good. I'm good. I will take another water, actually. We were debating, uh, I think it was whatever day that first rain out was, since we're still on baseball a little bit. What do they do with all the hot dogs that they've already made when the so. rain out happens? That's what I want to know. <laughs> what, how, what the fuck do they do with all the hot dogs? They probably just reheat them. <laughs> no shit. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's something that is. Know, kind you of know, St. Like Louis doesn't have a memorable food at their stadium. They try. They're going to try with the MLS. Well, now what is this? So the ML, Major League Soccer. Okay. So it's right down there by no, even gayer than regular baseball. <laughs> no, no. Soccer. But listen, they they decided to soccer's never going to take off in the states. All of the famous chefs in St. Louis or famous restaurants or whatever, they're going to only use St. Louis concessions from major. Okay, Sheffery so let me guess. Are you sure? I haven't gotten a phone call. Are you That's sure? <laughs> well, I was, you I was, should I, get a phone hold call. Hold on, let me guess, though. So, cyber Sugar fire, probably. Sugar, yeah. I'm just guessing. Yeah. I don't know. Would be my Sugar guess. fire. So, so it's these Fitzes, probably. Probably. These, these kind of. I don't know all the lineup, but I do know that they're trying to keep, or they are keeping it all St. Louis. Interesting. It's a lot of specific food. Oh, this was Atlanta, uh, whatever they call their park now. Truest field. Well, I don't even. SunTrust? It's Truest, I think. Truest? Mm-hmm. It's not even in Atlanta anymore. It's what? in Cobb County. What, Truest? The stadium. Oh. It's, yeah. it's not even in it. Not even Fulton County anymore. I think it's Truest Park. They do like family friendly pricing now. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of that? I've seen it at Atlanta's football stadium. They're, work, they're doing it at the Braves stadium now, I think. I think it was like everything's like five bucks for a hot dog and a drink or whatever. Yeah, it was like you get like, or you can get like, um, Maybe back ribs and some fries and a drink for like 10 bucks. I mean, you can actually have a decent meal and not have to go to the loan office before you go to the game. Exactly. I will not yeah. go to the game unless I'm all inclusive because I'm going to spend that much money anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go into Coca-Cola section or whatever and drink all the beer right. and eat all the nachos and stuff I want. And actually <laughs> they save offer that money. here now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's yeah. very handy. You can get that. Um, we do private booths. It's expensive. Up, it's expensive. Uh, Still, I mean, up in the second row, where you're overlooking um, the crowd, but also on the field boxes, you can get a field box, and it's just yeah, everything's included. You got a waitress or a waiter. Well, see, that's the only reason we do like all inclusives when we go like to the Caribbean or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper for us to get do all inclusive like to the Bahamas. Yeah, and this first go to Florida for a week. Yeah, when you add up hotel or condo, then you the wind. One or nice restaurant. Or, you, or any restaurant. Yeah. You go to any restaurant, any kind of tourist area in Florida. Yeah. I don't care if it's TGI Fridays. You're yeah. going to be paying out the, you're going to be paying rack house prices for McDonald's food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that you are overpriced, but you, it's good food. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an upscale type thing. But it's cheaper for us to go to all inclusive in the Caribbean, even with flights. We can fly first class from, from our little area, a little like regional airport. It goes right to Atlanta. If from Atlanta, you go to Nassau or or uh, Montego Bay. Everyone come out way ahead, yeah, with a lot nicer room that's actually on the beach than it is to go to Florida and get stuck on some inlet, which is swamp water. Yeah, 
you know. So yeah, I think that's a if you're gonna if you're gonna be eating or drinking or what at the game, why wouldn't you do that? Especially if it's like a noon start or mm-hmm. one o'clock start. You got a three o'clock start. It's kind of in between. Yeah, but close still, to lunch. I still, or I'd still do it, you know. But uh, I think I took my brother for his birthday one last year, two years ago, whatever. I don't remember. But uh, for seventy five bucks a ticket. I mean, seventy five bucks a ticket. You could be sitting in Lowe's, you know, reserve, or you could eat all you all you can eat and drink. I'd right. rather spend seventy five bucks to all you can eat and drink because I'm watching the game, but I'm not taking score. You know what I mean? I'm not right. keeping track. So, <laughs> and plus, if you're up in one of the the luxury booths, you got AC. You know, yeah, in a true. private bathroom that's where people true. haven't pissed all over the place. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've gone in those. That is the way to go to the game. I would tell you that. That's Harpoon's house, by the way. Where that tree went down. Oh, no kidding. It didn't hit the house, though, did it? No. Dang. Wow. That's Judd standing next to it. That's wild. Yeah, they had some, they had some crazy storms. It's going through right now. Still? No. Oh. He just sent me that... That, um, oh, that radar shot? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I was uh, I was a little bit afraid last night. Godspeed to all our fans and yes. uh, producers in Tripod South. Everyone in the mid-south. I got three big old trees in my, my yard... And yeah, Are they swaying. They're blowing today. They they do. Um, and I'm a little bit worried about them because if if a big enough branch hits my roof, that roof is done. It's the the roof needs to be replaced. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, I got blocked in what two years ago, a year ago, because a tree fell across it was the road a year ago. Yeah, I remember because yeah, you, you drug the branch out into the street and the street guys put it back in your yard. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, Matt's learning well. There's a giant, giant branch and I was uh, enough for me to like be able to move it a couple feet, but it was right, in, right on the edge. And I'm like, they're coming. If I push this into the road, they'll take care of it. Nope. I pushed, I pushed enough of it so it was like half in my yard, half out in the street. Nope. Two guys came, picked it up, pushed it right back into my yard, and I was like, "Damn, that's you cold." You don't have like brush pickup around here or anything. I, if you're incorporated, but I live in a little oh yeah tiny part that's unincorporated in St. Charles, just outside. Same. No, our so our town does it like on Mondays and Thursdays. If you have any kind of extra limbs, like big limbs or brush sitting out, put a shit out next to the road. They'll come by and pick it up. Yeah, because we had a we were gone to the Bahamas one year. We came back and apparently a big storm came through and st- struck that huge tree in our side yard, killed it. I'm I'm going to get it cut down this spring because it's falling apart and tore a huge ass limb off of it. Hmm. Like chainsaw this motherfucker up and put it out here next to the road. Yeah. So I need a chainsaw so bad. I yeah I told you. I know. We 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 actually talked about this a couple months ago. Yeah. Well, that was when we were facing the, the winter time too. Yeah. But you're gonna need, I mean, a couple hundred bucks for a decent one. I know, I know. That's and it's always more guns to buy. They're, yeah, that's true. I'm so pumped for that, dude. Did you, did you it's see? A tw- it's a 22, but I, I don't have a 22. And you bought another one. Well, we'll get into that. Okay. <laughs> off there. That's right. off thing. Okay. You know, have you heard of ghost guns? No. <laughs> <laughs> could be legal. Could be illegal. We're not sure yet. Not, yeah. There's this. Is there enough light on for y'all? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like it darker. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, I didn't. I know how you operate. This is, this is like being on the fucking set of Conan compared to Matt's basement. Like, it's this true. Is, <laughs> I was actually, I, like, I was rummaging. I feel like I'm at the Oscars or some shit. Like <laughs> rummaging around the, on the garage the other day trying to get my my lawnmower to work, um, <laughs> and uh, I noticed that there's this old lamp there. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if that that works. So like, it does. I 
It's downstairs now. Nice. Yeah. A so. single lamp in the entire basement. Yeah. Amazing. Beautiful. Not just the running lights behind my mantle. <laughs> Which do not work. Like, that's not... Well, you, because you always bring it up on the show that, oh, well, I have these lights. They're never fucking on, Matt. You never replace the batteries. They do not work. You just have them there to defend the fact that there's no light. It's, it's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. That's what I'm saying, bro. I love this shit. <laughs> well, there you go. So, y'all can go ahead and record this, this week's episode of GTST since y'all are, all, y'all are both here together. Oh, we were about to last. I, I thought we had pretty much decided that we were going to skip. And then you were like, hey, can we skip tonight? And I was like, yeah, I thought that's what we talked about. Well, I think we had talked about or I earlier in the day, the day before. I it was, was the day before, yeah. 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 I but, was kind of like in the mood to well, do Because we were doing this. Show. I was like, oh, 100%. Let's skip. And then 100%. I got into work yesterday. And <laughs> the reality of what work was going to be this week hit me. I'm like, oh, no, not doing a show. Yeah. Not doing a show. They get one this week. Yeah. yeah. I got Easter. It's a six-day week. I got a – it's – it's a, most you, on the front end of you like you just taking some time off too, right? I did or, of yeah, of finally being of ordering and making sure I have everything ready for this one big day on yeah. Sunday. Because last year there were a couple things that didn't. Yeah, because of brunch, right. that's, a, that's a different order. Because <laughs> it's that's the only thing you're not doing any regular menu. It's all that brunch with the station yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. who was here conspiracy? I'm always down. <laughs> so apparently. Are you talking about the train station? No. I do want. I want your thoughts on that. The the government of Canada has agreed to a digital, a trial, trial, digital ID in partnership with the World Economic Forum. I've, I've seen this. You've yeah. seen this. Mm-hmm. Um, the known traveler digital identity, or KTDI, is the World Economic Forum initiative that brings together a global consortium of individuals, governments, authorities and the travel industry to enhance security in world travel. Your thoughts? It, the TSA having more power is what it, what it sounds like to me. Well, they're doing it's it not in Canada, just, so I mean it's – Well, but the Canada's, Canada's version of the TSA, it's, you know, now it's not just, okay, we need – if you want to fly, you're going to need everything but your birth certificate and fingerprints, you know. And now it's if you – okay, if you want to – Drive if you want to use public transportation, if you want to, you know, freedom of movement, go to a restaurant, if you want to do anything but the bare basic minimum in life, which is go to work, go to the store, go home, watch your Disney Plus, pay your bills, live in the box, eat the bugs, you know. Um, if you want to have any sort of, of quality of life, you need to register and you need to be able to be tracked and we need to know where you are at all times because – Either COVID or terrorism or the climate. Yes, climate too. But because they're going to roll that into because we can't have you farting out in public. That's well, not. they're going to roll that into justification of we need to. I got bad news. <clears throat> we need to keep so do all the cows. Track of <laughs> blame it on the kids. Yeah, of how much carbon you're consuming. Yeah, and but not just the carbon that the restaurant you went to used to get their food delivered to them. And the drinks that's all going to be factored in too. I, I, I think within ten years it'll be fairly standard that if I'm doing my job as a chef, like I need to have not just certain health standards in play, but I have to be green in this way. Certain carbon standards. Yes. Yeah. Well, where I think we may be different is that the states still have some autonomy. Mm-hmm. Uh, where 
Canada's providential government kind of walks in lockstep with their form of the federal government. Yeah. Um, I think we're a much bigger, much bigger population. Mm-hmm. And I think there's much, much true diversity in this, in this country. I mean, there's so much diversity just in, in this, these four people right here. Um, I think there'll be a lot more kickback. We had the kickback over COVID. Yeah. You know, I think that's one thing that will help us out. Oh, 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 the missus is in the bathroom. Everybody She's hang on. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Yeah, but I, I think I don't think I don't think it'll go over as quick in the U.S. Yeah, I don't think it will either. But I think that's that's the goal of. I think they'll make it where governments you have to world. have it done if you're going to travel to any EU country. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to come from the U.S. to the EU, you've got to have this done. Is it going to affect the visas getting in and out of different countries? I think it will. So you, you yeah. might be able to get there, but you won't be able to get back. I, I think you won't be able to get there if you don't have it. That's just that's the way I see it. Well, um, I was going to ask you this on Finance Cast, actually, and I think ahead, I think it was right when you walked in. Um, banker, CBDC, when does it happen? When are we using Wait. a QR code for everything? What's, what's CBDC? Central Bank Digital Currency. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> or do you have when you want to look at your balance, what do you look at? Yeah. I know it's already all digital. Guess what? Your password doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. You don't have a statement. Yeah, you know. So <clears throat> I would say that my my biggest fear, and, I, and I, not biggest fear, <coughs> uh, something I think about is I got a do- I literally have a dollar U.S. cash on me right now. But I have a bunch of plastic in my pocket. Yep. I would be majorly screwed if I was turned off. I would have nothing. And that's that's ninety percent, man. So the QR code, is it really that important if they can just turn you off? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, to answer your question, I I would say technology keeps coming. I mean, you got thumbprint to get into your phone. Yeah. I mean you you know you face could Face ID. Yeah, face ID. I mean, every time that you, you, you use face ID and it's, it's taking a picture of you, man. Yeah. So uh, not just a picture, a biometric picture. Exactly. So I wonder I, don't why know. I got the email from Apple today. said, Hey man, you're looking good. Drop some weight. And I'm like, Oh, thanks Apple. I wonder how they knew, but now I know because you look at the phone. Just here. This will be fun. This will be fun. This is a little trick I like to do. Just reply back and just, just one word reply and just say Jews. That's it. Just and then reply back to the email. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just I don't even think Hold on. A, the picture thing doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I don't I don't think it'll be a QR code to to you know access your currency. I think you'll just be shut off. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like and, and that's kind of what they've been talking about because on the what, agenda because if you that's a, exactly what they did to Russia. If like, you this get a, is possible, if you get arrested with contraband, you forfeit everything that you, that's on you, right? Or you could forfeit anything that's not on you. I mean, if they if you're a drug dealer, kingpin, they can seize your house, your car, your cash, anything that was in. Relation to those crimes. So, right? so my point with that is, is what can they do to you in relation to whatever they're going to make the the rules about, right? right. So you're not whatever enough. So for you've actually forfeited your account. Yeah, your ranger, your chickens, your yeah, everything. Yeah, man, you shot a bourbon, and that's why yeah. I'm saying we some yeah. good stuff. Ozarkia, I'm going deep. This Ozark is, Mountain. This is good stuff. You should know about that. You got bullet. You're mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, I don't know for that, sure. But I'll take a little bit. Yeah, the guy, the guy that bought this for me was an employee of mine that I promoted. He gave it to me as a thank you gift. Okay. So he said it was top shelf. I don't know if it is or not. Bolt's a pretty good, okay. pretty good. Uh, 
Just one. Okay. But it's a pretty good brand. It's um, it's upper mid tier, depending on on what you have, like the aging processes. I know we we've, we've got three or four different, um, of their barrel aged, their cast strength. I think we have one um, and then uh, just their regular. But they do they do good stuff. You guys do, you guys have a lot of raffles and shit there. We do. Yeah, I, I see that shit all the time because of the people that I know mm-hmm. they're always over there trying to sell me a raffle ticket to get a fifteen hundred dollar basket of bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> we've got. Um, thank you. We have a. Um, that's a big thing. Like a group collectors. There, a group shit. there tonight that's doing a tasting um, of a couple different bourbons, like in our back room, private room. They pick up all night when I did that. Mm-hmm. Send us. A- Probably half of that. I'm going to give you a sip there, panty boy. I spent a long, a long but, time since I drank uh, the brown. We do we, we've over Ooh. 300 bourbons now. Um, and our most expensive, I can't remember the name of it. Our second most expensive is um, uh, uh, Old Rip Van Winkle. Okay. Is our second most expensive. It's hard expensive. to get that. Yes, it is. That's we have. Um, you guys got pappies over there? Yeah, we have. Um, well, we have. We don't have, I think we don't have Pappy Van Winkle, but we have Old Rip Van Winkle. I was about to ask you, how many, how many, how many like, college bros come and go? Hey, man, you getting Pappy? Not very many. Really? Not very many. We're not a very bro place like no. that. Oh, no. True. Um, yeah, and we don't. We don't invite that. In fact, we had to. Uh, we have a, a. Our main bartender is quite talented in the. Um, not not over serving category. No, she's quite talented in the booby department. Oh yes, we've heard about her OnlyFans. Yes, I'm still, wait, has, still wait for that link. She, she has, has an OnlyFans. She has an OnlyFans to supplement her income, but we she's had to pour out one for the eyes. We had to talk to her about like show, showing too much cleavage. <laughs> in, ma'am, in her, excuse me, ma'am, you've got big tits, and we don't want to see them. <laughs> Could you please put those away? In her uh, social media post, she does tagging the rack house. Hey, come see me at the bar. This is our feature because guys would see that on Facebook. That ain't the and, feature. That's the feature. And be like, oh damn, I'm gonna go come up there and see her titties. She has Chucky eyes. You remember Chucky the doll from the horse? Yeah, yeah. I, that was a meme that was going around. I made of a side by side of a picture of her, a post, and like Chucky doll next yeah, side by now side. Now you're going to end up at the HR. What's what's new with these memes? Speaking Aren't of, you HR? Technically, we don't have an HR. One of the first people I that's, showed it to was my only boss. Only places so I work for, by the way, that don't have an HR. <laughs> so what what ended up happening? What ended up happening with the guy with the bros or whatever coming up to see the the tits? Oh, they they came in. Um, they saw our prices and they're like, "Now nah, we're gonna go to Hot Shots where the the a bucket of beers is five bucks or whatever." Yeah, and no. you know, and the tits are just as fine. Exactly. I'll tell you what, my favorite drink there. I think I think it's there is the Irishman. I've never had it. Oh God, it's good. Yeah. I think I had I had the, the something lemonade last time I was there. It was mm-hmm. really really good. Taint checked the menu. Said, oh, they still have my cocktail. I can't remember which one it was. It was some cocktail that she's went goo goo over. What color was it? You remember? You didn't sip that, did you? I did. Yeah. Oh, you're so damn gay. I don't drink. We're about to all drink together. This I'm, is this I'm a child of God. You got. You have to. You know. We yeah. haven't done anything yet. Oh my gosh! I didn't realize it was an event. Yes. Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. Make a cast too. Plastic cups. <clears throat> That's that's really oaky. That's really good. Got an oaky afterbirth. 
Matt, tell us about this bottle. Take a <laughs> well, that's look your there. bottle, man. No, I want him to tell us about what, oh. the, what the cask and shit is. No, I'm I'm not the whiskey expert. Expert, I know a little bit. I've I've learned a lot being there. I'm not a big bourbon guy. But that's so yeah. There's ten good. here. We have this here. Um, it's not. This is not cask strength. So cask strength is when it comes out of the cask. It's usually about fifty to sixty proof, and so they delete that or not delete it, but they dilute it. they dilute it. Um, till they get to whatever proof that they want. But is it cast strength? No, it's forty five point six. Okay, but so, um, so, so it's, it's diluted a little bit. It's still pretty high, but uh, well, especially with the dilution process, you don't you want to taste it at cast strength, and then just go down just enough to hit that sweet spot of balance between burn. And oakiness and creaminess, um, which this is a very this is nice and sweet. Which I like bourbons that are sweet. But if you if you really kind of sip on it a little bit, like you get a little creaminess out of okay. it. Jew, yeah, I gave you a sip that you sipped on. You drank half a sip. <laughs> I I'm gonna get just a little little sip because I want to. Oh, thank you, Jay, for bringing this delicious bottle of bullet yeah, bourbon. That's very nice of you, man. Thank you so Can much. No problem. Okay. No problem. Oh, is you only about the train that you want to get into since we're on conspiracy now? Oh, what? I mean, we can. I mean, I shared my thoughts in the, in the group, which was that this is a prop of the ghost gun thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was ghost gun, yeah, I, I ghost, gun ghost gun, ghost gun, ghost gun for three days. I think that's obvious, yeah. It's, and then it's, it went to the train shooting. I'm like, I guarantee they're going to pin it on a, it. Was, a ghost gun was used. Right. Yeah. Did you understand what but, I was talking about with the ghost gun the other day in the group? A little creamy. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Bourbon cast. Sorry. <laughs> a, little, a little creamy, a little floral uh, in there. There's like a honey taste to it if you really kind of – when, when you sip in bourbon, you kind of want to smell it first because that opens up. That's what I was trying to do at first. I didn't. Yeah. You want to smell it because that's what that's going to happen again. is the burn is going to go into your, back into your palate from just the alcohol itself being smelled. And it's going to um, get your taste buds and your, your um, um, sense of smell ready and used to that burn rather than just going straight in. You're not going to get as much on it. If you're if you're sipping on a bourbon and you're going to be eating a nice meal, do you go with a duck, chicken? I mean, what's the best meat to go with a bourbon? I, I think beef. Beef, okay. Yeah. What 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 cut? I I mean, it's kind of up to you, but I think. Um, what you need, bro? My vape juice. <laughs> I mean, everything on our menu is paired with either a wine or a bourbon, um, but anything that's going to have a lot of fat in it is good. Pork. Is good um, pork tenderloin, and that's the Rack um, House on Highway N in Cottleville, Missouri. It, by yes the way, it is. Uh-huh. come by and see Chef Matt. Um, I'm a product of Cottleville, but beef uh, is best. Um, strip steak with a nice fat cap on it. Nice is always good because you get like that's actually what uh, Father's Day special. We're going to do like a forty dollar combo of strip steak and eggs paired. Oh, with I'm going to have to come over there. I'm going to have to come over there for Father's Day. I'm going to go ahead and make my reservation I did it last year, and it was pretty – we sold like eight or nine of them on a Sunday morning. But it was 12-ounce strip steak, um, uh, fried potatoes, uh, eggs. I think it was a dead like three or four eggs, bacon, and toast for like 25 bucks. Oh, fuck yeah. That's not bad, man. That's awesome. Same thing. The worst option – the worst – I'll cut that out. You go. You know the thing. 
Ghost gun. I told you. I told you. <laughs> Look, next time we'll bring the mix cast. That's all there is to it. Um, no, the same thing, only worse, is available at every Waffle House in the South. Yeah. For seventeen dollars, so it, it's it's a deal. I mean, for twenty five to get some really good food cooked, yeah, yeah. You get, I've, I've got a regular who comes in um, to the bar. Him and his wife sit at the bar. Well, last year for Father's Day, they came in for brunch, and he he won't stop. He won't shut up about that steak. <laughs> like he was he was in there last week, and he was like, Man, "What are you guys doing for Father's Day? You doing that steak again?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna call it to Nathan after you. We're gonna do that fucking steak again." Hey, do you do you guys ever make a Scotch egg over there? I've tried. I actually back go on this three or four years ago. Not, now, now oh, you've heard of scotch egg. My pants are off because I'd be really interesting. Really interesting. You never heard of scotch egg? No. What oh, is this? Oh, well, scotch I'll egg? explain it to you. I tried to do one for brunch, and I put it on as like cause back then. I was I wasn't the sh- head chef. I was the sous chef, and I was in charge of brunch basically. So I, I would do days. a feature for brunch every week, and I tried to do that scotch egg, and it did okay. It's I sold like one or two. But I wasn't able to put in – the thing with doing stuff something like that is that it's like a Wellington. Like the first time, the second time you do a Wellington, it's not going to become you, – you got to have, have a certain routine. You got to really have done it several times to really know all the kinks that are involved in all the little uh, you know, tips and tricks. But yeah, I tried to do it. Do you, think the mar- do you think there's a market for it at the rack house? So what is it? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Addison's is going, what is it? And you're just no, leaving because, him on. I love it. <laughs> because I've actually never had one, but I've seen one recently. Uh-huh. And it looked like I would dive right into that. Yeah. And it sounds like something I would eat with something like this. I'm just not yes. a fan of like, yeah. it's like soft boiled, right? Yes. I'm not big on soft boiled So eggs. what you do is you take an egg and you soft boil it. Okay. And then you crack it. Remove the skin. You, you take warm sausage. Okay. <laughs> breakfast sausage. Yeah. And what I did was I kind of flattened it out between two sheets of parchment paper until okay. I had like this, you know, little flat piece, five inches by five inches. And then you place the egg inside, and you roll Put the sausage your pants back on. Goddamn! Well, you roll the sausage just, up around the egg, and you form like complicated. a complicated, like a baseball sized shape. Oh, it's baseball. He's out. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, Addison, I'm not. Addison, you would love you would love a scotch egg. I, the way it looked was yeah. beautiful. And, and then what I'm, you do is you can I am in. Yeah. Where can I get one of these? Well he's not done yet. Then what you do is you take it and you you take another egg. It's an egg wrapped in meat. I'm, I'm so another egg. Wait a minute. You take another egg and you beat it up <laughs> and then you roll the scotch egg in flour. Okay. And then you roll it in the egg. Uh-huh. And then you roll it in breadcrumb. Mm. You can use traditional is usually like I mean, regular breadcrumb. I think I used panko breadcrumb um, when I did this a couple of years ago. And then you drop it down in the fryer for like four or five minutes. Wow. So it's deep fried Doesn't sausage. it sound amazing? Yeah. Around an egg. Yeah. Um, I, now I want one. I, yeah. there's, a certain, there's a certain sauce that like they, it's traditionally served with, and I can't remember what it is. Is it's it not, like a hollandaise sauce? Not, I I, it's, it's, it's close. It's, it's like it. I don't, I don't think it's actually hollandaise. I don't think. It might be Bernays. Have you had one? Bernays is a lot like holidays. I don't care for – I've tried it. Yeah, really I'm not big into soft, yeah. soft-boiled eggs. Oh, I don't yeah. like soft-boiled. I don't like hard-boiled. But once it's yeah. fried, though, it's you don't like hard-boiled? the soft-boiled part. What you fuck with deviled eggs? The soft – the white firms up. It's the yogurt. The white firms up, though. It's the goodie inside of it. Yeah. yeah. Once you fry it, that white firms up, and then you cut into it, and it's just the runny yolk. But the key okay. to a good scotch egg I'm taking is, my pants off. Fuck this. The key to a good scotch egg is being able to Be drunk. ride that line between <laughs> no. soft-boiled, 
poached yeah. and hard boiled. Because you're right in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you that's, get, and there's so many elements. Plus, you got to you're dealing with pork sausage. You got to hook it all the way through. Mm-hmm. You want to kill people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the pork sausage is what makes it. It's a little spicy. Mm-hmm. Like a chorizo, you, then? Or not like that a spicy. Country sausage. No, okay. like a, yeah. it's, it's okay. got a little bite, a little tang to it. Mm-hmm. But because like the guy next to me eating it, man, I was like, I almost tackled him for it. <laughs> but it was the he Where got he got the last fucking scotch egg they had, or they were maybe whatever they did, you know. Yeah, should have been mine. <laughs> but uh, it was at this little bar in lamb lamb sausage on mm. two highway K. Oh, really? The uh, the golf course side. Okay. Not I got a stretch there. Hold the fuck up. What's the deal with y'all naming your state highways with letters? Do they not do that other places? No. Highway K, we Highway use N. numbers like highway, a normal person. Highway BB. Uh, yeah, we do that here. We got more yeah. roads. I've always, highway DD, <laughs> Highway AA. I've noticed like when I was going to college in, in Springfield. Yeah. Like from Mammoth Springs all the way to Springfield, it was like Highway Y, Highway Z. I'm like, what the what the why num what 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 letters? We even why? do double letters. Why why? I saw that. D D. Yeah, we, no, we like, do the double letters. Back yeah. home, we number our state highways like interstates. Yeah, north north and south are odd. State e- highway one hundred nine. East and west highway. are even. Yeah. So how do y'all know which way the highways going? If it's just a letter, are vowels only going north or something? <laughs> Country boys don't need letters; they just know where they're going. <laughs> so y'all got it's no true. explanation for this? O- only only truck bros will understand. Uh, <laughs> y'all don't even know what's going on. No, it's just the way. I mean, it's. I mean, he's right, but well, I have but no I idea. Just, I didn't know if they were letters like, like all the single letters were north to south, and all the double letters. It were probably east is, west. but I don't. I, I don't know. I, that's what I use I'm GPS sure. for. I'm not I sure. No idea. I think it's just because they, you know, they ran out of letters, and so double up. Let's double them up. Hey, you said you went to the to the uh, Amish community. Yeah, where was it at? I know and you said Clark, but where's that close? Is it close to Springfield? No, it's actually it's actually close to Columbia. Oh, did you go out towards like Mulberry or not Mulberry, but Moberly. Uh, Moberly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah. That's actually yeah. I went to the dispensary in Moberly. I was Great. just over there I about imagine that. three weeks ago. Don't be a joke. My mom, yeah, I just I was just over there three weeks in, ago. In Moberly. It, yeah. it was a really I was really impressed because it was a beautiful town. Um and it really it had like the feel that St. Charles the tries same. to do. Hmm? But not as big yeah. and kind of overrun and filled with yeah. crap as St. Charles. Yeah, my mom. Like, my mom went to Amish country or whatever over there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's didn't get to go to that. There's one outside of Springfield. The reason I asked you that. Oh, is there? Because when I was going to college there, I got up like at four thirty one morning to head home for Thanksgiving. Saw a buggy. And, no, I saw motherfuckers with damn sickles out there. Cutting wheat down. I'm like, man, yeah. I'm fucking hard at it this morning. I'm yeah. going to keep hauling ass in my Chevy Suburban. <laughs> whole eight miles a gallon. Yeah. Now, when we left, that's definitely what I told her. I was like, I was like, so th- so the no electricity and no no mechanical, like no cars, like I was like, that's a bridge too far. But as far as the communities go and the way they live and the way they operate. Well, remember, remember what I told you. Todd Aiken would survive there. <laughs> <laughs> remember what I told you when you're like, dude, I just, I today and he's back. Tore me up. I'm like, you could have been doing. It, you could have been doing it with a plow and a couple of oxen. You know. Yeah, and that's that's exactly when the you reason do why. manual shit yeah. like that. You realize, oh, Amish don't have their shit. Well, that's, that's <laughs> the thing is, it's it's kind of like the lifestyle is a next level of manual shit. 
Because I'm, I'm, I'm even in with like the manual shit. Like, but why don't you go with Mennonites we, then? Okay. I'm well, serious. I was, I was about that's, to say, yeah, that's what she that's what she was saying. And then she looked up the difference online and was reading to us that yeah, they're they're a lot more like they'll more they'll have, liberal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they're on right. the liberal side of Amish. Right. Yeah. yeah, we've got a bunch of communities. Uh, we have <laughs> several several Mennonite communities around us. Oh yeah, because uh, they love to donate blood. Oh really? Do they really? Interesting. Love it. Like when we go there to do a blood drive, they're probably about all of them are about an hour and a half to two and a half hours south of and us. And they show up in mass. The whole community comes out no and kidding. lines up. They're there for the orange juice and cookies. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, the women the women there bake pies and all kinds it's of desserts event to go get for blood. everybody to eat. I wonder get, why that blood. is. Why That's awesome. That? And you know they don't have HIV, so it's a good thing. Everyone who works they there. They probably don't have <laughs> vaccines either. I'm, everyone I'm about who works to go for, steal some of that blood. Everyone who works for a company volunteers who are going to do the blood drive because they get fried peach pies. The, mm. the peaches were grown on that tree. Yeah. Fried, this fried pie, cobblers. Oh, it's amazing Apple stuff. pies. Yeah. You know, and they come back. Who want? I, they come back with those. They come back from those drives late. Mm. So I'm the only one there. <laughs> So who gets who gets leftovers from the Mennonites? <laughs> this the, guy, the Mennonite pie. That's what I messed up at. They left a note to the morning shift. Mennonite food in the kitchen. There was no Mennonite food in the kitchen in the morning. Hango was on shift. <laughs> I took it home in my belly. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, so I'm curious why do they why do they love it so much? I know. It's, it's, I don't. They see it as a duty because they see it as hey. We could be the one in a farming accident and need blood. Okay. Mm. So we need to keep this supply going. Okay. Because well, well. our company services the hospitals and their communities. Gotcha. And and they, they believe in paying it forward. If mm-hmm. we do this here, God's going to bless our crops because we're helping people in our community. Yeah. They they have they have, they have, like, they have like community halls. Yeah. They pull in. They have bring. They take a bus plus a truck to bring more donation equipment. And they'll set up like eight seats in the community center, and then they've got five on the bus, and it's packed the whole time they're there. Wow. How long does it take to drop a whatever you need, like a pouch of blood or whatever you call that? Like a unit of blood, it takes um, – What's a unit? Huh? What's a unit? A little over a pint. Okay. You know, um, so I think it's it, – it may be like, like half – like five – 250 milliliters maybe. Uh, it probably goes by milliliters. You're yeah, like, right. like a like a quart, I yeah. guess. Because um, they they do a they've done they've got new technology now where you can donate more donate less blood but get more product out of it through red blood cells. I'm not sure how it all works. Mm. I don't I don't draw the blood. No, but they've got machines now that do double red blood cells where they can get two units like me. Mm-hmm. They can get two units off of me and give the plasma back to me. Mm. So they're not taking blood and plasma both. They're just getting the red blood cells, which, which is what they really need. Mm. And you guys and, are strictly donation, not paid. Yeah, it's all volunteer. Um, but yeah, like we have like four communities south of us, and man, people they they love to give blood, mm. love it. And so, like every two months, we schedule them. They can give every two months. Oh, so they're just and, and, they and just, they're in it to win it. Oh man. yeah, there you go. They keep our supply up. Wow. Yeah, Mennonites. It's what you should look at, man. For sure. <laughs> no, I don't like giving blood. Um, I've never done it. But you know, Meredith can, can wear that nice little. You're not a Jehovah's Witness, <laughs> are you? Christian did they not get blood? Christian no, scientists. They, they do no blood. No man. blood. No kidding. No Jehovah's Witness, man. They have a card in their wallet that says no blood. No blood, no Christmas. 
Really? No presents, no happiness. No, well, that, I, no, I, no birthdays. That's because of bullshit Jesus. But they're, they're, no Easter. No, but why, why you can do they weddings, not get blood? What's, their, what's their They don't process? believe that you should not. You're, you're making a graven image of, of, of something that's not Jesus. You're celebrating a birthday. You're celebrating yourself. How dare you? You can celebrate all, all, a wedding. All you though. did was live. Well, the Amish are very much like that. Like they don't they don't allow pictures. They don't allow mirrors. It, no mirror. Yeah. yeah, I got to worry about that. But <laughs> look, look. But the not giving blood is weird. Mennonite only. Well, it's the same with Christian scientists. I would subscribe. But why, why do they do it? I like, the, like the Mediterranean. They don't look. believe that <laughs> the only thing you should know about medicine is that God's going to heal you. So no telling on no ibuprofen. They will let their kids die. Yep. They'll, they'll die in their arms. Ah. And pray. Interesting. You know, hook me up to the IV. Well, I want my blood. They're obviously praying to the wrong one if nothing's happening. So, <laughs> I just so, thought I'd so throw that out there. There's an Amish community, a very small Amish community close to us. And when I worked for Walmart in AP, um, this Walmart has got uh, hitching posts outside <laughs> yeah, yeah. and troughs for mm-hmm. the carts because Walmart believes in you. Service your community. Adapt buggies, to your community. Buggies hang out. They're called buggies. Carts, whatever. <laughs> Um, and the elders of this Amish community came to Walmart and wanted to speak to the AP. And so it was like seven Amish dudes in the hats and all beards, whatnot. Yeah. They found a mirror on one of the girls, and they wanted to know which one of them stole it. And so they went back and pulled video, and they found the one. No kidding. Yeah. I would not have wanted to be in that community that night. There's no telling what happened to her. She just well, wanted to look got, at her vagina. Got got banished. How dare you? <coughs> That's wild. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the whole Rumspringa thing, I think, is fucking crazy. Yeah. When yeah. you get banished over there, that's it, man. Oh, you're done. Oh, it's because yeah, you know nothing else. You're not in the family. Yeah. I mean, that's some real shunning right there. Yeah. Shun. Yeah. Dwight Schrute style. So, do you want to get into the train conversation? I don't, I kind of wanted Matt's opinion. I, I mean, if we'd recorded this week, that's what I was I was going to say. What do you think about this train bullshit? Tell might, us, wizard. I mean, you might be too stoned to care, which is no, <laughs> it's not that. I, I I it's also fucking tiring. It is oh. because Im- immediately as soon as this happens, uh, several out uh, within an hour or two, I can access his YouTube channel. Where and I, I watched like five minutes of one of his videos actually last. Oh, night. did they they find out who the guy was? Oh yeah, yeah. They, I believe they arrested him today. I never heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his YouTube channel is filled with, um, they're coming for us black people, white people, uh, kill, rape, and destroy. Oh, it was a black dude. Yeah, it was a black Holy dude. Shit. Oh, I'm surprised they let that narrative go. <laughs> Um, well, it's not well, allegedly because they said that they caught him and then they said they didn't catch him and then now they're saying he, they caught him again. Interesting, and it's all the same subject suspect, and they're not saying the black nationalist that he did it. They're saying he is a suspect, person of interest. He's yep. just a suspect at this point. He's in police custody, not you know, he's been arrested for this crime. No. So they're they're the media's playing it very like allegedly he did it. Yeah, we still don't know, but yeah, he's probably fifty sixty uh, black guy. Um, had has maybe twenty videos on YouTube, all that had. About 500 views when I saw it, but that was about, you know, 5 o'clock yesterday. Is that when I sent it to you? Or had you already seen it? I think I'd already seen that. It was all over Telegram. So, you know, I'm sure it was just a channel with, like, every video had 
oh, I'm good for right now. I'm just still chilling on that one. Um, you know, 30, 40 views and that's it. But he would he was ranting about how, uh, you know, white people are terrorizing black people and, um, you know, they're going to – eventually white people are going to get sick of not being the majority in the country and they're going to try and kill it. Kill everybody who doesn't look like them. So fascinating. Are you familiar with the Black Israelites? <laughs> mm-hmm. They give me a giggle. They do. I worked with one. You showed me. You showed me that. I looked that up. Yes, I did. I, I, I worked did with at one that. at Chick Fil A in the no. kitchen. He literally. He one one day. I'm telling you, one day uh, because that was when I worked there with my brother and a couple of their friends of ours. A bunch of guys. We were all pretty tight, and so we all knew. We're like. Yeah, fuck Rodney, like he's and he would he would talk Fuck about Rodney, it. man. He 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 would he would he would talk about it like in the kitchen about how like you're the white devil. Blacks are going to inherit the earth, and you know we was kings under the broad umbrella. And and so we're like, okay, I'm fucking Rodney. And, and then one day, and the show knows <laughs> fucking Rodney. <laughs> and, and then one day, my brother was closing, and I, I wasn't working that night, and like two of the two of the other guys weren't. And he starts a group text with us, and he says. And he says, dude, Rodney left his manifesto at work. Whoa. And, and so we were all like, well, I mean, you know what to do. Take pictures, motherfucker. And so, and so he sent it pages and pages of this shit scribbled out about how about how blacks need to only look out for their own. And uh, just the whole black Hebrew Israelite just – we was kings nonsense. It was it was it was kind of weird because it, it it really it was like one of those moments where you're like, is he like is he serious? <laughs> well, and even if he's serious, like I have some crazy ideas, but like, is oh, he like, know. like am I am I safe? Like, is he like what's what is he? It was odd. It was super odd. And then and Rodney's then, gonna baptize you in the deep fry. He's gonna there. do you something. The man. It's, <laughs> it was weird. So <laughs> this subway thing. And here's the thing. I, other than looking at this guy's YouTube channel, I didn't really dive too deep down into this. Oh. What I've, what I've learned about it is from osmosis, but just scrolling Telegram, and that's where I get that, all my headlines. That tells me that even in, in alternative circles, there's kind of a controlled narrative around whatever's happening here. I feel very much like this is feels a lot like like, like Las, Las Vegas, Vegas was. Three years ago. Oh, dude. We talked yeah. about the last Megacast, if you left us. Y'all did such a good job of kind of breaking down everything. Mm-hmm. You know, where the only place you could get that information was on like kooky-ass fucking YouTube pages. Mm-hmm. Y'all did re- – that's one thing y'all are really good at. For all the tomfoolery and shenanigans and everything and, and Tim fuckery and everybody else, <laughs> y'all do a really good – of taking like a, a really weird subject or something that's going on that's kind of fishy mm-hmm. and breaking it down line by line. That, that that's where y'all really shine at. Yeah, yeah the weed's great, the drinking's great. That's all, that's all great. <laughs> but when, when y'all get serious about shit and break stuff down, that's where you that's where you hit my G spot. Well, good. No homo. <laughs> well, that's I mean, deep. I, <laughs> that's I've, I've joked about it with a lot of friends, and and so I don't know if this will resonate with you, but my mom has texted me. Uh, a friend uh, who I only met once and was a friend with on Facebook and I'm not on Facebook anymore, sent me a text, like an old fashioned SMS text about the snake venom thing mm-hmm. that's now, that's now out and all this, in this video and this doctor and everything. And, and I've long said that like I consume the super weird shit to distill it down on GTST into a bite sized, hopefully understandable or cohesive. Cause there's a whole lot of weird shit out yeah. there. Yeah, maybe some of it's true. 
It's great when you Give can, that when you can pitch it to Matt and not interrupt him, and he can really tell us the truth. <laughs> so, Matt, what do you think the narrative was? You was would be surprised how much because I, I haven't heard what, you, show, what you've buddy. said about it. But what do you think okay. the narrative was about the Las Vegas stuff? What, what do you think that? Oh, you didn't hear about all that? I haven't. I haven't really oh, heard about it. So. Go back and listen to the episode. It's really well. Give me a brief synopsis. Yes. So, <laughs> with Las Vegas, you have this guy Stephen Paddock, who, which is the name itself, Stephen Paddock, and you have all these fans who get gunned down in a pen, basically watching out there on the parking lot of of uh, you know fenced in between in casinos, and you know it's all fenced in. That aside, do you have a lot of interesting connections to the top floor of the MGM? Which the two top floors of the MGM were owned by Saudi royal family. I think it's more than that. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's like I think really? several digits, like four or five, floors. like yeah. the top yeah. ten floors. I, I did not know that. Owned by the Saudi royal family, um, you have it done in front of a um, a pyramid, which was really weird. the The date and the time is kind of weird. Like it was a harvest festival, and almost like a harvesting around of Halloween yep. of people. Yeah, right around Halloween. And was it on the thirty third floor, or thirty second floor, something like that? Yeah. Um, but you have this guy who allegedly, uh, from the firing rate, they said he would have to um, have bump stocks and be basically have a. He wouldn't have had time to even reload the same gun. He would have had to have. Multiple I really want guns your opinion on that. Now that I know that you're into guns, if you don't lined mind up it. and and ready to go, so he gets to the one of the top floors of this hotel. He breaks out 800 pound storm windows. Uh, built to design or designed to withstand a hurricane, right? Bulletproof glass. He breaks that out somehow, right? Which it's designed to be totally tamper-proof. You don't want drunken people falling against a piece of glass in Las Vegas. Are people losing everything and jumping out the window? Yeah, yeah. So, Sad. how did he get through that glass? It's bulletproof glass. How did he fire so fast? How did he get, you know, a thousand pounds worth of ammunition and guns? Up through security, thirty something guns, I think, something like that number. To through what is the tightest security, some of the tightest security in the world, cameras everywhere, and yet we see a couple grainy photos of him carrying a. And that's all big they ever gave us to this day. And that that's okay. That's supposed to be you know him. There's some weird money connections between. Um, maybe some money laundering between the girl he was dating. She seemed like maybe she was a handler for him. Um, she was like from the Philippines. She was or from something. the Philippines. And he's supposed to be a high rolling gambler who played only video poker. Yes, video, he, and there's no profit in video poker. No. That's that's he why was that's a so multi, laughable. Multi millionaire. Um, he had worked for the IRS for a while, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it was the IRS. Yeah, a couple different. So couple he different, knew stuff uh, he wasn't supposed branches. to know. Something like that. I, but I, if what, it was him. What it seems like is that he was a disposable company man. He was a disposable spook. He was an idiot. He was a useful idiot at one time, I think probably with some Philippine um, you know, money laundering, some, some sort of shady business with banking in the Philippines or business in the Philippines. He was a patsy then. He happened to be there when it happened, and so they were like, "Okay, this guy—he's a known asset to us. You know, he's a—he's a, he's a uh, lackey spook. So we'll say it's him. You know, and we'll, you know, grab gun, him out of his room. Gun deal gone wrong. A couple hours the later. So what do you think? The, big, what do you think the narrative was behind it? 
the narrative behind it? Behind the, the end game. What was the end game? Why, why well, did you all know the, what happened after that, don't you? No. They banned bump stocks. Trump banned bump stocks. Okay. That's, that's, they that's said, what I'm getting Oh, it to was this. bump stocks. No, it wasn't bump stocks. You cannot fire a bump stock with any kind of accuracy, especially from that height. Thank you. Because bolts are going to be Thank trajectory you. is going to be off. Oh yeah, it's not even trajectory. Uh, do you know what a bump stock is? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's you have no accuracy. That's right. A binary trigger is better G- than a bump guys stock. in in the military <laughs> rarely, if ever, take their gun off semi-auto because once you go even to a three round burst, your accuracy is going to shit. You're just hoping to hit something at right. that point. And at full auto, you're just you're dancing at that point. <clears throat> so most guys keep their guns on single shot. Pop, 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 as fast as he can pull the trigger, you know. And so he gunned down 60-something people. Yeah. From a, a 30th floor or whatever. 30th-something floor. Yeah, he's at an elevated position, but he, he's supposed to be untrained. And when you listen to the crowd. footage, I mean, and you can do this to this day. Go on YouTube, footage of bump stocks, and you can find people firing them all kinds of right, and they don't work well. They, they don't. They don't work well. And then you can go and listen to that footage. That's not a bump stock. No. There's just it's you can it's not you can it takes you a little <laughs> while to kind of get the feel of how a bump stock works. But even after you understand it, you're for, you're focusing more when you shoot one on making that bump stock work, work. than you are on you your target. <laughs> so what if, if that's the case, what would be the point in banning a bump stock? I, I, I they think wanted, they wanted it gone. No, I think they were stamping I, I think they were rubber stamping the narrative of, of that that shooting. I think that was totally because you and I know well, what do guys do who want a bump stock can go. They 3d print one. Yep. It's, it's simple. Right. And so, so they didn't ban it really anything effectively. It's not anything at all. I think they were rubber stamping that narrative and saying, yeah, he was a bump stocker. Like it was all about a bump stock. They wanted to do it. To That's get, just my opinion. To get that part of the industry. I mean, I was, I was selling guns at the time and I had like 20 bump stocks behind the counter. Oh, no kidding. That we used to upsell. With ARs. To idiots. Hey, do you want a bump stock? What do I do? It makes the gun, quote-unquote, automatic fire. Hell yeah, I'll take one. They come back the next day, this fucking thing won't work. Well, did you read the instructions? It comes with instructions? They thought they were going to go home and slap, slap it on. It's gonna be Which like, is not how it works. They're going to be firing like crazy. They keep sliding. That's how the bump stock works. I don't want this shit. I, uh, think, you you guys, I think you guys do have some uh, correlation here. With with this getting rid of the bump stocks, getting rid of the ghost gun. Yep, it's it's, it's been. A, when people say Trump was the most libertarian president we ever had in my oh, life, I just why wipe my ass with his hair? That's, that's, what that's such garbage. He, the he, most fraudulent. He, he he did so much to he did as much to take away liberties as any other president ever did. But he, he made it sound like liberty he while taking it away. All from these me. fucking retards. Precisely. He played the part very well. It duped all these fucking retards who just. Jack trusted the conspiracy plan. theories, and oh, QAnon. Oh, 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 trust the plan. Oh, where do we want to go? We all go. Oh, you know, and he's, he's doing the same shit now. I think the the uh, dark maga bro DNC has got like forty two million in their coffers. The RNC has forty four million in their coffers right now. Trump's got a hundred and twenty something million that he's raised alone, just him and his packs. Is it? Too, he can he can pay that. himself. He can pay himself too off those. Well, the packs. question is: Is he going to run again, or is he just using this to yeah, make a, to make funnel a, more money to him? Because he's a sh- he's a fucking joke. People, wake up! He's a shyster. 
if you live below the Mason-Dixon line and you voted for Trump, go fuck yourself. You got you got ran over by a New York huckster, and and your 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 whiskey rattled redneck brain can't take any. Quit on Trump. Go fuck your wife. Make another baby. Drink more Natty Light. <laughs> no, no to that last part. So, I I agree that that the bump stock narrative was uh, kind of the play with Las Vegas. I think that the um, uh, what is it? The ghost ghost, ghost gun guns, yeah. is the play with this this narrative um, from this this subway shooting. Right, all the cameras they said weren't working. None of the cameras oh, were working. Magical. Yeah. Beautiful. The, yeah. Just like Epstein's cell. New York Transit Where? Authority said, sorry, we don't have any footage. None of the cameras were working. Oh, damn it. Federal think, funding. COVID. I think this guy just was – they did this. They lured him down there to do something. You had um, – I think you had you know, rogue elements of the, the government um, staging this in order to you know enact this narrative into the media now – of we need to ban, you know, ghost guns because this guy had a gun. He wasn't supposed to have a gun. We didn't know he had a gun. He wasn't somebody who was supposed to have a gun, you know. And he had this IED that he made this, you know, this oh, yeah, smoke I just saw grenade. It today that they oh, I didn't hear about that. IEDs What's going around. on with the IED? They, so allegedly what it's he did, ambiguous. he got into the subway it's... and he set off a, basically a smoke bomb, smoke grenade, so no one could see him. And then he ran around shooting people. Did he hit anybody? Yeah. Well, I heard uh, I think thirteen injured. thirteen people. I think okay, but people said there was they found so many unexploded IEDs. Yeah, I kept seeing that. Too. I don't know if I never saw any photos. <laughs> matter. I never I never saw like was it a pipe bomb? Was right. it, it you know a it, firecracker? It's, it's un, they didn't say like I, I and that's the part that's ambiguous. They didn't say pipe bomb. They did, like usually they say this kind of device or this kind of. But they well, were they just haven't, like haven't said yet. Device. It only just happened, so we don't know. It's yet. true. They have to get but, the ducks in a row. Get all their lies straight first. Yeah. Jay, I, do you know what a ghost gun is? Are you familiar n- with them at all? No. Okay. Is it like a is it like a three D printed gun or yeah. something? Oh, um, okay. This is uh, for people who don't know. Because three D printed gun like a quick like, like a filed serial number or something. Three D printed yeah. guns are like bump stocks. Yeah, gotcha. they're good for they a couple work, of shots, but they're not ideal. They don't last. They don't really work. Gotcha. Um, a ghost gun, <laughs> what they call a ghost gun, is not really a ghost gun. What, what they're making is a eighty percent. What they make is a eighty percent lower. So the lower part of the AR, like where the trigger mechanism and the mag well is at. Mm-hmm. When you build an AR, like if you wanted to order parts to build an AR, when you order them in, have them shipped to your local federal firearms license holder. Only thing they're going to run a background check on is that lower part. You can buy a barrel, you can buy an upper, you can buy all these parts with no background check. But that lower, the part that has the trigger housing and the magwell, that's what the government tracks. With well, has a serial number on it. The only part's got a serial number on it. So I could literally, if I had a lathe and knew how to do metalwork, I could make eighty percent lowers all day long because all you're getting is a chunk of metal. With the hole cut out where the trigger will go, no trigger there, and the magwell is not drilled out. So it's 80% done. So I can sell you this chunk of metal that's useless with no serial number on it. I can hand it to you, and with your know-how and your equipment, you can take it home, set it down, drill out the magwell, and then you've got a complete lower. And by, by government standards, that is legal. Because it wasn't an actual gun. 
people have been building guns at home for centuries in America. They've done it forever. So they're trying to stop these ghost guns that aren't actually guns. They're a chunk of metal that just needs a hole drilled out that I couldn't do. I don't know how to fabricate a magwell. I have no clue. Addison, do you know how to fabricate a magwell? No. Do you have a lathe? No. Matt? <laughs> nope. Okay. I'm sorry, Matt. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> you're eating. <laughs> he knows a Mennonite that does. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you, you're, if you're going to get an 80% lower, you've got to you've got to know yourself or know somebody who knows how to do it and has the, has the equipment to do that. It's not like you order one of these online, you get it, go, bap, 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 put a barrel and an upper on it, and I'm ready to go. Now, that ain't how it works. So is that like a black market item finished? I mean, the, the guy, it, the guy that was, knows how to do it does 20 of them and sells them to people. That'd be a problem because then it's not for your personal use. Okay. Yeah. If you, you, if you make one, it's got to be yours. So you, it's right now it's legal for you to right now it's legal for you to make your own. Oh yeah. But what, what you're saying is they're trying to ban you from making your own. Right. So how would they know? They wouldn't know until they found the gun. Well, if they had some Patsy who was like, "Hey, man, I, I made some, I'm, I'm, I finished some, I completed some eighty percent lowers. Do you want one of them?" Gotcha. You know, and next thing you know, it's it's Bob Dick from the ATF who gave you that eighty that completed lower but no serial number on it, and now he's got you. I got you. So this week's tip from the Hango Show: only deal with people you know. Only deal with people you know. And how do you know us for real? <laughs> the more you know people. Only deal with people. You Don't know. trust people who offer you at at eighty a completed eighty percent lower <laughs> at a steel price because that price uh, is because they're eight, low. It's, it's eight <laughs> to ten years in federal prison. Yeah. So yeah, that's the whole ghost gun thing and these buy build shoot kits they keep talking about. No, that lower part, that pistol or whatever you're buying, has got a serial number on it. And it's not like if you order a gun, if you order, or if you, I know you, you like Palmetto State. I have, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you order a, a, if you order a barrel from Palmetto State, they will ship it to your FFL and you can pick it up there. Yep. If you order an upper from Palmetto State, ship it will it ship to it to your FFL, FFL and you pick, pick it up, up there. there. If you order a lower from FL, from, from Palmetto State, you're getting a background check. At, usually at your FFL. Yeah, you, they ship it to your FFL. And they run a background and check. And they do a background check there. Right. It's like you would a pistol or anything else. Right. So you, you can I've have, heard. You can, have the, you can have the 80%, but if they catch you filing a serial, serial number, you're going to jail too. Yes. Unless it's your own weapon. Unless you have a Class 3 FFL. If you have a Class 3 FFL. Uh, what does it take to get a Class 3? You have to get a lot of money and yeah. a lot of paperwork. Gotcha. Yeah. And, you know, bend over and no lube. Yeah. They're, 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 they're going to go ask everybody everything. Yeah. because when you have a class three, you are then it's a dealer license. A, a court, a, no, just no. You're a manufacturer license. Yeah, yeah. So a dealer's license is a class one. I'm not sure what class two is. Never had any dealers with it. A class three means that you can you can legally manufacture for sale guns. You can uh, own fully automatic weapons. You can own explosives. Uh, you can own all this stuff. The 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 good stuff. Tanks. Things of that nature. Full uh, full auto. That's that's yeah. not a problem. You can own any full auto. And so, you know, if I had a class three, and I had I had my uh, that Jericho pistol I like, if I look, if I picked that up and I had a class three, I could say, mm, I don't like the serial number. I could, I could buff over it, put my own on there, get my book out, and put down put a Hango number one on there. Mm-hmm. 
HW001. That's a new serial number. Now, yeah, you, you have to market it as market it as that as well. Yeah, you have you have a book. Class three guys have got a book. They keep all their serial numbers in, things they build or whatever. Yeah, but anybody can. If you have a class three, you can change serial number on anything. Does that apply to historic guns? Most historic guns don't have a serial number on it to begin with. So if you're talking about, uh, you know, Civil War type pistols, no, no, okay. there's no serial. I, I worked at, <clears throat> worked in, pawn, in guns at the pawn shop. <clears throat> That kind of stuff comes in all the time. Oh, yeah. I get like a lot of like old shotguns from like the 1920s, 1930s. They ain't got a ain't got a number on them. If you're lucky, it's got a manufacturer number on it. If you're lucky, it had been worn do they get Do they get sold as historic? You just put – you try to find any kind of market, whether it be a marker, mark, like a maker's stamp or something. A lot of guys who built back then would – like on a um, like a single-shot shotgun where it breaks open inside – that break, there might be like a, uh, a JS or some, the guy stamped it with his initials that he made that gun. We put that down to the serial numbers. I got but you. If there's no marking all, you just put, you put NSN, no serial number found or NSF. But legally we looked that gun from, from tip to tip <laughs> trying you, to find some kind of mark to put in the serial took it numbers. Apart Could yeah. you, you, yeah. So you couldn't sell a ghost gun. You wouldn't be able no, to accept. No, 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 okay. no. I will not. When you when you build it, when you build any kind of gun, whether it be, I've seen guys build guns. This is like a, a piece of metal tubing and a nail and a shotgun shell. They hit the nail with like with a with a hammer to hit that primer to fire off the shotgun shell. That's considered a gun. Um, you see the guy who was with the buyback, the gun buyback his town was doing. Uh huh. <laughs> Or did you send this to me? I think I heard about this. <laughs> yeah, the dude, the dude, they were the police department's having a gun buyback, and for every gun, you got like a two hundred dollar Walmart card or something. Yeah, and so he went to the lumber store and got like some pieces of two by four and cut them up and tubes. He did like the metal tubing. Yeah, he did like the bare minimum to make it an actual gun. Yeah, and took them all up. There, took ten of them up there and laid them down. <laughs> He's like, give, you know, give, give like two grand. Give to Walmart. Them my two grand for Walmart card, and they did it. <laughs> Because literally they were guns. Oh, yeah, because fucking libtards are home. So, so he, he spent, you know, 25 bucks at Home Depot yeah. and got two grand out of it. Yeah, That's my man. So, yeah, That's any, what I'm talking about. Anything, <laughs> anything you build for yourself, like anything, any kind of homemade gun, uh, that cannot be sold. That is yours. We almost got arrested as teenagers for making potato guns because they considered, oh, so much they considered that I know. They I'm, considered that a, like a deadly weapon. I Shit. really want to make one with my kids. They're, fun. They're so much fun, man. You got to have the Aquanet, though. Yeah, to spray in there. We yeah. use right guard. Right guard. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And, and, and there's uh, you want vari- there's you a variety want. of accelerants. Yeah. <laughs> nitroglycerin. <laughs> you know, the, like grandma's nitroglycerin. <laughs> it's I'm got- dying. I'm sorry, grandma. We had a potato gun fight. <laughs> we shot it a thousand yards. It didn't come back down. It's complicated. You ever shot any uh, uh, tannerite? I have not. No, I know. I really want to. I really want Calm to. Calm down, yeah. dude. Uh, you got some tanner in? <laughs> no, right. what are you talking well, about? <laughs> Come on, man. You know we can't have tanner, right? That's my legal representative over here. <laughs> Jay, speak up for me. Now, what they do, like, we have a big problem with. Uh, I've watched a lot of videos of it. On you see them, like, kill wild hogs with it? That sounds that, amazing. No. That's free pork. We have a, you don't want to kill them. No, <laughs> that's no, no, no. how that works. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how that works at all. Uh, they take um, they take like twenty pounds of tannerite, uh, and stack it up, yeah, 
and cover. it comes in like little barrels, doesn't it? It's like this big. It's it. They have it at Farm and Home. I see it, it every it time I go. It looks like a remember like the old Gatorade, the little orange Gatorade things. Yeah, the powder. Uh-huh. That's what Tannerite looks like. Okay. Yeah, and so they put like twenty pounds of Tannerite, and they surround it like with uh, like deer corn, and all these wild hogs come out. Like fifty of them get around and start eating that corn. I did see that and video. They shoot it. And yeah, that's like the masses with welfare. <laughs> <laughs> the welfare is the corn, the government yeah. is Tannerite, yeah. and the bullet. Um, but yeah, that's uh, it, you can you can build any gun you want to, like an actual gun, but do not, do not try to sell it, please. Yeah. I beg of you. That's prison time. Yeah, big time, federal prison time. No, yeah, that's how. Um, you don't. Well, go ahead and cut this out. I was say, you don't have a class three, do you? Maybe. All right. Maybe not. Maybe go fuck yourself. But that <laughs> these are things we don't talk about. <laughs> I said we could. Go- okay. Um, they uh, Matt and I will have whole conversations. We just <laughs> <laughs> was like, hey, man, wasn't there a time there? that you guys didn't even record? Uh, well, well, that's the number that's, of times. There's many. There's been yeah, several. Many times. lost that, episodes. That happens, yeah. Hango gets butt hurt every time it happens. No, I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> you bastards. Because I just thought we was like, you thought you the bat, you didn't get the batteries from QT, or you didn't do this, uh, well, and then I, I didn't hit the record button one night. As he like, did, Arr! he did. I was like, you yeah. were pissed. Oh, I was, dude. You have no idea. How no, he really was. was. Yeah, you should have been in the room when I noticed it. Oh. How many? How many? Uh, harpoon, harpoon climbed under the table. <laughs> Jup was trying to get out the door. It was a whole. Th- I was like, "Fuck this! Let's go home." I, I don't yeah, want to deal with this right it's, now. It's so disheartening. You have to immediately get get over it. Like you just have to force yourself and be like, "Well, that sucks." <laughs> what was yeah. the best conversation that you didn't record? It was one a couple months ago. That Mar- was, was marriage counseling. One. Yeah, so that's been. <laughs> That's like yeah. big idea. Yep. There's there's been some of that. There's been um there's been some explorations of faith and doctrine and things of that nature, I think. Well, let's get yeah. into that. Uh, well, well yeah. let's let's do Bible cast. Bible let's cast or whatever. We haven't done Bible religion cast religion cast. And you know, I found that Alan Jackson album, man, I'm ready to rock. <laughs> a lot of them too were also stuff that was just really tough times either he or I were going through. Yeah. And involving maybe just not even ourselves, just like family members and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where we wanted to have that long format conversation, and we went there, and you know it was it wasn't for people. Yeah, it was just yeah between friends who you know are the person you want to be like, hey man, this is what I'm going through, you know, well, like and there's no holds barred. I love that. You know, I love that. It's, it's the it's the absolute best when you can sit down with somebody that you're friends with, mm-hmm. you know, especially as long as y'all know each other. Me and Jay, we went a long time, but lost lost contact, you know. But we have great conversations. Phone call when he come when he came down, or when I come up here, it's the best to yeah. sit down with somebody and just shoot. Not even just shoot the shit, but to get to get really deep with somebody. Get where you got to go. Yeah, and yeah. it's crazy how you can not talk to somebody for on a regular for a while, and then just right back at it like nothing ever happened. That's that's when yeah. you know your friends, man. Yeah. yeah, that's when you know your friends and. You got to have some people like that in your life where record doesn't matter. Yeah. You know. Well, it's it funny when you and I went to Gangnam's, we talked for like two hours, man. I know, man. Or more. I, I like we were both like, oh, we, we just probably go home. We really just met each other, man, but it's just like, we really did, know, yeah. Just hanging out. And yeah. They were trying to shuffle our shit around so they could get us out of there, and we just didn't move. Yeah. That's all you got to do at Gangnam's, man. They're good the, like that. The and I'd leave a big tip when I do. The Hango Show, bringing people together. <laughs> it's true. That's what. <laughs> 
look what I've spawned here. But, you know, podcasts in general. Are- Our last interaction was, me to, again, me saying, hey, we should get together and then not saying another thing for like a month and a half. <laughs> The, the, so, story, the storytelling culture has been around for you know since oh, that's what we time. talked about that yeah you know it's just it's just storytelling it's just I, I saw a meme today that uh, it wasn't really a meme it was it was like an image and it was kind of one of these faggy things it was on one of these faggy Instagrams but but, but it was like you know medicine is and it, and it was like a list of things you know so it was like one of those kind of girly kitschy kind of things but it was like medicine is medicine and one of them is medicine is storytelling and I was like oh that's because you know, the, I mean, you the bury, Bible you says you bury your soul with storytelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the, and, the, and the Bible says laughter is literal medicine. So you know, it, it, it really made me think of like, storytelling as medicine. Well, you know, that's when Jay's always been upfront about his history, losing his father and everything. And I really wanted him to do the Moral Day episode last year, and I was kind of worried to ask him about. It. I don't know why I was. I think it's because. You told you told me that one on one, and now I'm asking you to broadcast that to tens of dozens of people. You know, so you like that. Um, you know, I was kind of worried to add, would you mind doing that? I figured, like, I don't want to put my business out there. You know, but I think you know that your story can help other people who've dealt with that or are dealing with that heal from from, from what they went through. You yeah, know? and everybody's story is different. Sure. You know, and um, <clears throat> just looking back at. My own story, just looking back at my own story, you just really got to, you got to kind of put it in a box a little bit almost, yep. you know, and um, it's weird how some things you can forget, to, you know, yesterday's business, but that's something that happened 30 years ago stays with you forever. And I think that uh, when you, you know, the the thing that happened to me is that I, I really got no closure. Yeah. And I think closure is a huge thing. I mean, uh, no body. Really makes you think, did it, did something really happen or are they just telling me that, you know, mm. obviously, but, um, my kids don't even understand it. They can't comprehend it because they've never experienced it. Yeah. So to them, it's just a story. But people that are like me that have had the same experience, that story comes to life. May not happen for anybody here in this room, but it does happen for, you know, people that have a similar story. And likewise in life, that's why people that, share the same kind of things, you know, whether it's religion or work or personal life, there's that camaraderie there or that thing that brings you together, you know, so. And so for Matt and I, that's autism. And <laughs> what's so funny is the first time I had Matt on the show, Jay texts me, he's like, dude, I relate so much with a lot of stuff. He said, you were just telling like your backstory, like yeah. how you grew up and everything. You know? yeah. It's like, man, it goes, that hits so hard. Like the hairs were standing up on yeah. my arms, man. I had a connection with him that I didn't even know who he was. Right. And that's the kind of connection that storytelling brings. And I like that you said that podcasting is storytelling because if you look at what the type of storytelling we've consumed in the past 50 years, movies, TV, music, it's become so cheap and plastic and fake and there's no – there's nothing – it's – it starts storytelling as entertainment, right? Rather than a way to connect to other people, like you said, and to understand ourselves, right? Because you, you, you see something you relate to, you, okay, how is this character? How, or how is this other person dealing with that? What lessons can I learn to deal with that? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and podcast, podcasting, I actually 
took an Uber when my truck was down a couple last month and um having a conversation with a guy, uh good conversation, kinda got a little conspiratorial, almost got into Pizzagate kind of Ooh, stuff. Oh shit. <laughs> On a Uber ride nonetheless. Oh man. It was it started with How'd COVID you find stuff. a white Uber driver here in this <laughs> dude. Invite him on the show. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I said at the end of the end of the, end of the um, ride, I was going to hit him in the mouth, and I'm like, "You ever heard of you? You ever listen to podcasts?" And he's like, "Podcast? What's that?" Oh, he, he's, he's he's he didn't. This was a he's this disconnected. Was, this was a, a fifty. This is about sixty year old man did not know what a podcast. You're was. about to blow his mind. <clears throat> so I gave him the name of a couple podcasts and whatnot to to maybe listen to. Um, but yeah, he didn't know what a fucking podcast was. Right. But in today's day and age, everyone knows what a podcast is. Yeah. Almost everyone, except for some Uber drivers. <laughs> and I think it's it's be, people love them so much and have the one that they listen to all the time, whether it be Joe Rogan or No Agenda or so, um, something from NPR, whatever. They have them and they listen to them, even if they're just dumb podcasts like The Hango Show. And, Thanks. And give that some thought where you just talk to your friends. And I have a high ground, that one episode a year. <laughs> but well, you, you start year. to feel a connection. I mean, they just keep kicking them out. I think he did two I, this year already, Eddie. <laughs> yes. It's only April. It's only April. Holy you shit. Start to feel a con- you start to feel a connection with the people. That's why, yes. pa- that's why Patreon's so popular or all those types of things mm-hmm. because you become a part of it. You be- yeah. You, you, become you got in- skin in the game. You, get, you become entrenched. Now I know you and I'm a part of you. Yeah. There are this is our fire here. You several know I mean? podcasts I've subscribed to. That's a great way to put it right there. Yeah, and well, it's, it's that you you belong, right? You're part of of the tribe. Um, there's one podcast I listen to called Mysterious Universe, and it's these, these two Australian dudes talking about weird, spooky, strange shit. You know, ghost stories and demons and whatnot. And half the time they make fun of it while they're doing it. Right. But it's just interesting to hear them tell stories, and that's all they do. They embellish along the way. They have to, right? They do like four hours of content every week. There's a guy on YouTube I found, and he he does. Um, but it's the, the I'm sorry the, to interrupt you. It's the ahead. it's the storytelling. It's the fact that I'm on the inside joke. Yes, because they they say the uh, the people who are listening for free they're barnacles, right? On the on the, on the ship they call them barnacles. Uh, we'll have we'll we'll tell you the rest <laughs> of the story for no agenda yeah. in the in the the members uh, section. You know, in the second half of the show, that's where you get the good stuff, and you do you feel like. You're on the inside. You're part of it. And that's know? when your bank calls you and said, did you sign up for 19 podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> no, I found this guy on YouTube, and he uh, he's English, I think. He breaks down uh, covers like uh, legends and myths, and he's got a whole series he's doing now on uh, the Book of Enoch. And it's Ooh. really, really forward good. this to me. I, I think me he did too. the first. I think he already did the first Book of Enoch. I think he's doing the second one now. Mm-hmm. But he'll do like one on like you know, the gin. Like the demons in Middle East, mm-hmm. uh, he's done them. I think like on Gilgamesh, he's done like all, all these different, every religion, every culture around the world. He he breaks down exactly what does like animation behind it and stuff. It's really really good. Maybe twenty minutes long. They're not like they're not hours or anything. Is it called Myths and Legends podcast? Um, no, this is a YouTube channel. So there was a guy I used to listen to that ended the podcast, and it was called Myths and Legends, and he would do that sort of thing. He would have sound effects in the background. And you know, um, it, it had a little bit of, of a speech impediment, but uh, in, interesting content. So, well, I was going to say, like you were talking about the sixty-year-old guy who mm-hmm. didn't know what podcasts were. Um, 
but it's funny because you're talking about a community and you mentioned earlier listening to to Mike Shannon and Jack Buck. Mm. Well, so my kids hear my wife listening to No Agenda all the time. Almost every day she listens to No Agenda while she does dishes. And so they know all of the drops. They know who Adam is. They know who John is. And it's weird because I was like, well, podcasts really have replaced radio because that's exactly what I did with Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh with my dad. Like, it's bizarre. Yeah. And uh, I did the same thing. Listen to AM radio, the Christian AM radio. Yeah. Driving around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, KSIV, I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Listen to the Phyllis Schlafly and and um, <laughs> here we go again. She came up before you got here. I don't he know he didn't know who Phyllis Schlafly is. He, 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 took, me really? like, he took me on like the wormhole <laughs> of all the Christians in St. Louis. Apparently, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Phyllis Schlafly is one of them. Do you ever find yourself Was listening one. to talk anything, talk podcast, talk radio, anything, just as white noise to feel like mm-hmm. you have somebody in the room? There, there are some podcasts I do that yeah. with. Yeah, like but there's some shit that I'm I listen to like nine Kurt- times. I'm like, what did I listen to? Because yeah, I'm. It's to help me. Sort of process, yeah. Process stuff, yeah. Back Curry when I, the Keeper is a great just noise. Yeah. It, that's. <laughs> I used to do that back when I – I don't have a, a console anymore, but back when I used to play, because it's a waste of my time, play video games. Because um, I would, you know, all my day off, I would just sit there for 10 hours and play fucking video games and get really nothing done. Red Dead Redemption just tore our life apart, didn't it? It is. Fallout 4? Yeah. <laughs> but you met a good restaurant owner from that. Was that? Did you meet a good restaurant owner from that? From your playing days? Oh yeah, like back when Battlefield Three came out, <laughs> I ended up meeting a guy. So you oh, literally way, met somebody? Yeah, I met. I had like a ton of guys, like friends in Canada, friend friend in Sweden. Uh, Skull, who's been on, on my show, yeah. from DC, just opened this restaurant up in DC, and he got an email this week. They're being considered for the Michelin star in DC. Really? Yes. Shit, sounds like we need to go to DC. It's like it was. Like, sit them eh, about the application <laughs> to apply. Like, you're being considered. Do you want to apply for this? Hmm. And then, like, their restaurant and their chef are both uh, finalists for some big award they do in D.C. for food. James Beard? No, it's not James Beard. It's, it's like local D.C. awards, like done by their papers. Okay, gotcha. That guy's YouTube channel is called Legends of History. Okay. He breaks down, like, archangels and, like, the yes. last one was like the Archangel Uriel in the Accursed Valley from the Book of Enoch. Nice. Yeah, he's really good. Um, but yeah, you, you meet people, even in gaming, you know. I, I met y'all looking for information on Pizzagate. <laughs> we already covered that earlier. It's you know, true. But, and, and y'all have become like some of my best friends. You know, y'all, y'all are all, I can always text you or text Matt, not so much. He's busy. Uh, but you, you know, I know you're usually sitting around high looking at a tree or something. You know, <laughs> it's, so, a, you know it's a fantastic tree. <laughs> it's beautiful. It really is. Um, I know I can text, I can text Jay. Now it's usually anytime, chickens though. You know, cause Jay, you know, he don't work on a night shift. He's usually a midnight creeper like I am. So I mean, I can always get a hold of somebody. And we talk about know? some serious shit sometimes. Oh yeah. It's not always just memes and goose speaking of memes. So you sent me the one on the way up here today of Abigail Shapiro. <laughs> well, and I start giggling. I? I start giggling. <laughs> Share that shit. Come on. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, are you sharing uh, Abby's stuff with uh, and, him? And and he, I think he sent it to the Wizards group. It may be, we need to get Jay oh, okay. the Wizard. Jay's officially a wizard now. That's he needs true. to be yeah. in the group. Well, we all fucking got those robes, man. My wife's like, what the <laughs> fuck? 
Isn't that such a great, fantastic fucking I got, robe? I got the robe. I got the robe in wintertime. My wife's got the heat up to you know. Oh yeah. Ten. I'm in there fucking sweating. I'm like sweat lodge, and she's like. Take doing? the robe off. I took the robe <laughs> off. It was completely soaked. I'm like, I'm sweating like shit in here. Right there. So I start giggling. <coughs> Tink's asleep. Uh-huh. Or about to go to sleep because we just finished our Popeye's chicken sandwiches on the way up here. I'm like, <laughs> like that. She's white side Do you know who Abigail Shapiro is? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what's so funny? I was like, do you know who Ben Shapiro's sister is? Oh my god! And she's like, no. I said, uh, she's so you got her phone out, and I was like, look up Abigail Shapiro, and she's like, I just looked up Ben Shapiro's sister. I was like, okay, she's always had huge knockers. That is awesome. I said, but now they're even worse that she's pregnant, and she's like, it looks comical. <laughs> it looks like they superimposed her face on some other person's body. Is she pouring drinks at the rack house? I hope. <laughs> That girl she is, is pregnant, Matt. Was it? Was it Abigail? Or you got knocked up? No, no, no. This uh, the, this bartender is not even in the same league. Gotcha. No. no. Okay. Shout out. To well, not with the clown eyes or whatever. Or the, uh, yeah, the the, the Chucky, <laughs> Chucky eyes. eyes. You know, you know my favorite clip of her. Which one? Is she dancing? Matt knows it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen. A, I don't think I've ever seen her like in a video. I don't think I've ever seen the still shots of her. Oh, great! I would like to. <laughs> Kill all of the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> that is hands down oh, my favorite God. clip. Did I, did I? I think I was the one who sent that to you. Did I not? It's been around for some time in okay, lots of channels right. and stuff. Yeah. What Addison doesn't know is I'm a Mexican Jew. Hey man, well, that's what I said. So Mexican, you're gonna have to take that over your makeup. That's not my problem. Jews, right? I mean, that's... <laughs> oh man, you want to take a break for a second? Let's take a break. Yeah. Get some of this whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me wash out this flame with this whiskey. <laughs> no, if their flowers as good as that, it's oh, it's primo. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope it is. I hope it. I so you hook your phone up and get the people in here. Should we yeah, see if anybody will join? Y'all were talking terpenes. I spaced out. <laughs> this lemon is is this is quality. This is not really good. Yeah. Should, I do, should I do Bluetooth or like this? You can do plug it in right there. Speaking of spaced out, ma'am, I'm I'm really into the space no. dust right now. Space yeah, dust? there's an IPA called Space Dust. Yeah, we carry it at Rackhouse. God, I love that stuff, man. I, mean, that's, uh, it's, I think it's that's what I had when I was in there. Maybe. It's great. Do I have to set you as my speaker or anything like that? Mm, you, sh- you should play something. Don't. don't. I, mean, I can cut it. Play something so I make sure I got, I got levels on your phone. Play me some audio adrenaline. Audio adrenaline. <laughs> hey, Siri. Play Underdog by Audio Adrenaline. Yeah, see, it's coming from my phone. Yes. <laughs> my drop selection for the beginning oh, and the end. It's God, pretty that's it, is. it is. Hang on one second. Let me, let me. <coughs> Let's see here. Um, I can just do Bluetooth and then it should do back and forth. No, try, try now. It, it sounds oh. better coming through. Nope. Um... I want one of those. Are you plugged in good? I'm plugged into here. I don't know where you're at. We just got them. What are they? Forty-five bucks? No, I think. I'm well. Mine was free because they gave all the managers one for free because advertisement. Employees were playing twenty-two bucks. So I'm not sure if we're paying more than that. But we have several dozen. You got any three X's? Oh, hold on. Now it says wire headphones. I think this might be a two X. Okay. So I'm not. I'm not sure. 
It says it's playing through the side. wired headphones, which is we what could, these are. We can, but, we can get them. But yeah, we got these maybe a month and a half ago or so. Here, nice. Doing, but, yeah. Maybe it's, it's, it's a, a it's really nice hoodie. Let me try like something it. else. Very nice. It shrunk up a little bit on on the first wash, but it was a little bit too loose. Yeah. How big is that? Two X. They run pretty big. Did the y'all sell them there? Mm-hmm. This is Bluetooth. Let me send you the thing. Oh, here. I'll do Bluetooth. So that's the magic button. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Oh, here. I can probably change the USB now. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. It, it just popped up and it said now I can change it to uh, maybe. Here, I'll pair you Bluetooth. What's, is it going to show up as Rotor, Roadcast, or whatever? Yeah, it should. Roadcast Pro. Break some glass right here. <laughs> did, it give it, did it give it a did it give the option? I don't know. It's still searching. It's not finding anything. Did you get one of these two? No. You're, are you are you visible or whatever? Should be. I mean, Despite being a chef, I'm not a big knife guy. I've only got outside of my kitchen knives. I only got I have one one knife. It's discoverable now. Try it now. Okay, there it is. Roadcaster Pro. There you go. So, what do you swear by? A dry stone or a wet stone? Wet. Uh, we have an electric sharpener in the kitchen, and the guys will use it. Well, there I, we I are. never use it. I don't. I don't like Good it. Yeah, I've got a um, telegram. It's a Smith and Wesson brand, but it's this tiny little whetstone like this. It has this plastic cover slide on it. Okay. And um, it's meant to be like carried, you know, dangle it from your backpack, you know. Um, that's what I use for for my knife. So it's not it's not huge, but it gets the job done because I just don't. Throw a bone and everything? Mm-hmm. Yikes. I'm going to share the link with the group and see if. Do I need to be on there on my phone? No. Okay. <laughs> his service was cut off. He owed taxes. How <laughs> yeah, much feedback there was? Him talking to, to the mic and his phone. The delay. <laughs> yeah, we are live now, though. Yay. Let's see if anybody pops in. Um, yeah, that's why I really wanted to get your opinion on that on that uh, Stephen Paddock thing. Because I was like, I'm, I'm sure he... Knows that bump stocks are <laughs> yeah. bullshit. Yeah, they they are. They're a, they're a total waste of money, and you should probably be shot with a shot with a with a bump stock if you try to decide to buy one. Uh, they should be. It should be a guy in the government who is known as the bump, the bump stock, stock killer, the, the, bump, the bump stock, stock buyer reaper. killer. You know. Yeah. Okay, here's your mission today. These three assholes killed in, in Georgia decided to buy one. Go take them out. <laughs> You laugh, but that's probably somebody's job. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. It probably is. That's a this to, to come back around. Thanks, back Starbucks. onto the Stephen Paddock stuff. Like circle back. I, I'm. I think that that was about that narrative that was released was about bump stocks, and I think this one is about, uh, you know, the um, ghost gun. Ghost gun. We're repeating ourselves. Great job. Take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the the, the real no, thing. No, Matt, shut up and Steven, drink. Nope. But let me ask you this: the real no, the real thing is is what was going on in those hotel rooms above him. 
I'm think, sorry. I, I really think it was a, a gun deal go, gone bad. Yeah, that's my. I, I think so too. But I, I also think it was very much of yeah. The Saudi royal family is going to do what it, it's going to fucking do from now on. We're not really. I don't think this. I don't think it was the Saudis that were there, though. You don't. I don't. I believe it was. It might have been some U.S. government agency, mm-hmm. maybe introducing him somehow to the Saudis or introducing the Saudis to him. Yeah, guys who work for the government but weren't the like CIA shit NGOs. You know? Not even NGOs. Could be an NGO. It could be like Blackwater or some shit. Right. Who they got contracted to do it? And I think whatever was supposed to go down there. Went down wrong, and this was that group's back backup plan. It was the mask. Shit, shit went bad. Uh, so let's let's take him out and start firing into the crowd. Yeah, it, you think it's all coincidental that gun deal went down that night with that crowd down there? You know, that's the, the crowd. The crowd was the literal scapegoat. Yeah, it was a blood sacrifice. Am I getting you hard now, Addison? <laughs> No, it's true, man. No, I, I think that that was either, that was. I've the, seen the Ultimate video. I, I that, was, that was the fallback. Mm-hmm. Was okay if this goes bad, we're going to have that crowd down there to, to plan it on him, you know. And so the shit went bad. Saudis backed out, I guess, or something went sideways with the Saudis. And yeah. they didn't show up. So they're like, the man who knows too much. Boom, boom! All right, shoot the windows out. Uh, use whatever whatever kind of technology they got to cut a hole in the glass or break the glass or whatever. They start shooting the, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that glass isn't tempered as strong once it's cut or has it's, it's easier a, to a break out point of, right. of some sort. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure, you know, the Alphabet Boys they're going to be the ones who know all that technology of how that glass was made. And so, you know, once shit went sideways, took him, took him out. He didn't fire a shot, mm-hmm. and then pop that out, start shooting the crowd. Um, I'd be interested to see what the video shows as that's happening. Muzzle fire. Yeah. No, I'm talking about down on the ground where people are leaving the scene as this has been perpetrated on the crowd. Yeah. I'm sure that's distorted or gone. Well, no, there's videos that you're going to see the video of Dan Balzarian. No. (laughs) You know who Dan Balzarian is? No. Okay. You're, luckily, you're one, God, you're one of the few who don't. Guy, okay. I hate I think him he came up so on the last mega cast. I don't think I know that guy. <laughs> Dan, Dan Balzerian, he is an influencer. Okay. He was a former Navy SEAL. Oh, uh, okay. No, not really. Um, and He's got a lot of no-not-reallys about him, though. What's that? What's that? Not, he has a lot of no-not-reallys about him. Like, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot yeah. of things about him His where he's like, I did this, I did that, and it's like... I won this money in poker. The truth is, he dad, now owns a cannabis dad, company that's fucking failing. His his dad was tired up, <laughs> like, tied up in all I think the savings and loan loan scandals. Okay, mm. he had a bunch of money, but all the money he had somehow ended up in a trust for Dan, his brother, oh, okay. as he went to jail. Gotcha. And then uh, Dan supposedly didn't take any of the money; he just gave it all to his dad. I think it was like sixteen million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, I gave it all to my brother. You know, but then he won all his money in poker games. Poker, yeah. Where poker is one of the few things that isn't tracked in the casino because the the, mon- the house is getting nothing but the rake. They don't get any money that's won. Yeah. So the one he plays the one game that can't be tra- really ain't tracked that much in the casino. Yeah. He won all his money that way. And I think he's turned okay. down people that have challenged him to tournaments on that same yeah. thing. Yeah. Like he's he's a slippery shady. And fucking- so he has burnt through all this money <laughs> and now now owes millions to companies who were supposed to like. Supported. Anyway, he was there. He claimed he was a cop at one time, and he wasn't. There's was this little town in Arizona that sold badges to people, anybody who wanted to buy one. Mm-hmm. The, the town's like 120 people, and the sheriff's like, we need some revenue. Hey, if you if you want a badge from here, you can buy one. 
three hundred gotcha. bucks. Now you're you're a sheriff. You're a, a deputy or officer of this town. He wasn't. Um, he paid like half. That's a Dan Bilzerian. Yeah, it, it, the dude. The, the dude. <laughs> he does straight a lot irons of that. his beard. What else do you need to know? Um, he was there when that happened. Okay, and this goofy ass cowboy hat, not the douche he is. And there's video of him like telling a cop, "Give me your sidearm. Give me your sidearm. I'm a cop." And the guy's like, "If you're a cop, get the fuck away from me. You know this is not a time to be asking me." Because the guy had his had his field rifle out, mm-hmm. you know, still had his sidearm on him. And Dan's bugging the guy about, about getting his sidearm to a, a cop during an active shooter. So yeah, there's videos of it. So he's a bozo, the clown. <laughs> really, he is. There's videos of around that shooting. Of you know, not a lot of shots of the actual window where it happened. Um, so I don't which, know. which is odd, given that everyone would know that's where the shots were coming from. But do you think there were any? Do you think there was any street level shooting into the crowd? I don't. I think it was all really done up there. Yeah, I think it was all done up there. I think. I think. That, I mean, the hardware is definitely a lie. Like that's it's demonstrably a lie. It's just it wasn't a bump stock. It was some kind of fully automatic. Know, Full, fully automatic car. Probably bipoded or tripoded or weapon, whatever, right? Yeah. Where it had plenty of stability. I mean, it you're, could have you're shooting from 300 feet up. Yeah. You know, we talked about it a minute ago. Yeah. Your, accu- it's, your accuracy isn't going to be shit. You know, and I know it's a huge crowd. You really don't need accuracy. I can hear you already saying it when you're listening to this. Just shut it. <laughs> but still, I mean, to hit anything at that elevation. Yeah. You know, it's not some dude who is a professional video poker player. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like one of those made up. Who decided to bring thirty guns into a hotel room? There is video of him bringing the guns in. And the strangest, the strangest thing too is that the official narrative is we don't know. They're like, oh, well, he went mad. We we got there's decided to do that. Of him, like he had access because he was such a high roller. There, he had access to um, like the the cargo elevator room or something. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, like where room service goes up, and he had like one of those things I brought our luggage up on, stacked with like pelican cases. Full of guns and ammo, I'm sure. Right. You know, they had like four videos of him. He made like four trips bringing all these weapons up there. Out of what vehicle? I don't know. But, you know, his brother came out like two days after this happened. He goes, my brother didn't do this. My brother would never do this. Yeah. And then the next day, lo and behold, his brother got popped mm-hmm. with child porn on his computer. Oh, shut the... <laughs> yeah. We're, we're taking Jay down the hole tonight. That was, that was super bizarre. You the computer, the computer was allegedly four chan like shit itself when that happened. <laughs> it was running Windows ninety five. Yeah, yeah, makes about sense. Yeah, yeah. And so they, were like, they were like, they were like, oh, it's a terabyte of speed. He's, yeah, he's gone. You know, yeah. It was, it was out of nowhere. It was a computer that was running Windows ninety five, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, like a terabyte of child porn. Oh, he's gone. It's like, oh, the guy that just said his brother didn't do so it. So the legit guy gets nailed with child porn. Yeah. The child rapist gets strangled in his own jail yeah. cell. He killed himself. What are you talking about? Listen to the narrative. (laughs) No, never. Nobody's in there. So how do you how do you get sucked into the narrative if you're if you're just average Joe but you want to be an FBI agent or CIA guy because you you idolize that as a kid? How do they draw you into the narrative and say, "Hey, this is what what's really going on"? And how do how do you have have you watched network news? (laughs) No, No, but what I'm saying how do they how do they get the guy? They hang out in Telegram channels. That's not the guy to be the guy. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How, how do you cross over the Jordan? <laughs> how do you bring Mecca to Mohammed? <laughs> I think you find the the candidate who is mentally broken somehow. Yeah, you know, and then you exploit that. 
and I don't think it's necessarily conscious in that person, but uh, to radicalize somebody and then being able to control them and move them around as you want, motivate them. I mean, you really have to uh, have somebody who is gullible, is a true is a true believer, but then also is in some way broken enough as a person to um, think that that's their only that's the only thing that they can do. You know, everybody, everyone looks around the world and they see the fucked up nature of our world and how abusive and traumatic it is. And, and you know, we all want to do something to make it not that way, right? A better world, whatever. Um, but that person who is twisted or, or traumatized in a certain way and then that's exploited, um, yeah, you, it's very easy to make them believe that bombing a federal building is the only way, you know? Timothy McVeigh wasn't wrong in what he said, but... There's a lot of fishy stuff about that, whether or not he was really super fishy, really the one involved. If but if, if that the official narrative was real, like he still was kind of broken as a person too. You know, he felt like no one was listening to him. Wasn't he at the Branch Davidians? Mm-hmm. No, before, that's a separate before he did issue. that. Well, I mean, wasn't he there though? Like before that Branch Davidian thing happened, like as a, as kind of like a, he wanted to inspect it. I, I I think I heard something like that. I listened to him podcast that I don't, don't, don't listen to uh give us some thought and they no i'm joking now, there used to be a there's a podcast is still around you have to go you're to not sp- getting your money back <laughs> they're spotify <laughs> exclusive now so i just don't i don't listen to them anymore yeah. like, i'm not downloading spotify mm-hmm. it's called the last podcast on the left uh, i've listened to it before it's really good content yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, it's great um they when they talk about conspiracy theories is like okay here's the narrative and here are the options that could have happened and but they don't say, well, this is the one, or don't believe, or laugh at those. They lay it out there. And they're like, you decide. Yeah, you know, they covered like serial killers and and stuff like that. And they did one on, on Timothy McVeigh. I don't re- remember them mentioning the thing about the branch. He was really big. He was an exceptional soldier. What would the, the the thing that I heard about it was is that he was trying to advocate for them as just an advocate, like oh, uh, okay. Not not during not the joining or not anything. joining not being part of the thing that happened to the branch Davidians, but prior to that, like it wouldn't surprise me because like, he was really big in you know, like, constitution, yeah, freedom right. of religion. He was in all of the all the good stuff, except for the you know blowing up people. I, I was I was going to say James Corbett has a very interesting video about him um, about McVeigh about McVeigh, yeah, where he just kind of in classic Corbett style lays it out like no, he doesn't even really draw conclusions. He just says, well, there's all of this, you know. Um, and it's, 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 there's some wacky stuff about him. Uh, well, they always use a military person. They use that and, uh, well, they use the Patsy for, for Kennedy. It was military. What you said the, the government finds broken people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they find out that they're okay, number one, they, they had probably a rough childhood. I mean, cause 50% of divorces, you know, 50% of marriages divorce. Uh, you got somebody who's actually, actually excellent self-motivation and self-discipline. Guys who who shine and so I think he might he would do some special forces training maybe he was a he was a sharpshooter ranger I mean, he, he did something I don't know if he got tabbed or not but I know he, I think he did some ranger training um, they find those people are like oh you know let's start feeding him the Turner Diaries you know let's start feeding him some of this stuff let's see how far we get I think eventually it goes over the edge yeah and either they take him off his leash 
or um, he gets out of control, gets away from them. But that yeah, wouldn't surprise one, me at all. Yeah. yeah. I, I think about the time I met Timothy Mufang. <laughs> what? I didn't really meet him. <laughs> I was driving um, through this part of the country, through the Midwest, uh-huh. and I spent the night. And I pulled over. I'm like, this is a good enough place. It's, it's 9 o'clock. Time to shut it down. Pulled in. It was in Indiana. Pulled in. And uh, went into, like, it was like a day's end or something. Got a $35 room. Shit, showered, sleep. Get the next morning. They have, like, their continental breakfast. It's like the coffee and the uh-huh. three-day-old Danish. <laughs> Cold bagels. Yeah. yeah. It had, like, their continental <laughs> breakfast up in the lobby. And I opened the hotel door room. And it's nothing but Fox News, CNN, uh, every news channel around. Huge like satellite trucks, like like the they weren't there that they weren't there that night. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't see them, but they were all in front of the hotel. <clears throat> so I was shit. And I will go up front and ask the lady. I was like, I was like, man, what's going on out there? Did something happen? She was, oh, they're executing Timothy McVeigh today. It was Terre Haute, Indiana, is where I was. It's a federal prison there. Ah, oh. Terre Haute, and she's like, yeah, wow. Newspaper, there he is. They're being little. They're, they're executing tonight. Yeah. Stick around. We're having a fair. You know. Like, <laughs> right. Here's your T-shirt. Thanks for coming. And I was like, it's time to get the fuck out of town. So I had to weave through all the news trucks, all the yeah. new, all these gigantic news trucks. Yeah. You know. I'm like, holy fuck. Let's go. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. The world was different before 9/11. It's true. I know it was. But the music of Toby Keith alone. <laughs> <laughs> Went from should have been a cowboy to kicking some ass, huh? We'll put a boot in your ass. You ever heard Wheeler Walker Jr.? I don't think so. Oh, me. Oh, me. Oh, me. Oh, me. Oh, me. I'll show you after the show. Okay. All right. I do like me some Toby Keith, though. Yeah, yeah. But his tone definitely changed at 9-11. Oh, for sure. You know, you, yeah, but you realize more records. You realize you can't put uh, American flag on the back of your car. It, it has to be the Mexican flag or like the Virgin Mary. Like it's oh, only. Oh, I'd like you have Guadalupe the whole <laughs> You don't realize <laughs> this, man, but I light candles every night. Do you really? Yeah, with the little Jesus figurines on the candles. And no shit. kidding. You say a prayer? Yeah, man. I'm praying hey. for you. Now, please do. I need prayer. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The, the time that I officially <clears throat> became Mexican is. <laughs> My, when my when my, my grand, first burrito, when my grandmother made me kiss her dead aunt who was laying in the casket at the oh, front of the no. Catholic church, we go we go up to the front. You the, win, stop. You the, win. The lady's dead. Okay, cold as, cold as ice. She's like, no. let's go see. I don't even remember the lady's name. Let's go, yeah, whoever. Anyway, and so she's like, give her a kiss. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was scarred for life, man. I was scarred for life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the Mexican grandma air horns. That's gross, man. Yeah. <laughs> I only eat Mexican food now. <laughs> Did you know about, you know, Tom Cigarette? I talk about him all the time. Comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his mom is from Peru. And like he's, he did like some college down there. Went down there in high school and like lived a year, went to high school. And he was trying to explain to his cousins who still live in Peru about them trying to uh, neuter the Mexican language, like literally, because, mm. you know, everything is based on masculine and fem- feminine. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so they're not trying to change the Mexican language to fit 
the Zimzer, he, her type thing. That's why they got Latinx now instead of Latina, right. Latino. So they have oh. Latinx instead of Latino or Latina, okay? So he's trying to tell his cousins this, you know, like there's going to be no more la or duh or what, you know, you know he's like, you know, because, you know, people aren't trying to explain to his Peruvian cousins how some people aren't male and aren't female. Right. Okay. Yeah. And one of his cousins goes, you mean like faggots? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he's like, yeah. how do you, how do you explain to them that there is yeah, no exactly. more? Yeah, stuff. Yeah, they don't. They don't comprehend. You yeah, know, not having any Kendall style. That's because they're, they're, right. they're normal. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. It's precisely it. Tell us more, Addison. Tell us more. <sighs> Industrial society, man. It's gonna crash. Hope you have chickens. Hail Christ. Well, you you gotta have <laughs> I pray. to make the to make the uh, masses. Oh, okay. Here's subjective. Here's what can I do my version of that? To make the masses subjective, <laughs> you have to eliminate sex and gender. Yeah. Uh, you did. You do. Society collapse. Chickens. Yeah. Buy some chickens. Christ. Hail Christ. Society's going to collapse. Buy some goats. Hail Satan. <laughs> I knew it. I, knew. <laughs> I See, knew that was coming. Me and Matt they're, share that wavelength. They're good for milk, but they're not. The, the problem is they eat everything. Like you. Yeah. You, you're, you're in tr- the like lawnmowers. You're get rid of. You just want to get rid of the machinery. But See? it's not even. But it's worse than that. Like if you want to do goats, you have to have like a goat oh, farm a lot and it. nothing. There's else. like all kinds of shit that goes into raising goats. And, and and they'll hop. They'll hop anything. They'll chew through anything. They'll eat any. Like you can't. I've there's very little else you can do if with goats. Fa- if your fence doesn't hold water, it won't hold goats. That's what I've always been told. That's <laughs> they, what, will, that's, they yeah. will find the smallest little thing to put their fucking hoof in and, and eat, gone. chew, and climb, and yeah, they're. Yeah, even but the, the, but, but the miniature goats too. Well, they're gonna have a harder. They have those little legs, but, but they'll, the they'll find their way. So those are Mexicans, <laughs> Nigerian. If you want, if you want milk from a from a dwarf goat, the Nigerian no. dwarf goats produce the most milk per body size. God, I want. I, yeah. I've been telling my wife I want some goats so bad. So miniature. You're goats. unincorporated, aren't you? Unincorporated, man. I could have <laughs> you and Matt, dude. Start two two little hobby farms going on here. Shit, Matt brews the beer and you get the milk. You brew beer. No, no, I missed. Come on, man! Don't hold out on us. My goodness. Uh, <laughs> now, definitely, you could you could easily get some chickens if you have any kind of backyard at all. Yeah, but I've got snakes. So, so do I. I have, do you, I have foxes. How do you get? How do you keep your chickens safe? I, I built a tractor that they're not going to get into. Be gone. Go that tractor supply. It looks like uh, sawdust stuff sprinkled around like around the edges of your yard. Keep snakes out. Okay. Well, can I, you just have like garden snakes, or you have like black snakes and stuff? There's some water behind. Well, I'll put it this way: I had rabbits one year, excessive rabbits, and then I found a huge snake. <laughs> Next year, there was no rabbits. A big old fatten. Okay. Okay. So you you have predatory snakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as they're not venomous, you'll be okay. No, it was a big. Oh, they're not. Yeah, it's but a big weird. black. Well, snake. I don't know if there's anything here in the town that that. <clears throat> Yeah, it might be difficult to do chickens if you have that, but you but can do it. Will eat the, yeah, but even a non-venomous will eat that shit. Oh, yeah. Eggs. Yeah. Yeah. They'll yeah. get right in there and eat that shit. Yeah. And probably, Plus, it probably chicks, too, if they can get their mouth around it. I mean, you can go to a farm and home and get a, a chicken coop, but I'm not I'm not going all out for that. And they're too expensive. I know. I, I, saw, I saw one the Mayor, other day. Mayor will build you one, apparently, with I will. five pallets. I will. Whatever, <laughs> what, pick, pick something out at farm and home, and I'll build it for half price. I'm dead serious. It'll be just as sturdy. I can just trade out in CBD, and nothing, <laughs> and nothing will, nothing will get in. Hey, hey, you know we're old. We're like your prime clientele. Your company, forty something, Mexican, Mexican, 
No, it's 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 true because we have. I mean, we didn't even realize we had. We got bobcats. We have foxes. We have all. We got stuff. fucking bobcats. We, yeah, there was there was one a mile away that somebody posted on their ring doorbell. Really? Yeah. It's it's Chesterfield. One oh nine is right on the other. There's a highway that's a number. They they track up and down. <laughs> it's not a state highway. They track up and down one oh nine. Well, no. So so one oh nine is like very rural. As soon right. as you start going down, world, you know that's where Babbler State Park is yes, and all that of stuff. Course. And so we're we're right behind there. So it's like. It's it's open season. There there was a bear a couple miles away. The, one of those that black bear that was in Chesterfield. I love bears. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Well, that's what I. It was kind of funny because our neighbors like freaked out. Like as soon as the black bear was posted on next door, they're like, "Oh my god, did you guys hear?" And we're like, "Yeah, we saw it." And there's Fox Two article and all that. Bear's not going to attack anything. No. It's basically like an overgrown. This part of the country that's an overgrown raccoon. Exactly. That's, that's what Absolutely. I literally. That's what I literally told my wife. She goes. She goes. Well, you know. Maybe, and I said. I said, babe. Black bears are the most docile thing in the world. They almost like they never attack humans. I was like, we're bigger than them because she because me and my kids go on a walk every afternoon. So, yeah, stand your ground with a black bear, and they do get scared. Yeah, black, yeah, black bears are very scared. They get scared, they and don't. when they're on trash, that's all they want is trash. Exactly. And I was like, they're trash pandas. Yeah. <laughs> that's raccoons. We had that discussion last. That's night. what that's what Matt just said. They're yeah. overgrown raccoons. They're, they're yeah. horrible. Yeah, they are. See. Uh, but but they they put up a trail cam and all this stuff and they're like don't go walking down the lane and I'm like okay first of all I have a nine millimeter in my belt if I do run across this black bear and also it's there's no way that a black bear in Chesterfield is going to attack me and my two children it's not going to happen this is, <laughs> and if it is I'm supposed to go does your audience know my <laughs> does your audience know my love for possums I think so. well everybody in the inner circle oh, the inner circle does, yeah yeah that yeah. uh, guy I, lo- I love them. <clears throat> They're, they're the best. They have. They're the best little animals. I slammed on the brakes in the truck, dude. I was trying to because he was right in the middle. He was well. He he was right in the middle. And he was just getting to the edge, and so I stopped. And I'm like, I got to get a picture of that for Hango because <laughs> this possum's this like you know trying to go in the woods. And I'm like, oh, come on, come out from behind the tree, you bastard! Never did. Dude, I ain't told. You, I think I told you last night. Pop called mom yesterday and said, "Hey, I'm at this job site. <laughs> possum here with like four babies. You think Hango would want it?" <laughs> And she texted me yesterday morning, I think at 7.30, hey, do you want a possum and four babies? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no. She took that to the next level. And she's like, well, he just knows you love him and thought you would want him. I'm like, I, I'm not going to put it in the woods where it belongs. Yeah. Possums are not meant to There are some possums, possums that are pets, but, I mean, I'm not going to fuck around with them. They didn't be out in the woods eating ticks and snakes and cleaning up roadkill. That, that should be their job. They do, should be pets. Do possums nest at a certain spot, or are they travelers? They travel, from from all I know about them. You know, like they're the only marsupial we have in North America. You know, when they're, they carry the babies for like two weeks. Okay, and then she has them, and they crawl in the pouch, hmm. and they live there until they're able to crawl out, and then they crawl on. You see them like yeah. moms carrying like eighteen of them on their on their back, you know, yeah. and they'll stay on her back until they get too big and fall off, and they go off on their own. Got it. That's it. Huh? Yep. They're, they're, they're raccoons are assholes. Yes, they, they, ding, clean up, ding. they clean up roadkill. They do all kinds of stuff like that. No, they're pests. Oh, and also, by the way, when you're, you're going, you're going. But Hango, what about what about rabies? Go fuck yourself. Opossums rarely ever carry rabies. Their body temperature is too low to, to hibernate the disease. Raccoons, on the other hand, are super spreaders. 
Those motherfuckers should be social distancing 24-7. <laughs> they carry rabies. Yeah, they, they eat a lot of bugs. They also steal they your shit. They eat garbage, shit. though. If, if, yes. if you see them in the city, that that is not a bug natural no. raccoon. That, no. that, his, his belly is full of, like, microplastics and cheese. Yeah. Like... And yeah, my kids know that very well. They're, they don't go do the take the trash out after dark because yeah. raccoons are already in there popping up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you have like a, I think people with screened in porches, like with the dog door. Yeah, they come in through the dog door and like grab the dog food and run out the yeah. out the door with them. You know, possums are just chill, man. They just they might hiss at you, and they have hands. That's the problem with they raccoons. They have opposable like thumbs. Yes, I mean, they, I mean, possums have opposable thumbs. Yeah. But 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 raccoons like use their hands to they'll, get in. They'll run things. bipedal. They'll, they'll open. Run. They'll open locks. Like raccoons are. This is the warm line over there. Anybody uh, it's, my, it's it's my wife, but I don't think she wants to talk. Come on, Mayor, speak up. <laughs> she can. No, you know what? Give us some chicken feedback. <laughs> hey, your your husband's over here running a scam of trading out chicken coops for CBD. <laughs> <laughs> now I'd be happy to build you a, a chicken coop. No, it's, it's funny. I, I was saying to a friend the other day. He's like, he's like, he's trying to make fun of me because I don't work a nine to five. You know. And uh, and he's like, do you even have a job? And he really hates like the race stuff, and he really hates that I'm doing chickens. Like he hates that I. What's his deal with chickens? Well, well, he he hates that I like want to unplug and like OTG uh, kind of stuff. It isn't his life. And what so, the hell? And so I said, I was, and this was the day I, w- I went over and helped Chris build his chicken coop or his chicken tractor, and did a bunch of other stuff for him. And uh, I said, he's like, he's like, do you have a job? And I was like, yeah, it's 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 helping white men prepare for rebuilding society. See, I and said, I said, and business is booming. <laughs> See, you're so much nicer than I am. I would have said, oh, I've got one as long as your mom keeps calling me. <laughs> yeah. That's like the story about the, the guy who said. Uh, oh. Are you, you trying to say something? No. Oh, she has her place. I who is over there and built the chicken tractor? She wants to jump this, on and correct me. This is another white woman claiming a man's business. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Um, hey, why don't you go ahead and how to vote? I, let's be clear about who built that one. Let's be clear. Who built it? Who got ditched when her husband went shopping with his bestie, Chris? It's true. And she was outside working on the tractor it's, all day. It's true. Not an injury because of it. <laughs> Chris and I uh, got stoned and went to Orsaline's. That's when I said. <laughs> 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 what is she yapping about? I don't know. She, you're cutting in and out real bad, babe. This is how all women sound to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you want to try it again? You still there, babe? Fascinating. Anyway, does she <laughs> give her your have her call your phone? How oh, maybe she might be pissed. Meredith, her her. That's I think the microphone's going out on her phone. It sounds like she was uh-huh. like she didn't have headphones in. She's getting feedback. She definitely we've been talking, but yeah. yeah. Meredith, we love you. I'm sorry. Well, a lot of a lot of phones. Yeah, if you're trying to do just on and off, and while you're yeah, it doesn't work out. Meredith, well. please come back on my show. <laughs> Don't hate me, uh, but no, it's. It, uh, but I'll kind of finish her story, and yeah, she has a right to put me on blast. Me and Chris got stoned and went to Orsland's, uh in order to pick up some more screws what is and some other things. It's like a farm store. It's a small farm. Like hardware, store. yeah, hard, hardware and farm. Uh, but the difference between yeah, like you can pick up like horse feed, 
Yeah, and and, and, and they had a whole display of chickens. Like is it like Brannicky or? Um, no, it's a, it's a lot like. Have you ever been to Farm and Home up yeah. off? Of, yeah, it's like a smaller version of that. Okay. Yeah. They, I uh, I don't think they had a gun counter. Farm and Home has a gun counter. Got a message from uh, the bedroom overlord. We're getting a little too loud when we laugh. Oh, are we? And it is after ten o'clock, and we are in a hotel. Interesting. So we don't want to wake the put wake the, the AirPods back in. It's <laughs> probably hard to over them. That's what scares me. Oh, um, oh, was she back? No, it's my mom. Oh, hey, Miss Todd. I'm taking questions on Freemasonry tonight. If you'd like to chime in, <laughs> you might open yourself up for something. I'm glad she. I hope she didn't hear what I said earlier about about the goats and Satan. So, yeah, well, yeah. hey, man, look, here's the deal. You're responsible for your beliefs, and I'm responsible for mine. Well, I'm glad you finally came around that realization. I've always realized. Well, that. I've been preaching that for three years to you, and you <laughs> please throwing crucifixes at me and. <laughs> Drink this, drink this. What is it? Holy water. I want to see you smoke <laughs> from the inside out. Uh, Miss Todd, would you like to speak? Raise your hand. Miss Todd? You want to say something, Mom? Oh, she's just listening. She's probably just listening. She wants to hear how I'm corrupting her son, apparently. Yeah, who does? That's all I've heard is how that, that boy will drag you to hell. Stay away from him. He's too old for you, Addison. Ah, <laughs> uh, the scripture says no one can pluck him. That man pluck him out of the out of his hand. That that man is or in his forties. He's trying to groom you. <laughs> groom me to what? Groom me to chickens? Because that's that seems well, to be the, I'm planting the seeds, man. Uh, did I start? Did I start preaching that like two years ago to you? Why are you uh, living in that uh, oh, jungle? Why don't you get out of that fucking place? Oh yeah, yeah. buy more guns. Yeah, stop having kids. <laughs> <laughs> now we wish we could have more kids. I got a couple I'll sell you. I got uh, the Penske you. truck tonight, actually. I brought kids <laughs> yeah, to the guns. <laughs> no, thank you. I uh, know you worked with Wayfair. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, that was hot for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. That was like a two-day thing. And poof. And gone. Yeah. It's like well poisoning, man. It's just so blatant. Like It's like, this is this is nonsense. Yeah. Uh, there's so many. It's, it's bizarre. The, the longer I look, look at conspiracy stuff and the longer that I... The more and more I see of it, uh, the more I'm like, yeah, that's that's a bullshit. That's bullshit. You know, that's oh, that's a, that's a story to <clears throat> to drive. Um, you know, like just all these conservatives are like, oh, it's you know, it's um, they're trying to ban bump stocks. It's a it's a false flag shooting to try and ban bump stocks. Well, no, there's a bigger story behind it, which is what you were talking about. You know. Like the Saudi connection, you know. But the, the conservatives didn't make a fuss when it happened. Yeah, yeah. Because Trump well, that's it. what I was just going to say. Because e- even with like that stuff, like with Wayfair, it's like, oh, Wayfair, and it's like, well, okay, but like most of y'all still have your Netflix subscriptions and your Disney Plus subscriptions and your all that kind of thing. So it's like, what are we? What are we really willing to put our money where our mouth is yeah. when it comes down to it? Well, remember when Cuties Cuties was a thing for like t- mm-hmm. two months? Mm-hmm. I, I canceled Netflix when that came out. You know, I did. Um, yeah, but I mean, they tried to play it off like, oh, it was it was done. No, that that movie was. I never watched it, right? But I well, I watched a couple of people on YouTube talk about. And it. They were talking about it. Yeah, and he's like, you know, this was why they showed like the. Show poster in France, I guess, where it first came out at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looked nothing like the poster they made for Netflix. Yeah, the original one was you know these girls playing in a park, and the one on Netflix they had on you know 
like burlesque outfits or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like with booty shorts, like twerk outfits. Yeah, you know, and I, I think Netflix might have fucked up because I don't think I don't think it got it wouldn't have been as big of a thing um, had they used the original poster. Mm. Um, because at least Netflix let people know what the show was going to be about with theirs, right? Where people weren't getting an hour in and finding out, oh, it's about a thirteen girl, a thirteen year old girl takes a picture of her private parts and sends it to somebody trying to frame them, right? You know, so I don't know, but yeah, cuties was a big thing. Uh, you ever listen to Mama Max or watch Mama Max on YouTube? No, okay, he covers a lot of these. <clears throat> He's really big into um, tracking outing pedophiles. Mm-hmm. That he use online services. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a daughter, you know. Yeah, He's got, he lives around Houston, I think. Uh, makes his he gets like you get one video maybe every couple months from him, but it's really well produced and it's really well researched. Very good stuff. That's how Mouthy Buddha used to be. Okay, before, well, before it got banned, he's like Mouthy, but Mouthy dove more into the conspiracy theory side. Oh of yeah, it. yeah. And Mama just shows how easy it is for him to be attempted groomed. He he poses, he handles all like the typing. Yeah, he shows like. These social medias that are marketed to kids yeah. and apps marketed to kids for chat mm-hmm. with zero yeah. protection and security. Oversight for the kids. whatsoever. Yeah. None. I think one of them, they use like one of the apps he was showing, they use like a Gmail account for their corporate account. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's that bad. I've seen some of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So he goes into these and he gets these guys on the hooks and he's like 12, like 13 instant, year old. Instant dick yeah. sometimes. Yep. One guy was using a bot just really? to spam everybody. Yep. Yeah. Really? Yep. So he'll talk them in to... Did you... Did you well, he'll talk them into showing their face, and he's got a voice actor, this girl who's like in her 20s, but she sounds like she's 12. She can make her voice change yeah. naturally. And he'll get them in like a Skype... A, try to get them into a Skype call with their camera on. And then they come on, he'll like, thanks. And just post their picture on YouTube. YouTube has pulled his shit down so many times. Huh. Yeah. And and he he's like he his last video was called Pick Aside YouTube. Are you, I, are I, you I, gonna start I, keep ed, keep editing us who are trying to show what's happening to the kids? Yeah. yeah. Or are you gonna side with the pedos? Well that's what I, I, if I'm not mistaken, Mouthy Buddha's last video was about that super weird Tom Hanks stuff on his yeah. Instagram. And it was like it was just irrefutable and it's well it, it, it was irrefutable what happened. And for those that don't know, there there were some pictures on, on Tom Hanks' Instagram where if you took the the random letters and numbers that were in the back and put them into a Russian search engine, you'd pull up child porn. Like, it just – it happened. And it's one of those things where it's like, okay, this is, this is definitely a thing, but nobody can really thumb what or who it is or why it is. And it's possible – it is possible that it's – entirely a coincidence like that is possible that that random string of letters and numbers pulls that up on this Russian search engine. Um, but yeah, and he, he did all kinds of disclaimers and said, I'm not claiming anything. I'm, I'm simply showing you what this is. And then, and then YouTube pulled them. Well, he even said like on one of his videos, he was talk, talking about symbolism, mm-hmm. the um, triangle thing, the, the triangle that spirals in is supposed to be like for boys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, heart, stuff, yeah. the heart spiral yeah. thing is for girls. A lot of that stuff in his. his and too. people would send him stuff all the time about you know, look at this, look at look at this. And one of them was like a toy from a fair that had a heart on it. Yeah, he's like, he, he said, look, 
we can't not stop draw. We can't stop drawing hearts. Yeah, or triangles. Yeah, we have to. We have to use some filter here. Yeah, and no, no not every heart is a sign for a molester. Not every yeah. triangle is a sign for a molester. Yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, he tried to calm people down a lot. You know, like, hey, this is not. It's not that deep. Yeah. But when you see it, you're going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I actually sent him something one time. Um, I uh, I found a bunch of Instagram accounts that were really weird, super shady. Yeah, it was just it, it was like a whole lot of kids and a whole lot of poses, and a whole lot of adult followers, and it was just very very odd. I haven't seen him posting anything like on BitChute or anything. I think it's been some time. Yeah, I check yeah. You know, every couple months to see, and it's just those. Yeah, those. Well, few he, I believe he started a two or three parter that he was going to do about uh, Maxwell. Mm-hmm. And I think he only got to one, one part, yeah. but he's, he's the one that t- turned me on to that, that super weird line from her deposition uh, where they say, uh, you know, state your name. And then, the, and then they say, are you a, are you a citizen of the UK? And she says, yes. Are you a citizen of the United States? Yes. Are you a citizen of any other land? And she says, uh, Terramar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That was, that kind of sent me down a rabbit hole. Cause have you ever looked into that? Mm-hmm. That's, Bizarre shit, shit, man. It's it's really it's really weird stuff. Um, uh, there was a podcast this too about her dad. Oh, Robert Maxwell. Yeah, that's some wild, wild shit. Do you yeah. know who he was? He was a big media guy. Yeah, over in the UK. But what's mm-hmm. the podcast? Uh, it's like a movie called Maxwell. I have to find it. Okay. I'm sure. I'm interested in that. But yeah, he talked about his how he mysteriously died mm-hmm. you know, in the on the of boat, boat, right? Yeah, yeah. on the boat. You know, and how he had connections to a lot of intelligence agencies, including like MI5 and MI5. Mossad. What's the one in the UK? MI5. Yeah, uh-huh. MI5. Yeah, and, and Mossad. Go figure. So I mean, it's and, <laughs> like my mom. My mom don't know Mossad. Mom, if you're when you listen to this, Mossad is like the CIA in Israel. So, well, and, it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> For more on that, listen it's, to give that some thought yeah. every Thursday. Mom, do not on- listen to that show. <laughs> I don't have time for those questions. Oh yeah, you do. Um, but no, yeah, it was like it, it's wacky stuff, man. It's really weird. Uh, oh, I want you to think. You ever heard what's the most what's the rarest passport on Earth? One found at Ground Zero. You know what it is? <laughs> September eleventh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm I watched this whole thing about it. it's. Um, <clears throat> it's not not Malta. It has to do with the Knights Hospitallers, okay, Saint John. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, because they're they're still active today, even though they were founded back during the Crusades. Um, like they're still active all throughout, like the Mediterranean. Into the Black Sea, I guess. Mm. Israel, Palestine, that whole area. And that that passport pretty much gets you anywhere in the world. Huh. With no visas. <laughs> I'm not. talking to man. There's like a cloud of smoke. <laughs> yeah, sorry, bud. <laughs> I'll have to find the video and link it. It's so good. Um, I think it's like the Knights, not Hospitallers of St. John or the Knights of St. John of Malta. It's, it's, something, it's something to do with that area down there. Huh. I think they've got a passport, but it only works at their hospitals. Okay. Like their hospital, the land their hospital's on is their own yeah. territory. 
Huh. Like the Vatican. Just like the Vatican. Dude, how bro, the Vatican uh what, we, hey, hey. I mean we can't get into the Vatican, bro. No. <laughs> we, we, we've got a year. Until when? Mega Mega Cast three. From the Vatican Library. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna break in. No, no, we're not. We're gonna no, run some no, extension cords. Yeah. And we're no, gonna record no, this. No, we're not. In the Vatican Library. I don't want to see the demons that are down there, bro. I've, no, I've got a friend that was <laughs> They wrote about that in Revelation, that I'm telling you. <laughs> Yeah, the Vatican libraries. Man, I, I would do it. It's 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 not even that. It's it, you know. I want to see I, the I, extent of the control, man. It's it's just. It's, I want to know what's in those books down there. Yeah. Um, you, how much of it you think came from the Library of Alexandria? I'm sure, quite a bit of it. As much <laughs> as much as they could, which they could carry in their little arms. I think. Yeah. I, think I think they burned all the books too, and now it's all bullion that they stole. But well, anyways, look, look that's another issue. Look who's burning books in America now. Who your, your people? My people, yeah. My people. The are Baptist. We are, what books are we burning? Oh, the gay one. Well, the gay ones need to be burned. <laughs> the, the dude, yeah. See, the dude, the dude who talks about the being six witches in his church. Oh yeah, he's been doing like weekly book burnings. That's good. Yeah, but the modern day book. They burning. can bring in, they can bring in their occult books and burn them. Not the occult books. They're burning like Brave New World. Oh well, don't burn that. Yeah. Huh. But the modern day book burning is is having your Twitter account deleted. <laughs> it really is. Or suspended. It's like it's they're getting, they're getting you accustomed to being deleted. Yeah. Jo- well, Joseph Farrell has long said that. Oh, we're about to go down a hole with that one. Amazon Amazon's you know ebook platform is called the Kindle for a reason. Like, ah, oh. yeah. Like he he swears he's like if you want to read my books, oh, please yeah. order them from my publisher. I never like, listened to him before, but I heard y'all talk about it on your show one time. They're like he's like don't buy them off Amazon because it's gonna be edited all the shit. Yep, yep. And he's like, That's and crazy. if not now, one day it will be. And yeah, their their ebook platform is called the Kindle. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So circle back around what we were talking about earlier. I think I asked you about that one about oral tradition mm-hmm. and and the talking. And so I would love to have some kind of podcast set up with like a fire pit. I think that would be, be nice. So cool. Yeah. Actually sit around like a fire and talk. Of course, it's kind of hard to do, you know, when it's 98 degrees and 100% humidity outside. Yeah, I was going to say, no you're going to have to move no up here for the fire pit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I went to reading like through a lot of oral tradition stuff. And I think I asked you one night about, you know, do you think it's accurate or not? And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it's, it had to be accurate. Yeah. You know, they they've said that story over and over and over and over to every generation coming up, you know, because in case one gets wiped out going to war or something, learn this, learn this, learn this, learn this. And I, I think that's, that's really what I, I read all those. And I was like, is this really, you know, I wonder how accurate it is. And you said it, you believe it really was. Yeah, I think so. That's what I'm starting to do with my kids. I'm starting to really give them, give them like, the Earth is flat. The Earth is flat. The Earth is flat. <laughs> they can see it is. Come on, I don't it's need to. Gates. I don't need to tell gates. them things that are obvious. Uh, <laughs> no, it's. It, I, I've started to really do that with the scriptures with with my, with my kids. Like really, you know, just pulling out a specific scripture and giving it to them when they need it. And what's that? <laughs> I thought something happened yesterday. Keep going. I, I, I got to tell you this story. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Finish yours though. Um, but yeah, I, I I just take it out and I give it to them and 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 it really works because it it really they um, they recall it like they'll bring up the scripture at a certain point and that's when you know like you said it's like 
not only is it the repetition, but it's the importance mm-hmm. because, you know, if there's one person in the world that my son hears from more than anybody and trusts more than anybody, it's me, you know? So now, yesterday me and Tink were having a discussion and somehow King Solomon came up <laughs> and I said, man, I said, I love Ecclesiastes. I love reading it, you know, cause you got the smartest, richest, wisest man ever live this earth is getting to the end of his life and going, none of this means anything. Yeah. You know, and I was like, man, that's just, it's a banger. <laughs> said, Did you just call Ecclesiastes a banger? I was like, it slaps like a motherfucker. <laughs> and the crazy thing is that we all get to that point. <clears throat> oh yeah. We're, we're, he's, he's saying, look at all this I had. And even me, I know this, Everything. Is, this is dust. At one point. And you know, in your twenties, you don't really think like that, but double that and you start to think about stuff like that. Like, what am I actually doing here? What am I actually, what's my purpose? What's my impact? What, what's the point? Yeah. And you really start to think about that. I mean, <clears throat> theoretically, we don't really have very much the, the group of us here is for, like, like that guy would have. Right. Yeah. But it's still, you think about it in relation. Oh, I'll, I'll just speak for myself. and think for that. Think like that in relation to my life. Like I've got it pretty good, you know? What's the point? Mm. Then you got to think about there is a point. You just got to nail it down and be okay with it. And the thing that I would say, and, and like uh, Addison was saying with the with the kids recalling the scriptures and stuff like that, my kids all went through Awanas, and yeah. I have one that's still in there, and one that went all the way through, and she can recall that stuff like that. Yeah, you know. But then I always try to think that's the most important thing, man. Yeah, and, and you, you got to kind of. Let yourself go. Let you know. I got to let myself on the let myself off of the hook a little bit because I always think: Is it just the words that they're repeating, or is it the message that's getting in? But the scripture says it won't return void. Exactly. Yeah, and that's and because my thing is by giving it to them, I'm putting my faith in that scripture. By giving it to them, I'm I'm doing that because I know that it won't return void because I know it didn't for me. Because I, you know, I'll, I'll remember scriptures out of nowhere. I mean, I cheat sometimes. I cheat a lot. I try not to, you know, because I'll think of a, a, of a verse or like a scripture or, or maybe a story of of some kind, and I'll have to Google it and see where it is. Um, but it's it's amazing the stuff that'll just come to me out of nowhere, and I'll just be like, oh yeah, you know, for whether it's for my kids or whatever. So, Absolutely. But but it's it's putting your faith in the fact that it won't return void that makes it not return void because you're, you're doing, you're, you're putting your intention into giving it to your kids, knowing that it won't turn return void. At least that's how I look at it. Yep. Um, Do you know the story of King Solomon's ring? Oh God. The, the, have you ever heard it before? Matt, you no, ready, I don't think you're so. Go, you're ready to go. He's going to no. get to this masonry. No, no, no. This is sacred. This geometry. is like a, this is one of those like, you know, may or may not have happened. You know, it's not found in scripture or anything. And supposedly, King Solomon had a real temper, very temperamental, highest of highs, lowest of lows, uh, maddest of mad. You know, it's that kind of guy. Just there was no even kill in between, right? And a uh, soothsayer came to him, and he grabbed him by the hand and put this ring on his on his hand and said, "Look at this. Whenever you have, no matter what mood you're in, highs lows, look at this ring to help center you." And on the ring, it says, 
this will pass. So whenever he was at the biggest feasts, having the best time, he'd look at that ring and know this is temporary. And when they were in the middle of a war and troops were getting slaughtered, he would look at that ring and remember, this is temporary. And so it kept him even for a long time. And one day he got into one of these mad rage fits and pulled the ring off and threw it down. Because they had said, you can don't never, t- never take it off. Always keep it on. And when he threw it down, there was an inscription on the inside and said, this will also pass. Hmm. Yeah. So no matter how good it'll ever be, it's always going to be bad. No matter how bad it's going to be, it's always going to be good. And the important thing is to keep that even keel. Yeah. It's fun to live in the moment. It's a lot of fun, you know, but we also need to remember works tomorrow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think bringing it to that technology now, a lot of kids see Instagram and think that's life. Yeah. And I try to try to tell kids. I know it's like, don't look at that shit. Nope. You're all you're getting is the fucking highlights. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, Mess has got a teenage daughter now. Mm-hmm. And she's hearing, you know, people are showing her Instagram at school. Like, you know, look what they did. I said, look, what, you know, too bad you couldn't have came. They were trying to get her to come. You could have been in the picture too. Yeah. Fuck that shit. That none of the, you're, not, you're not seeing what the parents had to go through to get all those kids together. You know, you're not, you're not living. It's an altered reality. All that stuff. And, you know, like uh, Miss Alabama, a harpoon's girl. Mm-hmm. If she's got a 15 year old daughter and a 17 year old boy, mm-hmm. she don't let her, she didn't let her kids have social media until they get their license. Mm-hmm. That's a good rule. That's she's like, rule. like, if you're old enough to drive, I'm giving you responsibility also to be on this. Mm-hmm. It's like her son didn't get a face. She, get, I think, he had a Facebook page when he turned 16. You know, but this kid is, he's going to be a good kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, Drives a stick shift. <laughs> All right. Fishes. Yeah. Spits out with his grandfather. He's getting getting yeah. raced right. Yeah, but I, th- I think you know we need to kind of look at Solomon's ring every once in a while and remember, hey, you know, don't pay attention to fucking Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Or what movies come out center on what you need to focus on. Yeah, I get distracted too. You know, me and Matt were talking about wasting ten hours a day playing. Pixels on a screen, mm-hmm. you know. It's bad. It's a big one. We need to get focused on what's going on. My, my buddy Skull used to be a big gamer, loved it. He worked from home and gamed. For, worked for the government. <laughs> and uh, got a hair up his ass with some friends of his to open this restaurant, you know, now they're being considered for a Michelin star. And when he, st- he decided to do that, he got rid of all of his gaming systems. He's like, I need to focus on this because I know if I – I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do both. Yeah. You got to give something up to get no. something. And so he took mm-hmm. the time, like I'm focusing on this. And like he texts me the other day, he's like, "Hey man, if you ever get a PS5, let me know. I'll get one. I can." Everything's kind of calm. He's getting ready to open that bar. Oh yeah, I was telling you about. Yeah, he's a little inside information from the Hango Show coming to DC. He's opening like a 50s era, like Mad Men style, like cocktail bar. Okay. So that's so bad. I said we didn't do Mega Cast Three, man. <laughs> live from live from the belly of the beast, right? I mean, yeah, DC. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to DC. <laughs> I'm not. No, no. That's one of the things that ain't happening. Was insidious. Uh, is insidious about a lot of things, but especially about video gaming. Um, especially when you're a single guy, like to come home, and you just the highlight of your day is that four hours you play a video games at the end of the day. 
And it's like you're going throughout your entire day just to have three or four hours at the end of the day. Get that taste. Where you have that escapism, you know, rather than your energy being on what you need to accomplish in the day, you know, that's energy well spent. You know, if you're just spending that energy to get to a certain point, you're not accomplishing anything, you know. Yeah. What's going on, Jay? No, I was just, I was just, you get, you had me thinking about that uh, 50 style era bar. I was thinking I'm, I'm more of a Peaky Blinders kind of guy. <laughs> I, I, I want to like that show so much and I've watched Everything except for the last, I think halfway through the fifth season, and I want to like it so much, but it was it was hard. The the first, I think the first season was the best. Yeah, and I picture myself if I could be anybody back then. That, that I feel like I'd run something like that. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, it, I'm too much of a Tom Hardy fan. Like after he left the show, I was like, oh. All right. Dude, speaking of time, when are they going to bring back Taboo? Right? Dude, that is a great show. Did you see Ta- is you, that the you one where like- they is that the one where they people like get themselves crucified to see what it feels like? <laughs> no. What the fuck are you watching? <laughs> no, no, man, I, no I seriously, this, I want to know the name of what no, you're watching. No. I'm serious. By the way, Glow oh, Niggers, that's a joke. We <laughs> no. not this is not a snuff film operation. We don't there was a show it. called Taboo. Yeah, they did like the body suspension type yes. stuff. In, in, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Is it the same thing? No, this is a... This <laughs> okay, is a, good. This is a, <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> they, they took somebody in South America and they wanted to be crucified as a thing. They do it every as a year. Thing, and they, Easter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, like anyway, the Philippines, we're going to get crucified this weekend. No, thanks. Um, My Lord did it. I don't have Taboo to. Taboo is like a historical drama. Mm-hmm. And it's about it's about the East India Trading Company, mm. and this guy's dealings with them. Um, he went to Africa. Was it Africa he mm-hmm. went to? Yep. And he did something. It's a little bit. Uh, he comes Voodoo-ish? back. He, he seems he he comes back with maybe a little bit of a possession. Something's going thing on with him. He's yeah. having the flashbacks to the chick in the river or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it gets tied into like um, they pretty much become pirates. Yeah. at the very yeah. end of it, but they're it, come they're coming to America. But in the protagonist, Spoiler. played by Tom Hardy, <laughs> is he has the rights to uh, Victoria Island in the Pacific? Yeah, it's like his dad was connected. Yeah, was it his dad? Yes, yeah. It's been like six years since I watched that, and he was his dad was connected to the East India Trading Company. His dad died under. Mysterious mm-hmm. circumstances or something, but that big island that's between Washington State and the border of Canada, right there on the oh, yeah, west coast, yeah, Victoria, yeah, Victoria, yeah. Island, Victoria yeah. Island. he mm-hmm. had like the rights to it for trade. Anything coming to it and leaving it, like he could tax it. And so the East India Company, that was a major port for them, that was kind of like off the books a little bit. And Something's waiting on. Yeah, I think is it your mic stand? Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Hang on one second. Oh, yeah, I'm going back and forth like this. Yeah, we need to... Hang, 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 on, hang on, let me kill this mic. Pull that cord out. Push the little button. Damn it, my... God, we're breaking my shit. These fucking kids. I swear, <laughs> they're going to be the death of me. Good thing, like, nothing like this ever happens at GTST. 
Sorry. Don't wiggle it so much. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I guess better now. Anyway, his dad had Victoria. Yes, yeah, so he was able to have like rights from trading rights. So, of course, you know, the big corporation is trying to move in. Muscle out the little guy. But then there's also this paranormal, demonic, spiritual side to it. Of Let's don't go pl- applying words like de- demonic. Just because you eat the head off a chicken don't mean the, there's been a lot of chicken casting out. You know that? Your chickens, everybody's chickens. This is the occult version of naming them. Where you, just, you say the, the, like, you know, child sacrifice, and the person's like, easy, why easy. are you being anti Semitic here? Yeah, exactly. what? I, just, I didn't say anything about the Jews. How <laughs> dare you? Yeah, you did, actually. It's part of our culture, damn it. Uh-huh. Oh, man. But I, don't, I, I don't think you're a Jew. I, I, so where's this? You, my you, ears aren't pointy enough. Apparently, Matt told me on the last time he was on. Yeah, Matt, where's this platform at where I can watch it? Oh, you send us too much shit. Jews, I watched Jews like on Hulu. I think like this is like six, seven years ago. Was yeah. what was it? It was on USA know. or something? Or? No, I, it's, I think it's like AMC, Showtime, or Cinemax, or I thought, it was, like, I thought like, it was like AMC or something. Maybe I don't know. It, it's it's maybe three or four years old, but it was one of those shows where there. are you know they're working around Tom Hardy's film schedule, and they're about to start pre-production on season two. COVID. Uh, so it's now it's been sitting there for what, almost four years now. Probably do they shoot it on location over at the Victoria Island, or they, they've only been in England for the first uh, uh, season? But yeah, it's it's a fun show. I really enjoyed it, but I really like Tom Hardy, and same. I like that that dark kind of Victorian. Uh, motif demonic apparently and demonic uh. dare you nobody said anything about the Freemasons why are you upset I was, I was wanting Vicky to ask me some questions since she was so enthralled that I'm I was sure going to lead, sure. lead you the wrong way apparently Freemasonry is just a social club you can't tell these people anything. <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah calm your tits you ever watch the show Vikings barely I tried yeah. but I I just I never had the Maybe opportunity get taken here I'm, I'm so y'all can tang, tangle whatever y'all have down there together. <laughs> is, it, is, is it? Is she a fan of that show? She's watched Vikings and she's watched the sequel now or the prequel to whatever it was or hundred years after this. Yeah, one. yeah. Um, Which garbage? That's what she, she's like. Eh. The, I'm sorry, I interrupt you. So the um, you're fine. the in the new show, which is supposed to be the last pagan jarl of Scandinavia, is played by by a fat black middle aged woman. <laughs> player no, i'm joking he, he said uh, yeah i remember you telling me that <laughs> they um everything woke turns to shit have you seen the new movie coming out the northman I'm, I'm interested scarsgard is yeah yeah feature feature film or yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like an epic um you see who's playing playing one of the seers uh-uh bjork <laughs> okay <laughs> you remember bjork you remember bjork yes. i do remember bjork as before your time, that youngster. swan dress I don't thing. Know who Bjork is. <laughs> yeah, she's playing like the seer. Okay. Yeah, because Tin Cat heard about it. So, hey, have you heard about that movie, movie the Northman? She's like, uh, oh, but tell me. Bjork is Icelandic Yoko Ono. Yeah, I know who Bjork he is. He claims he knows who Bjork is. Okay. What's I, think, I think you were like seven when she was around. Uh, hey, Grandpa, we have the internet now. <laughs> Why would you see Bjork on the internet? I'm just it was the Russian people. code. <laughs> the number. Yeah, what if, what if Bjork was really like a numbers code for Russia? 
Her sounds were just snapped to activate the route once. You like that one, Matt? Yeah, that's a good one. Hangle comes one. up with this conspiracy <laughs> four hours in. <laughs> we, need, we need to start a conspiracy. Music a conspiracy. as, uh, as mind control. That's, that's, uh, that's not a conspiracy. No, it's been a conspiracy for a while. Like, it always has triggers, been mind control. That kind of thing. Like Catcher in the Rye, allegedly. Yeah. You know? What was the... Manchurian Candidate type stuff? Yeah. Helter Skelter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Manson. Yeah. That was that whole thing was a CIA operation. What yep. Manson? No, the Manchurian Candidate. Oh yeah, the whole yeah. the whole like, movie know, and brother the brother the Kennedy brother that was murdered. It, it, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a that's a sure hand CIA operative. It's crazy, man. I'm about two thirds away through Joseph Farrell's book about JFK, and it's because I, I and the reason I picked it up was because I really wanted to distract myself from all of the conspiracies playing out. <laughs> like I was like, I was like, I just need, let's just go back to just good old JFK, just good old grassy knoll. Just give it to me straight. Cubans. One it, shooter. Exactly. Yeah. What? Yeah. One shooter. Russia, you know, Russian national mafia. Cubans, Let me just, let's mafia. just, let's just look at this shit. George, George Bush, H. W. Bush, yeah. <laughs> George Bush senior. Exactly. Um, it's, it, it's wild. <laughs> Nationality is a pruder. That's what I want to know. It's it's really because because what Joseph Farrell does in that book is is he eventually he lays it out in a table in the book and it's like here's all the people who would have the means, the motive, and the ability you know to, to kill him and then he base and then he goes down each one and and lets them sort of fall away where they they're like well this group wouldn't have been able to talk to this group or organize the fact that the parade route was changed all this kind of stuff. And then when you look at it from that angle of the, or, or like a nine 11, like a lot of people do with nine 11, it's one of those things where it's like, Oh, this is oh from top to bottom. This is just fucked. <laughs> I mean, it's it, from the parade route to the people involved, to the reasons why, to the, it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's a really good book. Yeah, imagine if social media was around then. Yeah. 50 different fucking angles. Of that I don't, show. I don't think they would have been able to get away with it. I went to Dealey, Dealey Plaza as a kid. Um, we visited and there are still people, or at least there was when I was a kid, people on the street corner, like handing out pamphlets about like who did it. And like, you know, the, our government is lying to us. And I remember as a kid being like, that's weird. <laughs> Maybe they got it right. <laughs> it was one of those things. And then, well, yeah. Then you find out later, you're like, Oh wait, there's no clear answer. I blew some redneck minds one morning or one afternoon, actually. Was it JFK? Uh, no, no, no. With Bin Laden. <laughs> I worked at a lumber Did you tell mill. him we trained him? <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> we, we, we were, <laughs> they we had no at idea. a lumber mill, and uh, I didn't talk all day long. Yeah. Uh, I think I told that story. I don't know if I, if I told it to you or not. I don't think so. I, I worked at this lumber mill. I worked from 6 to 2.30. Had to be there at 5.45. Raring to go. And uh, so I'd go to bed like at 9 o'clock. I, could, I was asleep and get up the next morning, go to work, sitting outside smoking a cigarette, waiting to go in. And uh, one of the guys came pulling up. He goes, what's going on, man? Like, Nothing. He's like, hey, we got that fucker, didn't we? I was like, who? He goes, you know, the brown guy took down the towers. I was like, <laughs> Bin Laden? George yeah. Bush? <laughs> Killed that motherfucker last night. I was like, really? No shit? He's like, yeah. So here's the paper. I was like, you know, I do kind of remember Tink waking me up telling me that we got Bin Laden. And I went, err. <laughs> that was the end of it. <laughs> So that afternoon, that paper was still sitting in the break room. We got done with our last break. My mom worked there as well. 
And she said, well, Hango told me on the way to work this morning that, it, that he worked for the government. Hey, you didn't do no fucking thing like that. Like, yeah, you know, I know y'all old fuckers remember when Russia invaded Russia and Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan. Where did they get the Stinger missiles from? Yeah. You think these guys living in caves manufactured Stinger missiles to shoot down Russian MiGs and helicopters? I said, the CIA trained him, the uh, Mujahideen. Uh-huh. I said it right for the first time in my life. <laughs> Them seltzers are working. <laughs> Them seltzers. Um, you know, the old uh, fucking Sylvester Stallone, Rambo. Yeah, yeah. At the end of Rambo... Rambo three when he went to Afghanistan and killed the Russians. I, I think it was Rambo three. To me. He went to Afghanistan and fought the Russians alongside <laughs> the Mujahideen. I didn't say it right that time though. No. <laughs> I tried one for two. Hango batting five hundred. Um, and so at the end of the movie, it said, "We you know special thanks to the brave yeah, fighters oh, yeah. of the Mujahideen." Yeah. Say it right that time. Yeah, <laughs> seven fifty. Um. And now they've changed it to we dedicate this movie to the wonderful people of glorious Afghanistan. Yeah. And they took that shit out real quick yeah. once they were like, oh, yeah, that's who we're fighting now after the towers went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, and these guys were sitting there with their mouth hanging open. Yeah. Oh, I said, you need to go home and watch Charlie Wilson's War. Yeah. If you want a spoon-fed version of what happened in mm-hmm. Afghanistan. That's what I tell, that's what I tell people I like, killed the messenger. Yep. Like yeah, you know, about Gary Webb. Let's oh, like, yeah. you know, like look at this stuff, and and here here's a Hollywoodized version. It's cool. Like you'll you'll resonate with the story. Uh, I I said that to, I said that to my wife the other day. Oh, glorious Missouri. What are we, what are we doing? Oh, some it's an Amber Alert. Somebody grab a, chi- a kid. Yeah. Probably. So I see you just lying. Did we get him? Because we never saw a body. Oh, he he was dead for years before that. He's a, a pinata. Yeah. It, it wasn't during As your that people raid. would call him. It's, it's what I think. It really. wasn't that raid. No way. No, 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 no. What no. about SEAL Team 6? What better way to get oh, people God. to volunteer yeah. for a special ops thing? These are the guys that killed Bin Laden. You know every 17-year-old kid yeah. had a boner in his pants for 48 hours. Mm-hmm. You know how I know? Because I was a 17-year-old kid. Whenever we killed mm-hmm. the bad guy, I wanted to get in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's everything's propaganda. a recruiting tool. Everything is, you know, propaganda. Hey, you want to be a badass? Join the SEALs. Want to be a somewhat badass? Join the Green Berets. <laughs> want to be a shithead? Join the PJs. This is, I'm joking. Air Force is awesome. Uh, Salt of the Earth people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was also in the uh, third year of Obama's first term. He wasn't very popular. Ooh, draw them votes. You know, nice. uh, Occupy Wall Street was yes. just a thing. Yes. He got, in he 2011. Got he got to interrupt The Apprentice. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's true. Good point, Matt. I um, like that. Yeah. Big it, event. It was, it was, you know, a, a downturn. Um, and, you know, they needed a win. He needed Obama, if you watched that night, because I was, I remember we were on our way back from Georgia, <clears> went to go visit my, my Nana um, a few years after my grandpa. Well, no, it was a few, like a year before he passed. Went to go visit them, and then we're driving back up, and we're staying in a motel. Um, it might have been in Memphis. I think it was in Memphis. Like Sorry. Mo- motel 6, I know. I just, How many gunshots did you hear that night? I, I can't remember. If it was more than five. It was Memphis. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I remember we were checking in, like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night, and CNN is on every TV, and Obama walks down that gold hallway in the White House. Well, that was the whole thing. 
He's doing it from the podium. He's not doing. He's not doing it from the White House. It's good news. It's because we've been in the middle of all that shit with North Korea and everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The news media got linked. He's doing it at the podium. Yeah. Everything is. We're not going to war. Yeah. Because <laughs> bad news comes from the Oval Office. Good news comes from the podium. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm and, sorry. And basically, to sum up, Obama walked up and dabbed on it, and was like, "We got him." Yeah. You know. And it was it was big. It was his moment to be like, "Hey, we're doing stuff." <clears throat> I'm, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, that shit, you know, and, uh, yeah, we were, there was 2011, we we're coming out of 2009, 10, 11, Occupy Wall Street, the Tea Party movement had been around for a couple of years, and you really wanted to... Trying to dig out that housing crisis still, yep. everybody's still underwater. Yeah, they made it kind of... They made it, they made it kind of like exciting because one of the helicopters crashes right in the in the they had to blow it up in the courtyard they had to blow it up mm-hmm. so to make it very dramatic right yeah. make it this big thing mm-hmm. we yeah. didn't just get him but it's real dramatic and we did it under the cover of night look at this canine dog they used yeah. remember the dog with the damn goggles on yeah yeah <laughs> throw that dog out the window it's like they it's like they did it all to make it a movie or maybe it was a movie it was a movie um, you ever seen Zero Dark Thirty yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. Fuck uh, the bounds. No, I meant the real thing was a movie. <laughs> it's literally, it won an Oscar. <laughs> literally, they were watching it from the Situation Room. Yeah, Hillary's face. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> the well, she uh, ate a baby before she went in there. <laughs> she probably did. She probably <laughs> Jesus, get over yourself, lady. Um, I forget what I was going to say about Obama or uh, uh, Bin Laden. The the body thing is weird though. Because apparently that's not even a, a, a thing in Muslim culture. Like that's not like what they said. I think their big thing was they didn't want to turn the body over and make it into a martyr destination. Right. To radical, radicalize more. That's what they did it for. Right. Yeah. But people don't get buried at sea unless they're an actual sailor. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else gets taken back. Yeah. That's that's not a thing. Yeah. And when they, when they took out uh, Saddam and his kids – that shit was all over the mm-hmm. pictures. Mm-hmm. So you can take out the two kids, hang Saddam on live TV, but you can't show us a picture of the guy who took down the Twin Towers. Right. Or Gaddafi. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's Bin Laden, and it's and it's Jeffrey Epstein well, I remember what I was say. chilling on an island right now. Probably. <laughs> now, that uh, would be some shit right there. No, I, I I don't know how into reading you are. You may really like this book. I pretty uh, read damn pretty good. I mean, I don't know if now <laughs> way down yonder. I know I can't read shit, but go ahead. Uh, Has he got pictures? <laughs> I think he's got a couple of illustrations in there. No, oh, what, what, it reminds, Braille remind me of Braille. Okay, go ahead. I was going to say, Joseph Farrell has a book about nine eleven, and and that's what he does is he looks at it from all these different angles, and basically, I, I think it's called nine eleven. A, a consortium of interests or something like that, because it's like when you really look at it, it's the same thing as JFK where it's like, well, all of these people would have had to, would have needed a motive and had the means and all this kind of stuff. But it's, it's the anomalies that always get to you. Like the idea that, that the most secure airspace in the world was, was penetrated by a jet that we've never seen on video that, Supposedly slammed through, you know, eight missile proof walls at the at the Pentagon. That's the one that really gets me. It's it's the, the one that really gets Pentagon. me too, man. It's I'm, not I, even WTC seven. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about seven. I ain't worried about the towers. I, I don't, Shanksville's even. But the Pentagon, you, you know, is mm-hmm. a lie. But but that one, I'm like, there's you're, no way you're going to show. You got this is the center mm-hmm. of the military for pretty much NATO. Yeah, everybody looks to Washington. Yeah, 
And supposedly, all, all you're going to give me is two frames from a gas station across the street. There's yeah. no, there's no cameras on the outside, and it doesn't look like a plane at all in those two frames. And are you telling me that there's, yeah. there's, they had no sort of streaming recording at to monitor airspace? At the, at they the, have a fucking satellite fucking on that Pentagon. shit. Exactly, exactly. They have a That's fucking a satellite on that shit, and you it's, it's get, the United States military. You cannot like, get anywhere near the Pentagon. Yeah. If you if you actually I was I was there for a funeral at, at Arlington for a friend. If you drive around too many times, oh, you stopped. Yeah. Oh, they'll pull your shit right over. Yeah. You don't get confused over there. You just keep driving somewhere else because they will pull your shit over. Yeah. So you can't tell me they didn't know what was going on. Exactly. And then, and then, I don't know if you've seen these, but but the the photos from above that show here's where the missile entered and here's where the final hole was. Well, missile, but <laughs> Freudian slip. The plane. Here's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pardon me. It was a plane, sir. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it, Gloniggers. Uh, here's the Hello, hole. Virginia. Here's the hole for, yeah, exactly. Here, here's the hole for entry. And then here's all the walls that it supposedly broke through. And there's, there's no markings from wings whatsoever. Yeah. No engine parts. There's no anywhere. plane parts. Anywhere. anywhere. Not to mention, if you look at overhead aerial photos of it, the damage. There's damage to the inner ring. Yeah. <laughs> no damage to the to the to the next ring. Yeah. And then damage to the outer ring. Yep. It's like, okay, well maybe I mean, maybe planes do that. Maybe they do. I don't know. But planes have feelings too. I know, do they? <laughs> it's one of those things. It's it's like, okay, well, we know that they're lying about this. Uh what was but, I supposed to remind you of? Hey, one second. Braille, hang on a second. You said something that triggered something else in my head. Another conspiracy hole. Oh, maybe planes can do that. Oh, uh, you know our. You talking about Malaysia Airlines? Uh, no, no, oh. no. Um, Bermuda Triangle. No, <laughs> our uh, the guy who monitors the give it the uh, tripod website. We are giving him or her or Caesar, <laughs> knowing the United States military. Yeah, we're, we're giving them like a a. Uh, Rogan Jones esque length. That's true. With, with some people call a Hango length episode. <laughs> he's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be clocking the overtime. Sadly, on the American taxpayer dollar. I'm sorry, my man. What a surprise! Hey, just put us on the way to, on the way to the office tomorrow. That's right. Just pause here <laughs> and uh, go inside. Take a break. Have, have a good night's sleep. Tuck in really tight and uh, pick up tomorrow that's morning. It's one of my favorite memes. Is that the happy merchant? In the FBI. FBI. <laughs> the <hat>. FBI thing. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay, so Braille. All right. That's what triggered it in my mind. On the way up, I was listening to a Painkiller Already podcast. And one of the guys in there has been watching, like, through seasons of MasterChef. Mm-hmm. Did you know about the blind girl that was on MasterChef? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. They had a blind girl. I've only ever watched a couple episodes of that. Okay. They had a blind girl on MasterChef. And she had a helper uh-huh. who would, like, let her know when things were a, were a certain thing. Or maybe she was – I never watched the show. I don't know if she was reading the measuring cup for her or mm-hmm. you know, helping her in that way. But she did all the cooking herself. And Gordon mm-hmm. just coddled this woman. She looked like a hammerhead shark. She had the unfortunate thing when blind people, their eyeballs go this way. <laughs> you don't know who they're looking at? Right. Yeah. Um, well, they're not looking at all. But <laughs> <laughs> not in her case. Uh, Google Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. And you'll get a good representation of the fuck. <laughs> you'll get a good representation of this one. Like. That's a great movie, man. And so, I love that movie. I think I just lost Jay. He's gone. <laughs> um, come back. 
anyway, uh, nut. He, he <laughs> does this stuff. She she makes it <coughs> into trying out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she had to make an apple pie, and they never show like the finished product of her walking it up there and sit it down. Mm. And she's like crying. What is wrong? I don't know how it looks. <laughs> he goes, you're worried. He goes, you're worried? He's like, yeah, he goes, it's beautiful. The camera pans, it's a beautiful apple pie, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she starts working her way through this competition and she's winning and winning and winning. And like I guess if you if you win you're over like the other ones or something. Uh-huh. And like, she was like doing her stuff and the helper's like, they're not starting that fast enough. She's like, start it faster. <laughs> it's like, the fucking helpers you know, telling on people. She won the whole fucking thing, Matt. Mm-hmm. You know what the prize is for winning Master Chef? $250,000 and a cookbook <laughs> of your recipes. And when one of the guys on PKA said, are they going to print it in Braille? Mm-hmm. And everybody lost their shit. So I just stole a joke. But yeah. They let a blind woman win Master Chef. I mean, how does she taste? They, they coddled her all We're the way still to trying to find out. Yeah. You know. That's one of the things that I don't like about cooking shows Could like that. Could they not get a black trans woman? I will tell you a story about that. Though. Is that. <laughs> Seriously. Has she had it's surgery? not so much about the competition itself. Like, it's about the narrative of the characters. Same way with like American Idol, right? After the first, it, American Idol was always that way. It was the narrative. We're, go, we're going to tell the story of the narrative of the characters, and it's so bad now. It's so pandering, you know. Reality te- television is uh, it panders to people who want to believe. I don't know. I guess everybody wants to believe in something, but people who want to believe that television is yeah. real, you know. Yeah. Remember when the whole uh, Paula Dean thing blew up? <laughs> didn't we? Did we talk about that a bit? I fucking love Paula Dean. Okay, her, some of, some of her recipes are she's Paula Dean knows what's going on. Put some butter on it, y'all. Mm-hmm. A lot of butter. Um, they had this like seven foot black dude on Master Chef one time, apparently, and he gets voted off, and the next week. Paula Deen's the guest <laughs> chef, okay? Okay. And this was when all this shit was going on. Yeah. And the whole thing was going on. And so the next week, Gordon said, we're bringing back everyone who's been kicked off, and we're taking one of them back. Guess who they picked? Mm-hmm. The black guy. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. That dude wanted to, he's like, I ain't being associated with this shit. Right. Like, okay, we'll sit you out for a week yeah. by voting you off. Right. You know? And we'll bring him back the next week after Paula's gone. Yeah. Once the racists are out of here, everything's cool. <laughs> Do I, when I went on, I worked uh, for Harpoon. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a Mr. Mike, this little four foot five black guy. Had a lot of health issues, like like tumors and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was genetic. And uh, he was, I was working with him when all this shit was going on. He's like, that fucking bitch, that racist <laughs> bitch, blah, 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 blah. I was like, <coughs> why's it racist, Mike? She was dressing up them black guys to serve food. Like they were like, like they were the help and stuff. I said, Mike. They were the help. If she offered you five hundred dollars to serve it when her catering advance, you'd say, Miss Paula wears my white gloves. I said, Exactly. <laughs> exactly, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh at work we have uh, this schedule schedule app 
that we use and a couple other apps we use for stuff. Um, but the schedule app helps you. You have to create a profile. All our employees are on it, you know. So this is my profile pic. Oh, God, no, don't do it. On this schedule <laughs> on this app. <laughs> for those who don't know what it is, it's Paula Dean riding a stick of butter with sunglasses on with an explosion going off in the background. Like she's riding like a, like a Bronco. Very nice. Uh, she's a stick of salted butter while waving a cowboy hat behind her. Yeah, that's Paula. You know, she had a – they had a buffet – She's one of my favorite celebrity chefs just because of the memes. Oh, yeah. Around her. They had a buffet at uh, Harris Casino in Tunica, Mississippi. And uh, it was her, they turned it to her buffet. It was Paula Dean's kitchen buffet. And it was all her fucking recipes on the buffet. Mm-hmm. Line. Always a fucking line. And it was good. It was great. Her macaroni and cheese, all that shit, the fried chicken, all of it. And they had um, like smoked oy- like grilled oysters mm-hmm. to, to order. You go up and order half a dozen. They throw them on the grill for you, grill them up. Um, and they had all of her desserts and shit. Uh, yeah, when that went down, Paul Paladine thing, fucking Caesars pulled the plug on that shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's cover this shit up. Yeah, and then they closed Harris down not long after. <laughs> I think they made more money off that buffet than they did <laughs> off the floor. I swear, Paladine has some good recipes. She does. Tink's got like three or four of her cookbooks. Yeah, yeah. She's, she does quality stuff. Uh, her pie crust recipe is something I use all the time. Her gooey butter cake. Her fried green tomatoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her, her gooey those butter cake. Whatever that sauce is that she puts with those fried green tomatoes is lit. Yeah. They had like her bread pudding <laughs> okay. uh, recipe on the buffet. Yeah. Yeah. It's good shit. I don't mm-hmm. like the cucumber salad or whatever that shit is with the vinegar. It's too vinegary. Yeah. I don't like that. But That's a very coastal thing it's yeah. very savannah yeah you know where you, you know but the carolinas and georgia coastline is all like everything's vinegar based seems like mm-hmm. their barbecue sauce everything mm. is all vinegar so yeah it's, it's a very i love tide vinegar, water man. area type thing yeah not when you're drinking it though man it's, it's kind of it was, it was horrible when i had it well, right. i mean it was i just got a bad batch of it or something yeah well I, I, I just mean i seem to prefer like sauces that are based with vinegar my grandparents used to do shots of vinegar every morning. Yeah. Shots of apple cider vinegar. Super good oh, for Oh, that's, that's different. I love apple cider vinegar. I really yeah. take Harry Truman's stance. You know, he did every morning, don't you? Hmm. Shot of whiskey. Shot of bourbon every morning when he woke up. Hmm. All the shit he was handling, he probably fucking yeah, did that I'm shit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Should I drop this bomb or not? I mean, <laughs> and what a decision to make. Yeah. And just the fucking cojones on the man to push the, push the button. Oh, with uh, with Truman nukes. Think about the shit he had. He had to. That's a. It was a. Is it going to work? Mm-hmm. Is it is it going to affect anything? Right. You know. And we did it. Brought it, it on the knees. It worked so well. He did it again <laughs> a couple days later. Yeah. <laughs> and we laugh. About, I mean, it's 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 a very serious thing. Shit. But and think about what they have now compared to that. Mm. I mean, shit. A dirty bomb. If it a brute. I can't say you can't say him dirty bomb in briefcase on the podcast. Um, I look at this slide. But something like that would wipe out city same amount. It fit in a, in a briefcase. Yeah, left in a city center, and poof, we're in trouble. That's why I want to be out of a city. I've been trying to tell you, man. I will. Ain't no, ain't no bomb, dirty bombs going off in shit like Mississippi, exactly, or the middle of Missouri in the Ozark Mountains. Get out of the mountains, dude. 
I want those Ozark hills that are green. You think those foxes are bad? Wait till you get like catamounts coming around and shit. Nothing I can't handle. There's going to be no more chickens. Nothing I can't handle. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. What are you going to cook me Friday night, Matt? Well, tonight is uh, every second Wednesday we do Wellingtons. Well, you're already closed now. Yes, but if you, I mean, I could do a Wellington for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. On a Friday night, if, if you want, um, what, let's see what the feature. I'm doing a bacon wrapped uh, pork, uh, pork tenderloin. With, pork on pork on pork. With uh, jalapeno and cheddar au gratin. Mm. You want to put your hand um, up on my leg now? No, no, <laughs> uh, a fish, I'm doing a blackened mahi mahi as the, f- the feature with cauliflower rice and a pineapple chutney. You want to make a bet? What's that? I, I, I would, I would, I would give you two to one odds. She orders that, yeah, yeah. Depending on what what your specials are, what what your menu stuff is, yeah. The, yeah, she uh, takes some fish. The, the featured app is going to be uh, those red pepper deviled eggs that we're serving on Sunday morning for the Sunday brunch. And then uh, what was I doing with the dessert? Oh, I'm doing a, like deconstructed carrot cake for the dessert. Constructed. Yeah. Put it together. I'm paying you full price. <laughs> I don't want a goddamn Lego kit coming to the table. Deconstructed just means like you you take. You, I mean, it's, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, well, you've already constructed it because you took it apart. That's what deconstructed means. But no, 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 no. You get all the elements of the thing together, and then you put them, arrange them on the plate in a way that you is organize your Lego kit. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lego kit. My son will love it. You should make that at our house. <laughs> Uncle Matt Bro, he, made, we, we got made a pie. He, 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 just, he just gave you eggs, flowers, and he milk. You got to pour it all together. <laughs> Ain't that what Frank said? I'll be like, hey, I can eat it in pieces. It's like flour. Well, the sandwiches. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lettuce, meat, bread, squirt of mustard. Yeah. Put it together in your mouth. It tastes better. <laughs> Every stoner has done it, though. Every stoner has done it. Oh, no. I did it. The other day, I had a plate of nachos. And and then I I did not want it on my conscience that I was going to eat a second plate of nachos. Like I didn't want to just have to live with the fact that I ate a second plate of nachos. So I just went over to the chip thing, and just a little salsa, a little cheese, little beans. I did about 15 of those. And it's like, well, I didn't have a second plate of nachos. I only had one. You tell you how to fix that? At the second plate. Bigger plate. <laughs> my you skip man. the second, go to the third. Ah, make the second the third. I didn't have you, a second plate. The, the, you, you don't you don't have a second plate. Boom! There you go. I'll have to do that. I'll have to pull that one on my kids. This, no, this is my third plate. <laughs> Daddy didn't have two plates. Dude, my kids are like vacuums lately. Holy shit, dude! They're, you think it's but wait wait till your boy gets yeah. about thirteen. Yeah, thirteen to eighteen. That boy's gonna eat you out of house and home. He's gonna earn it. You're gonna need more than eggs. Matt, does does duck ever go with bacon, or vice versa? <laughs> Uh, in, in a in a chef type atmosphere. Uh, as far as actually, yeah, I do use a little bit of bacon fat when I do duck confit, which uh, take the the legs, which can sometimes be tough, and you pour fat over the top of them, bake them for about three fifty for about two hours, and then it's like pulled pork, but it's duck. Okay, and That's, I I'll oh, use like half and half <laughs> vegetable oil, well half and half canola oil and half. Um, bacon fat when I do that, and it just it it adds saltiness, sweetness to the already pretty salty but fatty. Um, I mean it's got fatty, salty, fatty, and fatty and salty. It's my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<clears throat> but I've also seen like do a duck hash with the confit, and then like it's called lardon, but it's like basically thick cut bacon cut into squares, and then pan fry, and yeah, like bacon Sounds mini amazing. bacon cubes. Hey, sometime when I come up here, would you fix me a foie gras? If you can get the livers. <laughs> I got a lot on my plate this week, but I actually no, I, 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 I don't mean I don't mean this. I mean next time sometime when I come up here. Do you want like actual like foie or I want like, you to like, stuff that terrain. turkey yourself that that duck yourself. <laughs> I want so, that duck bought by you and force fed every morning. I get whole ducks in and I have the the butts are all stuffed there. I get the neck, the heart, the butter stuff you said. Yes, the kidneys and the liver. So I have a um, disrespectful. One of our our regulars who've been coming in for years and years, and they love us. It was uh, her birthday. This this older couple. It was her birthday this past Saturday. So I did a um, a duck liver terrine. I okay. saved the duck livers, and basically you, you take duck livers. And instead of um, marinating them and then pan frying them like you would for traditional foie gras, you take them, put them, you devein them. There's a certain part of the liver that you have to remove some some like veins and some just connective tissue. Put them in food processor, add an egg, a little cream, and then room temperature butter. Slowly add the butter. And I took that, put it into a mold, um, and then stuck it in the fridge for a day, and the butter re-solidifies, oh, nice. and it turns into like this whipped cream. Okay, you know how you get the Philadelphia cream cheese in the tub, and it's whipped up that consistency, but it's duck liver, right? And then uh, duck liver likes sweet stuff, so I took a little strawberry jam and added a little gelatin, and then slowly poured that on top after I heated it, and yeah, did like strawberries and and duck. I should have took a picture of the. Yeah, I would. I would settle for something. Like, you don't. You're not big on. Do you like livers and stuff? Do you like? Oh, I never had it. Curried liver and rice is like. Oh my! You never had like fried chicken I livers. I never had any, any liver, any organ, none of the organs. Livers are. I like them. Yeah, organ um, meat is good for you. Uh, it is. Chicken gizzards are. I love those. Very rubbery, but they tough. Have like I've, I, well, I've had chicken hearts before, but I've heard hearts are the perfect. Like the perfect. You're getting the texture of a liver, but you're getting kind of the flavor of the gizzard. Right. I've never mm. had a heart. Well, see, I didn't uh, – because people are usually weirded out by that or whatever. <clears throat> the chicken hearts are fine with me. I was like, these are – I, I would imagine if chicken. you fried it like you would livers, it would be delicious. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, chicken livers are, are so good. I like – when I'm when i eating some kind of liver or something like that, I like to have something like a sweet kind of thing to it. So, like, curry liver and rice with, like, golden raisins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of offsets the – I don't know if the word is like the pungentness or whatever, and oh, shit, oh, shit. softens the the bite of the the curry. Yeah, but it's amazing, man. Hmm. Yeah, I've, n- I've never had any of them except for the chicken hearts. That's what the chicken hearts <clears throat> they have them down here. At, uh, you would you'd probably like this place. This Tucanos down here. Are you familiar with Tucanos at all? Hmm. Um, I love Tucanos. They're I, they're a chain, aren't they? Or it's a Braz- or? Brazilian meat place, but it's a Brazilian okay, yeah. meat place. Yeah, we have but, like a place in Memphis. It's called Texas State Brazil. Yeah, it's the same that you put yeah, the signs up and shit. Well, they they, they come by and yeah, then then they slice it hot off the, you know, they have the, the meats on a big rack yeah. and that's where they had the, the chicken hearts. So they do, they do have somewhat exotic stuff like that at least. But I wouldn't mind trying that out. That's good stuff. Tink's been to one before to yeah. like one of those places. Yeah, when she was traveling so much with work. Yeah. Have you ever had Korean? Anybody here like Korean barbecue? Oh yeah. No, Skull was telling me about. He's he's told about Korean how good it was. Good, man. We don't I have those Korean places. barbecue. 
You don't you, you don't yeah. think about it, but you know that's what we should do next time we want to hang out. Let's go to a Korean barbecue. Let's do it. I can't find anybody that wants to go with. Let's them. do I'll it. Lingo's not here. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> There's also a place down here on Manchester. It's been several years since I had it. Ramen Tay. Never heard of it. It's it's really popular in the area. I, I, I think there's only one, and I don't know if they've won awards or whatever, but it's like a big deal in the area. Uh, but it's it's a ramen place, like real ramen, and it's it was really good. They have uh, what is it? These uh, they call them pork belly steam buns. Okay, yeah, and I love those. It is basically like pork belly in in a tiny mm. sort of version of a pita, but it's really soft. And it's it's oh it was yeah steam buns are is are amazing. Dude, Do they, they put an egg in the uh, ramen? Yes, yeah. Well, depending on what you get, they have a whole bunch of different stuff. But you should check it. I out. I like pho. Too. You ever had pho? Uh uh-uh. uh oh. Matt, you know what pho is? Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. pho is the shit, man. It's like noodles and stuff. I don't right? know what I don't know what noodles Asian culture it is, but it's fucking amazing. It, I think it's Thai. Oh god, you put like shit in there, like hot. Sauce and it's like better than ramen. It's, it's like got a like, million um, times better than ramen. Nice. Like, it's got like an egg in it. A lot of them do. They have um, what's that? The stomach lining. What's it called? Tri- tripe. I I couldn't tell you. I you can get any kind of protein on it. I mean, yeah, I don't huh. know that the much. One about had it. had like tripe in it, which is like stomach lining. Interesting cow. And it's yeah, it's if you're stopped up like yeah. during the winter. The other thing I love, you're gonna be able to smell like the dispensary across the river over <laughs> here. Is yakisoba? You ever had that? I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. Yakisoba is, a, I think it's a Japanese noodle. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 thicker than ramen. Yeah, but the way I love it is you cook the yakisoba with maybe like some slices of beef, some broccoli, mm. throw on some rooster sauce on there, whatever nice. that's called that hot sriracha. Sauce. Sriracha. <laughs> it's really living, huh? Yeah, you gotta try it, man. I have to check it out. You wanna go Gingham's? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Matt lit up. Stack of pizza over here. <laughs> no, I do want to do. You got to go to Gingham's like tomorrow or something, or Saturday. If you could, I don't. You don't. You'll be able to get away. Not Saturday night. Not Saturday night. I got to be back up there. I schedule myself for five in the morning on Sunday. May not be have to be there till six, but it'll be at least six. So, but tomorrow, I might be down for tomorrow. It's tomorrow. We'll go meet Thursday. up over there sometime. Yeah. Even if we're just sitting around just for a couple. Couple more if you have time. You may want to have go you home ever and been? rest. Been. Oh. I'll be I'll be free after uh, nine. The quesadilla, the pot roast melt, Oof. and the pot roast melt. I was I he was there couple, to that pot roast melt. Bro. I was there a couple weeks ago. I got the pot roast melt. It's 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 top tier. Yeah. For for that style of diner, twenty four hour diner, that pot roast melt is. They shut down it all during COVID. The chicken wings are pretty good. They too. did. Did they really? Yeah, yeah they did. Well, I, I all I know is that I changed. I had a review on there from like five or six years ago on Google where I gave them five stars. And I, I the last time I went, which has been about a year now, which was well into the whole thing, uh, they made me wear a mask from the door to the table. And so I changed my – I was like, you know what? That five star has been up there for five years. And they got thousands of reviews. And I was like, okay. And I changed it to one star. And I said, place has really gone downhill. I'm sure that really affected it. <laughs> it did. It did. I'm doing my part. The alarms are going <laughs> How off dare you? <laughs> yeah, I saw like the Irish scramble. They probably don't even read them. That looked really good. The food is amazing there. My kids begged me to go there. Yeah. Well, yeah I'm not kid. going there. <laughs> they uh, they were one of the... the well, it's um, cheaper than other places. It is. It's good, too. Last restaurants in St. Charles County to remove their mask mandate. Like you had to wear a mask. I think they were, yeah. Yeah, that's probably ownership stuff too. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah. Well, because nobody, St. Charles, 
everybody in St. Louis throughout this whole thing used to joke that St. Charles, my, my pastor said it from the pulpit one time. He's like, apparently COVID stops on the bridge. Like St. Charles was, they called it the land of the free. Like they never, they never did any. They all. came over in droves, man. Yeah. 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 A lot of businesses out here really saw a bump. I, I know I did. Cause I was out there in St. Louis County. A lot of growth. And and most times at the Walmart in Chesterfield, I just walk right in and say, you like a mask? No, thank you. Just go by my business. But there were a couple times where they like really pushed back on me. I was like, that's fine. I'll go up to St. Charles. I don't, the only, only place that I th- really threw one on was, was Love's mm. um, truck stop. Like, you probably it, need one there, anyways. Though. No, no. <laughs> hospitals too, man. Hospitals, I ain't well, hospitals. With that hadn't got rid of them. I still the only place I have to wear. Even my my company was like, all right, it's optional now. Weren't they always? <laughs> I mean, anybody could wear a mask anytime they wanted to. Um, but yeah, I could have stopped at any truck stop, but. You, know, you got the loves card? Of course. <laughs> you kidding me? As much as I go there. Is that where you buy all your CB radios? I love going no, into those places, man. It's uh, so much so many, I think after you get 200 gallons, you get a free shower. Oh, look at um, that. But but most truck drivers, they get 100, they get 200 gallons on every stop. Yeah. You know, so every time they fill up, they get a free shower. Um, but yeah, I used to wear one in there because they were really big on it. Like even like the roller dogs mm. and the uh, fountain drinks and coffee. See all the quick trips down here. They had it roped off, and they had somebody serving you. Oh, really? Yeah, they were still serving them, but it was one employee behind behind the line. Uh, yeah, I, I liked it because they didn't just say, "Fuck it, we're shutting down." Oh, you couldn't get a fountain drink forever anywhere. Yeah, like, they're all shut down because it, at least in Love's, they, they had Billy back there <laughs> fix, fixing fixing your coffee for you. Yeah, because you know, these gas stations weren't making coffee; they weren't selling any kind of soft drinks. Or any kind of fountain drinks. Yeah, if I wanted to get coffee, it's pretty much Love's. Yeah. Maybe a pilot station. Maybe. If you could find one that actually had their stuff going. Yeah. But a lot of truck stops just stopped making coffee. Fucking truck drivers. We need <laughs> yeah. coffee. Okay, well, now you're making us do math. Twisting <laughs> <laughs> my arm over here. Yeah. You ever heard of a Bucky's? Oh, yes. Is it is it anything close to a Love's? It's like a Walmart and a Love's made a, a a hell spawn child. Gotcha. I've heard they were cool. I just never Bucky's is what's Bucky's. The South? It's it's like um Texas, Louisiana, like okay. all, along the Gulf Coast. Okay. Third coast. I've heard about it, but I've never been to one. Yeah, they're like massive. Well, quick quick trips, speaking of massive gas station, Quick Trip is based out of Oklahoma. If you ever have you ever been to a quick trip in Oklahoma, it's it's nuts, dude. They have a drive through for food. Like those does. Yeah, do they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I was, certain ones, like I was like, man, why can't we get these out of here? This is like Shangri La. <laughs> like, there's like a, a one of the ones further south on one of my runs. Um, they've got like a drive-through Arby's twenty four seven. Yeah, they didn't shut the Arby's didn't shut down during COVID. There, yeah, they kept right on. You couldn't come. You had to go through the drive-through. Nobody yeah. could come in. But man, they'd be a, Loves is twenty four hours a day. So yeah. at three a.m. on Saturdays, when I go to Loves, it's nothing but drunk people. Yeah. Hmm. It's gotten so bad. Like the gas stations around like my main center in t- in town, they close from midnight to three now. Yeah. She doesn't want to deal with so it. They don't want to deal with all the shooting, stabbing. And they're fucking, coming in and anything. vomiting. And, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and it's just, it's a madhouse in the store because somebody saw somebody looking at somebody's girl at the club before they got there mm-hmm. and they want to fight it out next to the damn ding dongs and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it, it's it's a madhouse. That's true, man. And that, they all gather up in the in the parking lot, and nobody can get in or out or get gas or anything. Sorry, 
Well, I was just going to say that when, when I worked at Chick-fil-A Brentwood and I, and whenever I would close late and it'd be 11 or 12, you know, on a Saturday and I would hit that quick trip on the way home <laughs> in Brentwood. There are some like, good this quick is, trips and there are is, some bad quick trips. Well, that, I mean, that's that's a different part of town You can be part a quick trip and get your, get your morgue van with bodies in it taken. Yeah. <laughs> I read that article on my show. Oh, and the one who got shot up here on the Lewis and Clark Trail uh, by a turkey hunter. It was one for a jog on the Lewis and Clark Trail. He's like, you can't jog on that thing. It's like this. Have you ever hiked that Lewis and Clark Trail? Mm-hmm. I did it once, and I'll never do it again. I had this kid that, I, that worked for me. He's like, hey, I'm going to hike the Lewis and Clark Trail. It's kind of an autistic kind of kid. I said, oh, okay. I, if he can do it, I can do it. We call him Puzzle Piece. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to light it up blue, but no, I'm <laughs> – so he takes me out on this hike. He's like, I'm like, how much, how long is the hike? Yeah. Okay. It's the middle of summer. It's like, oh man, it's only a couple miles. Oh man, I can do that shit. So I tell, I tell my wife, I said, I'm going to go on a hike with this guy. She's like, you're going to go on a hike. <laughs> and I said, it's only a couple miles. She's Don't like, be it's, <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> She's like, it's the middle of the day. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. It's a million degrees outside. And you're going to go for a hike on a trail. With a guy. With puzzle piece over here. Okay. <laughs> Five hours later, nine miles in, I said, I thought this was a couple miles. He's like, I remembered it being a couple miles. Yeah. We, sure acc- we accidentally took the long trail. Yeah. Well, I'd ran out of water like seven miles before that. <laughs> Kidneys are exploding. <laughs> body is shutting down. I barely make it home. I'm like, I'm texting Emily with one eye open. Go to Huck's and get me like six bags of ice. Yeah. Um, you know, I was dying. I'll never do that again. So I don't know how anybody was jogging. That's my point. Yeah. They said the guy, person was jogging and some dude, they had opened up a special hunt apparently on that in that state park. Mm. And Harpoon said the right thing. Why wasn't the ship posted everywhere? Hey, there are hunters in this area. Right. Wear bright clothing, whistle, you know, yell space is gay, whatever. Just <laughs> do something. Make some noise. But no, some dude did turkey hunting. He thought he was a turkey, really? Blasted through the woods with a shotgun. Jeez. You know? I'm like, Jesus Christ. Then they had to airlift him out of there. Yeah. Because hmm. you couldn't get a van. Apparently, you couldn't get ambulance in there because it was Ow. so messy. But yeah. Remember that video of that woman who got airlifted and the thing broke and she kept spinning? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I still go back at night sometimes and watch that and laugh at that little old woman. <laughs> I got to the hospital. They said she was fine, but she felt nauseated. I'm like, well, no fuck. Yeah. You need to look at that video that just came out of the guy they were rescuing. This, I think, recently happened. I didn't re- re- watch the whole video, but I saw a highlight of it. They're rescuing him. He falls out of the helicopter into the mountains and oh, dies. no. Check that shit out. Holy shit. Wow. They show him falling out of it and yeah. just going into the mountains somewhere. You see that black kid fall off the ride in Florida? Well, he was too big to be on that ride. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean... I mean, if yeah. you can't buckle I mean, up. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, the the thing doesn't just pop off, okay? I mean, when you're 400 pounds, you yeah. need to. Oh yeah. Now, have you was. not seen this? Uh-oh. This is giant. He's from St. Louis. Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, now, speaking of the other St. Louis thing, did you, did you see that, that girl that killed that kid? Oh, and they were shooting each other. Were they shooting each other with the, in the vests? No, she, did you guys hear about that one? They were they were they had the bulletproof yeah, vest on. Yeah, they yeah. were clipping each other, and one got through the vest. I guess. Yeah. So one of my one of the guys I know that's a that's a 
like an old special operator, the caption said, bulletproof S. He goes, I guess it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, man, this kid, and she was on Instagram live in a bathroom, like a family reunion or some shit. And have you seen it? Uh Yeah. And she, she holds the gun up to the other, to her cousin's head and accidentally pulls the trigger. Holy shit. Blows his brains out. Drop drops the fireman. It's a Glock with a fifty round with a fifty round drum, drum on it, and uh, titty clip. You know, like like blacks like, and, he, and excuse then, me, sir. And then you know where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> sure. For us, one titty's not enough. We get the hundred round double titty. Pad. I really want to get one of those for my AK. I know a guy. Uh, well, huh? uh, we about done. Um. <laughs> And then she drops the gun and then and then like she goes down and then picks up the gun and blows her own head oh, blows no. her own head off. Oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. On purpose? Oh, well that that was the big thing that sort of like the conspiracy or whatever was was talking about is like, was that because of what happened? Or like how could she possibly have picked you know, and and the official How old was this kid? Thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, oh, it was. It was like right down here. It was off of. Uh, it was down in the city somewhere. I think. So that's the first fifteen seconds of the video. The worst part is the next minute of the video. See, I didn't watch that as because family knew, members struggled to get in. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They actually, it was yeah. live, and so it's captured yep. somewhere. Man, yeah, because yeah. the door was yeah. blocked. Yeah, yeah. And so no. it's like family member after family member opening the door, apparently and trying I, to get. Yeah, that was. That, that I didn't. Was I didn't watch that part. I didn't watch that part. Yeah, I don't. I don't like to watch stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people were making gifs of just the very first part. Is is morbid and dark, I guess, as that is. But but yeah, I, I specifically didn't because I was like, I don't need to think about that. So, <laughs> someone get in trouble for that? No. The the story is it was an accident gone wrong. You know, they were screwing around and. Yeah. I accidentally had a gun with 50 rounds in it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, they're black people. They all have guns. Who wants to go to Gangums? <laughs> you want to go? No, I'm just fucking around. Oh. I'd be down, down for tomorrow night, but I'm kind of faded anyway. Well, I get you, dude. It's fine. It's totally fine. I mean, I'm, I've been up since 6, 5, 6.45 this morning. Oof. Oh, have you? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, Alarm steps for seven. I told her... Get your shit together. We're out here by eight. And how'd that go? Seven thirty. We're backing out of the driveway. <laughs> I haven't been up that that long, but once I get a little alcohol, then weed, and then food, <coughs> my yeah, body's like, it's, okay, <coughs> you got it's, it's time to shut her down. Yep. Yep. All right, y'all want to call it a call it a show then? I guess so. Damn, what was that? Five hours? Well, it's going to be about four and a half after we after cut we, like that break we took and everything else. It's yeah. true. And other idiots. Matt, thanks for hanging out this time, man. I love you, brother. Yes, you. You too, sir. Addison, you're all right. Jay, <laughs> thanks for hanging out, man. <laughs> Addison, I appreciate I appreciate all y'all. It was a great conversation. Thank y'all so much. It was. It was awesome. Yeah. Jay, I love you. Addison, love, you, love you, brother. Uh, I love all y'all there for listening. And we will get dinner, I promise, Jay. Sign us out, Matt. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. Please clap. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay. Okay. Liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay. Okay. Liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay. Okay. Liberal. Warm sausage. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.